the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah, coming at you. Pulp MX Show, Monday night, July 28th, 2014. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We really do. I promise you. Uh, happy to have you here. Great show tonight. Grant Langston. Lined up. Marvin Muskan, Daniel Blair, and Erky Caro. You tell me how many people have Erky Caro interviews live from Estonia. You tell me. We got it. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brown Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Cherubies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Motor Crew, Optrix, and Guts Racing, all on board with us tonight. Happy to uh, be doing a show right after Washugo, terrific race. Uh, if you're listening to this from Loretta Lynn's, and I don't know if you could be because I don't know if you get any cell service down there, but if you are, welcome. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Hopefully we will entertain you guys while you're sweating your nuts off. Thanks again. I'm Steve Mathis with me in studio, um, one of the top tuners in the sport, now Weston Pikes tuner at RCH Suzuki, and uh, all-around Robbie Renard super fan, the Tony Berluti. <laughs> What's up, Berluti? Steve, happy to be here. How are you doing, bud? Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Good times. Tony Berluti. Yeah. Berluti. Berluti. <laughs> Works for Suzuki. <laughs> You're nutty. Fucking uh, nutty. He's Weston Pike's groupie. I'm his groupie. Did you like that? Yeah, I liked it. The, the 722. Dude, I never saw him this week. I was bummed. He was uh, He pitted, was there. He was there. He's put it down way down. Um, yeah. Kind of like on the front of your semi, but way down there. Oh, okay. Yeah, off the front, down oh, there. Okay. So. Uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce made it back this weekend to the Nationals, and, and we're happy to uh, be supporting him in his efforts and uh, in his raps, rap efforts as well. Uh, we're going to give away some X-Brand goggles tonight. We are going to give away three pairs of tickets to Unadilla, courtesy of Vortex Racing. And, uh, yeah, some other stuff. Oh, and we'll, give a, we'll figure out who, who's going to win this fly helmet, this Trey Kennard fly helmet replica that we, uh, that we wanted to give away. Producing the show, handling things behind the scenes, Getting Jason Thomas on the line as soon as he is done with talking to me, the Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. It's coming. How are you? We're doing pretty Thanks good Thanks for coming in. Are you killing it? Uh, we're going to be killing it. <laughs> we're going to be killing it. <laughs> Not tonight. killing it quite yet, but soon. Rocky, Rocky's killing it down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely uh, looking forward to having our great guests on tonight. And um, couldn't do it without uh, all you guys listening. You can get this on iTunes under the Pulp Mech Show. You can get it on Stitcher uh, on your phone. Get the Pulp Mech app on your phone. Uh, if you're going to make a purchase through Amazon, click the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. It takes you to Amazon. And go ahead and buy the lube or the, the wheelbarrow or the swings or whatever you need to buy, and we'll get a small chunk of that. And also, too, if you like this kind of stuff, Thursdays, noon, Pacific, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB. Might be right up... Uh, Right up your cup of tea. Uh, so take a listen to that and uh, subscribe to it on iTunes and all that kind of stuff. So got your emails. You got your voicemails. You got the BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs, the X-Brand tear-off questions, race tech emails, NFAB question of the day, and uh, much more. But first, let's uh, let's talk Washugo Berlut. Let's do yeah. it with our own Jason Thomas. JT, welcome to the show. 
What's happening? Your appearance on the show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, the official gear of, of uh, Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, Jimmy Albertson, Adam Entenap, Tyler Entenap, and a whole host of others. 2015 Fly stuff is dropped. FlyRacing.com. Yeah. JT, you're on early tonight. I am, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on the road, so i got a flight later tonight. So. Oh, okay. Up in the schedule a little bit. Yeah, we're changing things around, Berlut. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, exactly. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Come All, right. All yeah. right, JT, before we get started about Washougal, uh, we got 260 emails. It's not including the doubles. The people who send multiple emails, you are not going to win. But uh, I'm going to start weeding you guys out. 260 original emails from last week's show trying to give away a Trey Kennard replica helmet from Fly Racing. Forget if it was the Kinetic or it was the F2 Carbon. I don't remember. But uh, I think it was the Kinetic Pro. Was it? Well, right. well, we did the Kinetic on the Fly Show. Okay. Yeah, so, either, whatever it was. Either I mean, one. There's, there's, Look, uh, if it's a Trey, it's either an F2 or a Kinetic Pro. So. Either, either way, you're getting a cool helmet. Pick a number between two, 1 and 260. Me? Yep. You. Um, 22. <laughs> oh, my God. Shocking. Are you serious? Shocking. <laughs> I, ha- I have the panic button still. <laughs> I know you do. We I, ha- it today. I have the panic button uh, ready to go. All right, let's talk Washugal. Oh, hey, Berlute, yeah. uh, first off, your guy, Weston Pike. Good race for him. I guess. What? I, I can't see the fucking race. <laughs> I swear sorry. to God, dude, sorry. I hated that fucking track. Sorry, bro. You're taking it well. well <laughs> yeah. I know. I, 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 no, seriously, I was really... At the end of the day, I was really upset. I wasn't happy. It was just sucks. I mean, you're there, you know, you spend all this time working on a bike, and you can't even see your guy go around the track. It sucks. Well, you see him uh, for about four seconds. I feel like I'm in a GNCC <laughs> or some shit. Oh, Berlute. <laughs> well, glad to see you're but, here. Well, it's a picturesque track. I will say that. I love that place. Yeah, it's awesome to be there. It's yeah. a great place. Yeah. Are you happy with Weston's results that you didn't see? Um, yeah, they're all right. His starts are killing him. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I really think that I, he could run with, uh, well, I know he's beat, uh, both short and sh- Medi. Yeah. yeah. Medi both, you know, but, uh, he, he, he won't have that chance with, with, with those guys getting the kind of starts they are. You know? Where was he off the start in either moto? I just refresh my mind. I, I think the first moto, he was like 10th, which was good. And mm-hmm. then the second one, 18th, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. What yeah. about, what about some start hook heights? You played with that? Yeah, we have. Played with well, gearing? I got, I got different ones. Played with gearing? We have uh, flywheels, whatever, you know. Okay. And none of it seems to be working. Can't yeah, get up the line. He just, yeah, I don't know if he's late, if he's just late on the drop or what. You know? Yeah, what do you think it is? Late or bike? Um, you know, like he's pop- a big guy. I know he's on a little bit of a disadvantage. We don't, I don't think we have the fastest bike out there. I don't think our bikes are as quite as good as the Yamahas. I mean, wow. We were just talking about that. JT, the Yamaha and the KTMs are, I mean, the, we, we should go back and document this. I should so, say it's fast. I don't say – I think good, our bike yeah. handles well, but right. uh, right. motor-wise, Yamaha's got it. We should go back and uh, Documentation. document the starts. But KTM and Yamaha's have got to have most of the yeah. most of the starts, huh, JT? Yeah, and just from riding, I know they're, you know none of the bikes are production or anywhere close, but just riding the production bikes, you can see how much of an easier battle they have to make an incredibly strong motor. Um, yeah. So – I'm sure I would think that some of it is, you know, I've ridden, I've ridden all the bikes now, and and those two, their engines are just so damn good. You just, you know, that's got to transfer over at some on some level. The, the first, but, uh, what yeah. you guys are racing on. 
The first moto, uh, Brayton got such a jump, he was able to move over five feet and get set for the first turn. Like, he had so much room, he could just move on over. He had a full bike length. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he, uh, he the Yamahas are incredible. And, and Brayton's obviously got confidence, and he's a good starter. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, well, Weston, seventh overall? Uh, sixth. Sixth overall. Yeah. It's no, the, the result's good. Right. Big battle with Shorty and Maddie. Josh Grant missed this weekend, but he's in the mix. Yeah. Big battle for that fifth spot, and maybe fourth if we lose JS7. Uh, but we got a guy coming number three, so we're gonna <laughs> yeah. we're gonna he we're is. gonna get passed by him. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a uh, we, I don't I think Metcalf's out of our range, but we're definitely racing for uh, yeah. f- fifth or sixth. You, obviously, you don't know the inner workings of what's going on. Do you think he stays with you guys next year? I don't know the inner workings. I know, but what do you think? Has he done enough? Um, well, I've. Pickle had a good Supercross season going until he got I hurt. Ju- I just heard rumors that uh, we're uh, spending so much money on one rider that we don't have enough money for two. So <laughs> oh, okay, well, there we go. You. All right. Uh, well, I'm sure you could get someone like JT or somebody. Actually, I, th- I think him or Tickle both would be not a, mm-hmm. bad, a bad person to get. Yeah, you know? either guy yeah. would be solid for sure. Yeah. It would be interesting to see uh, who you guys go with or maybe you go with somebody totally different. Uh, Ryan Dungey was great this weekend. Awesome. He was maybe his best race of the year. I mean, for I'd sure. I'd say so, yeah. Best race in a while. Yeah. I mean, maybe since a couple of years when he when he dominated Millville. Um, like, just crushed everybody over a minute. Yeah, he, he was, was great. It. Yeah, he rode good. Awesome. Uh, what do you think, Berlute? More more surprising to you, Dunge won one or Muscan won one? I'd say Muscan. Yeah? Yeah. Just, yeah. just uh, I know the guy's been bringing it up, but won one and the way he rode, he's awesome. And then his next race is a track that he's won on before. I, I think he's steamrolling right yeah. now. Yeah, he's good at Unadilla. Yeah. JT likes Porcel still to win Unadilla. Fuck, you're kidding me. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> JT, you're, you're not. you second s- in the first moto. <laughs> I know, but how far back? Oh, you can't see the race anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I watched it on TV, though. I didn't, I didn't even see it. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think his chances of winning in a door are as good as they were, but I definitely am not yeah. counting him out yet. But Muskan now needs to jump up there, too, for a, for a Unadilla win possibility. Oh, well, oh, he absolutely. won last, already, he yeah. last year. I mean, Unadilla winner. Yeah, 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 exactly. But didn't he won Unadilla with like a 3 2? Right, I believe yeah, yeah, so. But, but yeah, so, yeah, but still, yeah, but still, he and won. Don't count the Yamaha guys out and bag it. I mean, it's it's. I don't think you can give anybody anything really. But I think the only guy you can count out is Hurlings. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Uh, yeah, Hurlings will not be there, which is a real shame. Fuck, I'm kind of bummed about. I know, that. right? I had money on that deal. You did? Yeah. Well, did you have the I winner? Did you, uh, did you have the winner or the no win? I had him winning both motos. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, not both motos, but the overall. Winning I had the overall. Him winning, yeah. I don't know if I had yeah, money I had on at least a moto. I had him winning too. Um, Berlut, before we get too much into Washugal, the news of the week, last week, the number nine. Yeah, retiring. Hanging it up. Yeah. What do you think? There he goes, Berlut. There yeah, he goes, Berlut. That's sad, you know, past champion. You know, I've worked with him like four years and stuff. I. You know, I commend them. You know, it's. I think it's a time when somebody needs to step out, and there's. I think there's a couple guys out there that probably should. <laughs> there goes your hero. Yeah, I love him, guy. <laughs> oh, Berlut. What? Renard or Tedesco? Who do you rescue no. in a fire? Who do you rescue oh, in a fire? Serious? Canard. I mean, Renard. <laughs> what am I talking about? Hell, I've had a couple. No, I haven't. Um, why do you put me on the spot like that? You. There goes my hero, Berlut. 
Oh. Hey, he's a great guy, dude. Seriously. You don't like him? I do like him. Okay. I tried to get him on the show tonight. Oh, okay. I tried to get him on the show. But, I mean. He's a class act. He, 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 I don't blame him for hanging up at all, though. Past uh, uh, motocross champion, uh, two-time supercross champion, motocross nations champion. I don't blame him for hanging up, though. It wasn't going well. He was just pounding himself into the ground. Like, no, at some, some point, you you know. Some of the comments he said between motos and stuff, and he just you could just see it. And, I, and, and, you know, I hated it. I hate it for McGrath when you're watching him running around in fifth and Supercross. I wish these guys would leave when they left. Carmichael did it right, in my opinion. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, would say, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, he went seven for seven in the Nationals. Yeah. And then just said, see you later. It, it's just sad when you see right. somebody like that that is a past champion. He'd come in and say, you know, I'm getting 12th. And he goes, I used to be a champion. And just, you know, yeah. Tedesco saying that, it's like, wow. Well, he always did, like, and, and he didn't, re- he, I don't feel like he ever readjusted for new goals. Like, Ivan still thought, and look, I'm not banging on him, but he still thought of himself as this, this champion coming in the class. Well, that was 2006. That was a long time ago. And I always feel like these guys could be a, could could benefit from readjusting their priorities and be like, hey, if I go fifth to tenth, I'm a good. Uh, that's good. You know what I mean for my age. For as far as goals, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. for my age, I've been out a year. If you're Ivan Tedesco, you've been out a year. But then again, that's why these guys are maybe champions and why they are. No, I, you know, yeah, they they're winning is what they want to do, I yeah. guess. But you're right. If you got to be real, yeah, right? you got to yeah. you got to be realistic about the whole deal. So yeah. so Berluti is. Ivan Tedesco's last lap in professional motocross will be without a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hope there's some pictures that emerge with that. I never I've never saw seen it. any. No, I JT, haven't have you? You want to go inside my head? I have a real clear <laughs> mental view of it. Somebody said he did a whip off a tabletop or something. Was that you? Huh? Oh, is that right? Uh, it was somewhat. I, I was kind of blocked. I could kind of see it. So I don't have a great picture of that. But I definitely had. A very up close and uh, personal view of the rest of the lap, and my jaw was on the floor watching him, and hoping someone was going to flag him down. Wow, unbelievable! Well, my first thought was he was he was delirious. He was overheated and delirious, which he probably was. But I was scared he was going to hurt himself or do something stupid. Yeah, yeah, shit. That's... Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I'm with you. It could have been. It could have been really. He, I said, I, I, I think I don't know if I say anybody, but I thought about it when I watched him out there. At some point uh, in that moto, he was kind of weaving around the track and standing up, like just putting. And I'm like, that that's he looks done. Like he, look, yeah, he can't even cooked. keep it straight. You know what yeah. I mean? So he got talking to me. The AMA came by right after after the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chewed his ass. Oh yeah, I bet. No doubt about it. Uh, Marvin Muskan, Grant Langston, Daniel Blair, uh, ex privateer guy. He was in, he was a co-host in the studio for a while for a show. And he's got to talk about his, the band, the main event. They're coming back. And uh, Erky Cairo, calling Estonia. Cool. Now, you said Erky's got a hot chick? I, I, unless it's his sister. Yeah. He, she was rooting for him. I, I, I was talking to her while he was out there in the moto. I hope American? Huh? American chick? No. Oh, okay. No, I think she's Estonian. Yeah, for sure. JT, any word on Erky's significant other? No. No, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Cute young blonde. You sure, JT? You haven't seen her? No, I haven't seen her, but he's just following in the steps of Frederick Norrin, apparently. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, really, right? No doubt about it. Um, We're still going to talk a little bit more about uh, Dean Wilson, Christian Craig, Trey Kennard. Um, We got this JS7 thing from Millville. We talked about it on the Race for X podcast a little bit. Berlut, do you know a little bit about this? About what? This JS7 
uh, IV thing at Millville? No, I'm not really familiar with it. I guess uh, from talking to people that I, you know, I can definitely confirm the story. Um, someone, a, a, a lady showed up at Millville, not Washougal, but Millville, saying that she needed a, a pass for the race. She lost her hard card. And in the, in the uh, small chit-chat conversation with the uh, Memex Sports Will Call girl, she mentioned that she was James's nurse and that she gives him his IVs. Wow. Which are illegal until after the race right. for obvious reasons. Uh, now, I've long said they're probably going on in the motorhomes. Yeah. And uh, we all, I think, Berlude, we've talked about it. You, you're in agreement with me, JT. You're in agreement with me. But yep. this lady obviously didn't know anything about it being illegal. Otherwise, she put, put, tried wow. to hide it. Yeah. So MX Sports came in and said, look, you're not coming in with that bag or you're not bringing your bag in here. And I don't know the rest of the story, if she got in or not. James pulled out of the second moto from being dizzy, which if you had an IV, it would help you sure. not be dizzy. So if this lady's hard card is taken away, I don't believe – look, the, the, the MX Sports probably won't do anything. They she have no proof. have a hard card. She's just looking for a credential. No, she had a hard card. She no lost kidding. her credential. She lost her credential. Oh, she lost yeah. it. Yeah, she lost it. Oh, so she'd been around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beginning. No, no. Yeah, she comes all the races. Oh, shit. So <laughs> MX Sports probably won't do anything about this because they have no proof that it was going on. But everyone here knows that James is not just getting him after the race, right? Wow. I mean, no one believes would believe that story. Would they? Well, now I, that rain, you let rain, the cat out of the bag, I don't know. Would Raining Yellow believe it, maybe? Maybe, maybe, maybe Raining Yellow. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, unless, unless she was subpoenaed to testify or whatever, it, it's not going to matter. They're not going to be able to do anything about it, nor will they, just because they can't prove it. Yeah. So. But let's be clear: getting an IV in a hot moto, in a hot uh, moto, in between motos after a hot race would be a massive help. Yeah. Right. Well, and, they, and that's yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw uh, Tim Ferry one time practicing. We were at RC's place in Florida, and he couldn't do all. Remember that JT? Remember we went there? We Oh, yeah. yeah. Three motos. Yeah, as, uh, Ricky's buddy Terry gave him one. Yeah. And he was white and barely m- and mumbling, and then he got an IV, and he was like a new guy. He's like, all right, let's go to Chili's. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it's a huge difference. I've done it many, many times. Right. Because it, honestly, when you had back-to-back nationals, if you were just burnt, you know, like some of the years at Southwick, like Southwick 05, I mean, there, Millville 03, there were years where it was just torture. You yeah. know, you, yeah. you used everything you had and more on that national race day. So the the IV really wasn't about that day. It was about your recovery that following week. You yeah. know, you go from needing to recover Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to feel like a human again. You go get an IV right after the race, and you're ready to go again. You know, Monday night, Tuesday morning, you're ready to start training again. So it's it's a it's a really big advantage. Yeah, you know, one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, we have the JS7 provisional suspension for Adderall that's still going through the motions. And now we have this. It's like, what are you doing? Like, James, is a, I don't know if he's a friend of mine. I consider us professional acquaintances, let's say. We text every now and then or whatever. I've had him on the show. He's a great interview. And I like James. But I would tell him, what the fuck are you doing? Well, What the fuck? On that, on that woman, if she had a hard card, don't you have to say who you're associated with? Yeah, he's associated with James Stewart. You know? I mean, I don't think that's a big deal. No, well, no, there's it, all kinds of crew members that have. Yeah, none, yeah. and Nimic Sports has no idea what any of them, who they are, or what they do. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but they can still, if if that's the case, and she made that comment, they can obviously yes. track back that she's with James Stewart. So yeah. that oh, yeah. there's like a yeah, but they could. Flag. All they would have to say is that she gave them to him after. 
that it was just he doesn't like going to Astros truck. He wanted to do it in his motor home after the races, and they could never prove differently yeah, from that. That's unless, true. Yeah, she testified I mean, or whatever. That will be the comeback. Hey, I do it after the race. Now I don't believe that. Yeah, but no, that, no, but it's an easy out. Yes, absolutely. JT, you ever think about being a lawyer? Uh, I thought about it because I like to argue with someone. <laughs> no, no, I if hear Lecker you. If I was trying a Casey and Steve all the time, I probably would burn out pretty quick. Uh, right. Um, now, the obvious, this, this leads to, like, you know, the, the, the IVs are for safety reasons, and why don't all the guys get IVs? Well, what are you going to do, set up a triage of 40, 40 beds and 40 IV bags? And, and, you know, I mean, what, you can't just do this, so. Well, that's interesting, though. I mean, coming yeah. from JT saying it, how good it makes you feel on oh, yeah, following no. Monday or whatever. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a big difference for sure. I used to, I used to like, actually, even if I felt really bad, I would play it up a little bit when you went in the truck because if you walked in there and act normal and you're just like, oh, yeah, I want an IV, they're like, yeah, you don't really need it. Just just be diligent with your fluids and stuff like that. So I would go in there and like kind of like act a little out of it and loopy and so they'd <laughs> make sure I'd get one. Otherwise, they'd just blow you off and tell you to – to drink water. Well, was there a line so, of you guys in there doing that? Uh, depending on a really hot day, yeah, there would be there would be a few guys in there all getting IVs at the same time. Wow, huh? Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but it's definitely something that you know came up at Washougal and was confirmed. And come on, man. I think they're, they're very uh, they're very careful about it now because obviously with the Josh Lichtel thing. They're not taking any chances now. So if you don't feel well or you're hot or anything, you're getting an IV. Sure. They're not, they're not messing sure. around. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call in. Tell us what you think about this or about Washougal in general or, or maybe uh, uh, yell at JT or, or Berluti about something or whatever. whatever's on your mind, 702-586-7857. So let's take that James Stewart talk and segue into the uh, the NFAB question of the day, uh, um, which we actually I used the guy's Twitter question. But uh, let's do that right now. JGR Toyota NFAB team. Josh Grant, Phil Nicoletti, Justin Brayton. Nicoletti will be at Unadilla to uh, uh, hopefully put in some more stellar rides. And, of course, uh, Brayton hole-shotting both motos. And Josh Grant, bummer for Grant. I didn't see where he went down, but I guess he hit his head pretty good. Sounds like my guy at uh, Redbud. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pass a concussion test, and they were uh, like, "My guy yeah. never got one of those, but oh. he was just a little bit loopy." But yeah, so yeah. he actually physically had to yeah. take one. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he had to take one, and they they said, "No, you're done." Wow. Uh, so uh, at the track or on the trail, the hottest looking, hardest working truck accessories are NFAB step systems and light mounting solutions to bumpers and Jeep gear. NFAB has your cheap trucker SUV covered. Uh, to learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com. And uh, we thank NFAB for uh, coming on tonight and for coming on all year and. Uh, Proud sponsors of Jessica Patterson and uh, many, many other people out there. So um, here's the NFAB question of the day from a at Maker 1970. JS7 is 29, Reed is 32, Short is 32. Who retires first? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the 22. Reed? Yeah. What do you think, JT? I'm going to go with the 7. <laughs> I, I might go with the 7, too. Yeah, I'm, I I don't know. What I think there are Reedy things coming week? down the line that are going to speed that up. What if Yosh says we're done? We're, we you got too much uh, stuff going on. You guys might be on. right. You guys might be. Well, I'm and, surprised and, it so, hasn't happened yet. Okay, so if Yosh says, "Hey, we're done. We got this Adderall thing. We got this IV thing. Um, we're done with you." Who does he ride for? You're right. right. You're right. Yeah. He may not have a ride. Yeah. 
I don't know that Wada will let him ride. Mm-hmm. Or, or that, yeah. No, and then there's that. So, um, yeah, so it should be, uh, you know, should be interesting to see. Reed probably got, what, one more year, JT? Yeah, I think for sure he'll race next year. What happened uh, to him, we'll JT, the second that. moto? He just pulled off. His back's been his back's been jacked up for a few weeks now, and it just got to the point where he couldn't ride. Gotcha. So he's he's just been suffering through it and keeping his mouth shut and trying to ride, but he just got to the point where he had to pull off. Dude, he's always secretive, ain't he? He won't say nothing well, about injuries. I think for him, you know, he's everyone likes it, always is saying that he whines and makes excuses and whatever. So he's been trying to not do that. Gotcha. He's been just yeah. trying to say, I'm, you know, it just didn't work out. I'm not doing great. Whatever. And he hasn't wanted to blame his back, because just because he knows, everyone's like, oh, yeah, here comes another excuse. Are you sick again, or this, or that? Or He just gets sick of people kind of uh, not taking him at his word, so he's just like, oh, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to suck it up and not you, do good and whatever. I, I'm not going to whine about it. You but, think people say that about him or think about that about him? I mean, oh, of course they Really? Do. I mean, they think about I mean, Yeah, I, I hear it. I see it, see it, see tweets about it a lot, oh. um, see, you know. Message board stuff. It's out there. That that opinion is definitely out there that he always has hmm. youth for not doing good. So yeah, there's so many fair weather. He just doesn't. He was just trying to avoid that, and and there's really no reason. He knew what was going on, and it didn't really matter. You know, he just right. wasn't doing good. Right. You know, it's funny is when he's kicking ass and like the beginning of the Supercross, he, they weren't saying that then, were they? That he's making yeah. excuses. Oh yeah, that's, that's my my whole thing with it is there's sucks. everyone when he's not doing well, they all come out of the shadows and you know want to take shots at him, but then when he's when he's, uh, you know, when he's doing well, they kind of cower down and and just keep their mouths shut. So it, it's, you know, and it's part of being a public figure. It doesn't matter so. if you're who you are, really. You're going to have people that don't like you, and Pe- you can do everything right, and people still won't like you. So I think it's just part of it. People don't like me. I was going to oh, say I, that. I Look at Mathis. Part of being popular or a public figure or having any level of fame at all, they're just going to be people that don't like you. That's right. How it works. I'm just going to keep my head down. <laughs> Screw the haters. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that has been the NFAB question of the day. You said Reed, JT, and I said Stu. Yeah, well, then now that you, the way you guys said it, I'm going to have to concur with you then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Um, man. Well, I think I think Shorty maybe only has another year. You think? I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, that guy's, God, he's like the ever ready rabbit. The guy got nine points in the first three motos of the year, and he's he's sixth in the points right now. Yeah, he DNF. I think that he can't keep going. I just don't, you know, how long do you want to go for? That's true. No, that's true. I can see it being Andrew, but I I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know at some point, one of these years, they're all going to be like, okay, that's enough. Well, you know more about him than any of us, I would think. Well, yeah, I mean, I know he has another year on his deal, so. Uh, I think Chad is planning on another year, and and who knows what Stu is doing. So realistically, all of them could be within the next year. Yeah. So uh, Stewie might be forced out, is what you guys are the, saying. Yeah. That is the NFAB question of the n-fab.com. Thanks to those guys. Thanks to Thomas and the guys at NFAB for uh, helping us out with this. And uh, yeah, interesting, inter- interesting uh, talk. Let's go to some phone calls here. Guys have been on hold for a while. Jake, what's up, man? Really good. Hi, Jake. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, I just had a quick question. If uh, if Dungey and Roxon were to tie come Indiana, how would that be broken? After Utah, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Utah. The first tie is Moto wins. It's Moto wins. Yep. Is it Moto wins or overall? I thought it was overall. No, I think I believe it's Moto wins, brother. I want to think it's Moto wins. Yeah. Yeah, the first first tie is Moto wins, and then they, and then if that's tied. Then the number of second places. 
Oh, so, okay. So it would go to Roxon with that. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what happens. You know, there's still three more races left, but um, yeah. So that Roxon definitely leading that. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, Jake. Okay, right on. Thank awesome you. Show. Thanks, thanks for listening. Appreciate it, John. What's happening, John? No, wait, John. Yeah, you there? What up? Not much. So my my question is, with Roxon possibly going to RCH next year, and Dungey training training with Ricky, what's the training situation going to be like for Roxon? You know, the I, you, JT, you can chip in or Berlut, but uh, the the Dungey trains with Ricky angle is not not true. They ride together every now and then. They're they're I mean they're good friends. But Ricky does not train Ryan Dungey. He, ri- he rides at Ricky's ranch yes. or his, his farm. He leases it. I imagine he leases it. Yeah, he it. leases He pays right. to be right. there, yeah. But, and I think Ricky comes out, does some fox shoots, some monster shoots, may ride here and there. Yeah. He's not training Ryan Dungey. No. So. That's, that's what I was understanding, too, is Ricky doesn't really have anything to do with Dungey's program other than that's where he rides, and they ride together every once in a while. Yeah. be more so Genie than Ricky. day-to-day helping or anything like that, there's, like, none. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, John. Thanks for thanks for listening. Right. Thanks for calling. No problem. Appreciate it. All right, uh, let's go to uh, jo- another John. John, what's up? Yeah, crown molding, crown molding, <laughs> crown molding. It was a little nuts. It got a little crazy. All right, John left. John just just uh, Nick. Right. Nick, what's up? Hey, this is Nick. Actually, I'm gonna hit you with some crown molding a little bit too. But first, I want to congratulate you on uh, Ryan Dungey listening to the show. He's obviously taking your advice and mm-hmm. going one one. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Pulpamex. Congrats to you and your new friendship. Thank you. We we are <laughs> bros. I didn't see Ryan this week, and I'm expecting <laughs> the invite to be the best man at his wedding. But I have not. I have not gotten it yet. But Stop it! You're killing. He me. was on our show, Berlu. Yeah, I know. I can't believe that. We blo- We broke. I down. wish I was there on oh, that show. Oh, me and Dunge Dunge go on. is my guy. Oh, dude, he's my guy, guy now, bro. Yeah, I, I oh, think yeah. so. It looks like it. Apparently. Anyways, right. what's sounding what, like the Dunge's back in for motocross nations, right? That's the word I got. I tried to talk to Roger this weekend, but never got a chance to. But I heard that from somebody that would know that Dunge said, uh, yeah, I'm back in. So. Oh, wow. All right, what's up? Okay, well, well hang on I one, one more second. Well. I got one more thing. Off again in Latvia. <laughs> All right, Nick, what's up? All right, I got one more thing. So, obviously, Weege is way smarter than everybody with the word of the day. Mm-hmm. So what if we did something along the lines of, like, a theme of the day where we give him, like, the theme today is Star Wars, and you get a point for every reference you can sneak in, uh, and then we tally up the points and compare them across the season. So hmm. not only are you giving Ryan Star Wars, which is mind-bottling to me. So but what? He's never seen Star Wars, Nick. That's crazy. Oh, what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just, I don't know. But, but we get your with the orangutan that you guys thought made fun of him for. But we get your drift for sure. We understand. I, don't, I mean, I, I mean, don't he's know. He's just so much smarter than us. We have to change the game. Um, yeah, there's been, there's been talk of us, uh, either he, he drops sperm whale or we're out. There's been talk of that. So okay. I'm on board with this cause it's getting too easy. I mean, it was like eight times and it went throughout all of the people yeah. associated with the show. Hey, I don't but, like to be played with. And I feel like he was making a mockery of me. Mm-hmm. Hey, he and, was. and Nick, like also too, the NBC bosses, the producer and these guys, are they sitting in the trailer going, what is going on with the crown molding? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's ballsy, man. It's ballsy. It so. was ballsy. It's like crown molding on the edge of the track. I don't get it, but yeah. we're just going to run with it. Um, 
Okay, well, I'm trying to think of fun things we can do with Weege because this is, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> I agree. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks. See you. I agree. Why can't mocking us with this word of the day? Um, uh, we'll get him. We'll, we'll, we'll figure him out. Let's do uh, take calls on Washougal or X-Brand Teros, Berlut. What do you want to do? Uh, let's do the tear-offs. I'm kind of excited about that All part right. of it. Yeah. All right, let's do it then. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid so fire. close to having like two full calls done and hitting the drop and getting questions up, but I lost the second call. Oh, Not dude. killing it. I almost X brand right goggles, there. the choice of champions everywhere. Pulpum X14 saves you 30% on xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. Some of the top riders in the sport were X brand, and they're, they're usually standing on the top of the podium by the end of the day. Now we sell grips, and now they sell sombreros. So, sombreros? Sombreros. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta get one. Um, so these are the rapid fire X brand questions submitted by Corey Moser, who was sober this weekend, JT. He was like a different guy. It's like how happened. It's like there's Corey, there's Corey Moser, or there's Moser the drunk, and then there's Corey, the yeah. normal guy. Yeah, I like Corey. Yeah, I like Corey too. Did you see him, Bruce? Oh yeah, I hung out with him. Uh, I had a couple cold beers, and he wasn't drinking. I met all of his buddies and stuff. Yeah, I spent yeah. a little bit of time with him. Yeah. They had Pablo Mex themed shirts. Oh, Did you see them on Saturday? On race day. Yeah, yeah that was day. awesome. Jesus, those are. Guys. I love those guys. <laughs> I really do. Well, they love you. They bought you Guinness in the fridge there behind you. So. Oh, you got some in there? Yeah, behind on the left. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering. I was going to, you know, chew right. your ass because you didn't have no Guinness. No, for there's me. Guinness. They're buried deep in there. All right, all right. All right. X brand questions. Uh, let's go. All right, Steve. Yes. Which is a better approach to returning from an injury, uh, Marvin racing himself into shape or Tomac waiting until he was in shape before racing? I've always said it. Wait. Point eight. Just wait, wait, If your contract wait. allows it, then it's good to wait. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. If you're JT and you get paid per race or you're a privateer <laughs> or whatever, then yeah. And then definitely, right? But, uh, yep, so uh, I, wait. Just wait, sit back, and get healthy. So jackasses like me aren't writing, what's wrong with this guy? And that's what I'm saying about Reed. Reed needs to go and get better. That's what I'm saying. All so, right. uh, JT. Ivan Tedesco has officially retired. Who will be the next notable rider to hang up his boots? I think we just kind of covered that. So, um, yeah, I think of those three, those are pretty likely candidates. So I'm going to go with uh, I'll go with Stewart. All right. Mm-hmm. Next question. Oh, actually, I'm going to go with Bill Poto. I'm going to go with Bill Poto. Oh. <laughs> Do you I know, know that's cheating a little bit, but I think he will be the next guy. Have you talked to anybody, Berlut, about RV and anything? You heard anything? No, no. I haven't heard anything. All right. I'm still, it's still a mystery I got to me. Some, I got some pretty strong confirmations that he's done this weekend. Yeah, Fuck, really? yeah I, I think so, that too. That sucks. Hmm. Yeah, well. He from, people, he, from people that would know, they were hey, pretty sure that he was done. Berlut, you talk about RC going on top. Going out on top. That's true. That's what he's going to yeah, do. Absolutely. He's going to go out on top. I, I got it. Yeah. Timmy went out on top, too. Yeah. On top uh, of what? No, the no. box van? <laughs> what? <laughs> top of the Asterix medical truck <laughs> with a broken heel. I went out on the bottom, but I was always down there, so it really didn't change. It was just kind of, you're right. always Come on, on the JT, don't sell yourself short. Now, you start on the bottom, now we're here, but that here is still on the bottom, so you might as well <laughs> right, just fail right. whenever you're ready. Still, come on, on the stop it. Started you would have never got 40th in a moto. Started on the bottom, now we're here, still on the bottom. I don't know, JT did good enough to earn himself into a couple video games. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, there we go. I mean, if that's yeah. dude, he kicked my ass on a live yesterday. All right, let's. let's... Hey, that, that's the move. If it's like for me, like you know, some people come over. You're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm playing this game. Oh, who? Oh, that's. I'm on this game. Damn it! And then you turn it off, and then everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah. where am I right now? <laughs> All right, Berluti. Yes. Uh, which team do you think spends the most money on their bikes? Uh, at this point, I'm going to say Honda. I, I they still got the trickish stuff. Yeah. They do. I mean, I know it's been. They, you they know, still they, have more resources than anybody. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's uh, a dynasty. Gibbs, since you refuse to talk into the mic, I've just turned your gain up. Okay. So just, I, heard, I can hear myself now. I'm gonna try to turn your gain up, so now you sound better. All cool. right. Next question. You can teach me about what gain is after the right. Commercial. I have no snare in my headphones. All right, All right uh, Steve. No wait. You can ask JT. No. My turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which team has provided the best lunch uh, this outdoor season? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It's been rough, man. I don't have a lot of time to eat. I know it's unbelievable. You guys aren't going to believe that, but I usually don't eat. I just grab a banana or something or Come whatever. Come by on Friday. Be rabbit. Our, our uh, truck driver makes a really good fajita. Dude, I am not coming by on Friday driving up to the track on okay, Friday. Well, you know, I'm not going to yeah, do that. Well, then you're not going to get his fajitas. Okay, well, then, right. uh, it's been rough, man. Uh, I've eaten the Parts Unlimited lunch a few times. Uh, some Bubba Burgers. Um, I know. I know somebody's going to give me crap because I probably probably ate something good at their truck. But Big B still make those pizzas? No, no, oh. he hasn't made pizza forever. They oh. just run the Parts Unlimited lunch. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. yeah, it's been been one of those things, man. Been a rough summer that way. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, JT. Besides Redbud, which national has the best Amateurville party in the pits? It's not Washougal. I'll tell you that because. You can't get alcohol in there. You can't do anything. So it's not Washougal. Um, good question. I've heard the Millville one's really good. Um, yeah. Mount Morris isn't good anymore because, you know, there, there's all these alcohol restrictions on all these races now. So. Well, I think a lot of people were uh, turning over, overturning cop cars and things like that. Oh, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying it wasn't warranted. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely taking a toll on the, the good time on the weekend. But the, I'm going to have to go with Millville. Behind, I mean, Redbud is far and away. The biggest party of the year. It's not even close. Unadilla right? used Bud, to be. And then there's 11 other races. Right. But Ber- if you had to pick one, I would guess what pick Millville. Berluti, Unadilla used to be pretty good. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. The, that was uh, before my time. but. Well, yeah, you've seen it. Couch burners and all that shit. Yeah, that was crazy stuff. Would, you stay, at the, would you stay in a box fan at, for Nationals ever? No. You never would? Never. I never have. Really? I did no, that. I, I should have. I did that I a few times. Have. On, like, long drives in the morning to the... To the track, or remember, we used to have to wait in line. Oh yeah, so get I, up at five in the morning. Right. Yeah. So I would just be like, "Screw it, I got a good spot. I'm, that's I'm awesome. not leaving. Really? I would sleep in a box van. That that that's a way to go. Then I can't believe yeah. you never did that. I never did it. You're not hardcore, Berlu. Like I, I was. wish I would have. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. And I'm telling you, Washougal, don't kid yourself. That place is bitching. And guess what? Your boy Mosier and his boys. Mm-hmm. Well, not Mosier, but. They looked like the Unabombers. They had shit. They had shit duct taped to them. <laughs> they alcohol. Did. They did. So people are getting alcohol in there, and I went and checked out a couple pits, mm-hmm. and they were partying. Yeah. So, JT, you cruised around. Was it Washougal? Yeah, that was on Friday night. There was literally nothing going on. Oh, okay. All right. Really? Yeah. 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 Saturday night may be a different story, but Friday night it was dead. At no, some point, Friday night really is what I'm talking about. On some point at Friday night, a uh, security guard wanted to kick JT and Chad Reed out of the race. 
They for, weren't even racing. Yeah, yet. for cruising around in a, cruising in a in a mule. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you're out. You're out of here. Get you're off the premises. And it's like and we're you, like no, we're no, we're not. <laughs> no, yeah, you guys are gone. We're like no, we're not. <laughs> no, this when, guy, they, this, when they called yeah. people to actually kick us out, then they got told that they were going to get kicked out if they kept it up. <laughs> what were you guys doing? Nothing. Just driving around in the mule, which they said we're not allowed to have a private vehicle. And we're like. Oh, well, it's not a private weird. vehicle, and we, we literally were driving around with Ryan Huffman like five minutes before, who <laughs> people don't know his That's dad funny. is the owner back, and therefore Ryan's yeah. owner. So we knew we were fine, like no big yeah. deal, and we yeah. weren't even, obviously we weren't drinking or anything, so we weren't causing a problem, uh, but yeah, these guys were, yeah, hardcore. <laughs> and then they found us later and apologized because I think they got yelled at, but yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, Chad Reed's not, unable to race today, folks. Uh, he got kicked out for cruising around in his rhino. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I can understand That's if we funny. were causing a, oh, of course. Like, havoc or anything, but yeah. we weren't. I mean, we were literally driving around kind of uh, bewildered at how mellow it was because there was nothing going on. Yeah. Hmm. All right, next question. All right, Billy. Uh, if you could work with any other current rider other than riders you've previously, previously wrenched for, who would it be? Uh, Kenny Roxon. <laughs> oh, jeez, Berlute. Just rubbing that in. Just rubbing it in. Rubbing what in? Kenny Roxon. I think he's riding for RCH next year. Oh, I don't know. I oh, just, you don't? Okay. Oh, I, I, that's what I hear. I don't know. All right, next question. All right, Steve. Uh, what is the best and worst part about having Pookie at the races? The best part is just she's there and she's uplifting my spirits. The worst part is um, there's no worst part. There's nothing at all. It's no. awesome to have your wife at the races. It's fantastic. <laughs> Bullshit. What, Berlue? What? I didn't. You just said bullshit. I didn't say nothing. Uh, I'm happy that you feel that way. She actually seemed like she was in a really good mood this week. Well, yeah, she was. She was back yeah, at the Nationals, bro. She was bro. looking good, and she looked happy. And she Except was... at some point after the race, one of Moser's buddies was wearing her shirt, Uh-oh. and she was wearing his. And I'm like, uh... what happened? <laughs> I'm like, is my... Is, was my wife topless at any part? Is this a f- like Vegas all over again? Four days and she was I gone or what? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> topless. T-O-P-L-E-S-S. Topless. Okay. All right, JT. Uh, try, to, try and list all the job positions that James Stewart has in his entourage. Oh, I don't know any of them. I know they had a nurse. <laughs> they got they got a nurse. Just, just figured that one out. They got a gear guy. They got uh, a trainer. They have a. I know oh, Rado a is one. a man friend. Uh, Roger is his gear guy, brand manager, something like that. Uh, Greg is some sort of PR manager, hype man. I think he's a hype man. <laughs> like, look. I just stand, he just stands behind James. And goes yeah, yeah. Like the old name of the album. And stuff. Is that the old, old Alpine Star? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's actually a great guy, by the way. Good guy, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, he's a super guy. Uh, and I, I don't really know. I, you know, there, he has a lot of people around him, and I think all these guys do to a certain extent. But I think the the thing about it is you try to get people around you that you actually trust because this industry is full of people that are around you for the wrong reasons. So I can understand that for sure, but I don't know what they do or if they're even paid to be there or anything like that. Yeah, Chad has – hey, Chad has uh, three or four guys. No, I think everybody does. Yeah. You know, uh, Ricky did, Chad does, James does. Right. You know, RV has has people there. I mean, it's it's normal. Right. right. Driven to work. <laughs> uh, random fans, have I driven to the airport? Where does that it come would have from? to be one. What happened? Mosier. Mosier. Dro- Mosier uh, I drove what? Mosier's buddy to the airport this week. You did? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the circle Good is Good guy. Good guy. Cir- that was fun. The he, circle is complete. He needed a ride. 
and I had no problem with that. Man, Mosher's living the dream as a super fan. He's oh, doing it. Dude, that Woody is unbelievable. I love that car. <laughs> Do you Berlo- see that? He loves Mosher. No, Berlo- I've seen it. Oh, I've yeah. seen it. We got uh, that on tape. Berluti loves Mosher's Woody. Woody. Uh, <laughs> Paul Bomek Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Marvin Muscan, Grant Langston, Daniel Blair, and Erky Caro. All coming up on the show. Uh, let's get some. Nathan, what's happening? Thanks for calling the show. What's up, Nate? Hello? Nate. Yeah, uh, my first question is, what do you think is a big change on the Yamaha this year and why they're doing so good? 250Fs or 450s? 250Fs. It's a brand new bike, Nate. It's got a new frame, a new motor. Everything's brand new. Yeah. Fuel injection. Oh. Fuel injection. It's uh, four valve. It, the thing's all new, and it's obviously working pretty good. Motor design. Okay. Yep. And what else, Nate? Uh, have you heard anything about uh, the Troy Lee Lucas Oil teams changing bikes? Yes, I've heard. Uh, going to KTM. Okay, yes, yep. that's what I heard. Yeah, for next year. Wow, Nate, sounds like you're pretty plugged in. Yeah, and Jimmy Alverson, why did he change to KTM? He uh, he was buying his bikes, and he got a really good deal from, uh, uh, I forget the dealer's name, I always do. Sirdikes. Sirdikes. uh KTM uh, gave him some bikes and helped him out a lot more, and he, and he seems to be happier with the orange bike than he was with the Honda. But it really was just he couldn't afford to keep buying bikes, and KTM, Sirdike, was giving him free KTM. So. Sounds good. All right, bud. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Bye. Right, thank you. Nate's what a nice gentleman. Yeah, Nate's Scoop's little brother nice right there. Man. Who's? Scoops. Remember Scoops? No. Oh. Uh, Scott, what's up, man? It's Mike. Scott left. Oh, Mike. Hey, what's up? What up, Mike? Hey, question about uh, the seventies or more of a statement or a comment. Before you get started, uh, thirty-six ended up twenty-fifth, I think. Ended up passing his brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. That's an awesome job by him. Also, we guys were talking about the big party at Red Bud. Do you guys know anything about Chad Reed and uh, Lappy till about two? Friday night. Uh, Red Bud, Chad Reed partying? Yeah. No, I, I don't know anything about that. I really don't. You guys, my buddy uh, was out there partying with him until about 2 o'clock in the morning in Lot B. <laughs> oh, God bless Chad Reed. He's got a bad back, so he's going to make sure he enjoys the Nationals. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. It's, it's good for his back. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. guys, awesome show. Uh, Thank you. Listen to it all the time. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Shane. What's up, man? Nothing much. How's it going? Good. Thanks for listening. What's your question? Uh, I had a quick question for you, actually. It was, uh, what do you use to record the interviews at the race? Because the sound quality sounds so good on it compared to, like, an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Wygant tells me that his iPhone's just as good. So, yeah, I've seen him doing it with an iPhone before. Yeah, so but, he can he can yeah. suck it. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> quality. I can, I can, audio quality, Shane, is a constant search for, for, for perfection for me. It's a. Uh, this is never going to be able to retire, even when he's 90 years old, because of the audio perfection he seeks. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's, my, it's my torture and my gift. Uh, it's Do you called, use like an actual recorder? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, oh, I used to use a Zoom. The brand name is Zoom H4, and yeah. now I upgraded to a Zoom H6. But they're both, you know, basically. 
they're both basically they're basically good for recording music for bands and for podcasts, and they're really good quality. You could use it as a mixer. It's sort of a mini mixer in a way. And uh, um, if I do a live Pulpamex show on the road, I'll use that thing to be my mixer. So it's 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 a four hundred dollar piece of equipment, Shane. So wow. it's no joke. Yeah, I mean, wow. But uh, but that's what I want to do because I, I I just enjoy putting interviews up just raw right from the race. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's why you're the Pulpamex show. Yeah. yeah. I love your comments on Vital. It just you know, just a little one word comments that stir things up a little bit. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. No, no, no me. JT. Oh, JT. I don't really try to stir things up. It's just some things on there are just. So wrong and so off base. <laughs> yeah. You gotta stay off it, bro. You do. I know you yell at me all the time, but I I can't handle it. I just hate it. Like people are so wrong. Yeah. People are so wrong. Pretty, uh, pretty stupid stuff on me. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks, Shane. Uh, no problem. Thank you. All right, Zoom H4, Zoom H6. If you want to uh, get the same equipment that I use, uh, Stephen, what's up? Thanks for calling, Stephen. Um, I have a question. Yep. What is it? Um, who do you think's had the more disappointing lights career, Blake Baggett or Dean Wilson? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know if any of them would be disappointing, though, because they both have national championships. Dean's got eight or nine Supercross wins. Baggett's got about four or five. I mean, I don't know if I'd say disappointing. I, maybe um, the most star-crossed? I, I don't know. That's a good question. It is a good question. Yeah. What do you think, JT? Careers? Yeah. I don't think either one of them have anything to be disappointed about. And, and the crazy thing is neither one of them are even close to done. Dean's 22 years old. You know, it's, you guys have lots and lots of racing left to write the story. So yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at how successful they've been. Even all the troubles you, you want to talk about, look how much positive they've, they've had. So, uh, yeah. I yeah, Stephen, we're not. anything to, to worry about or hang their head about. Stephen, we're, yeah, not down, sure. we're not down with the disappointing word. You know? But I know what you mean. Okay, let's say who's had the better one then. Hmm, I say Dean. No, I think they're pretty even. I think mm-hmm. you can make a case for it because Baggett had more success outdoors. I think absolutely as a grand total, but Dean's had far more indoor success. So for sure, I think there's there's a lot to be left. Like I said earlier, there's a lot to be left uh, to the story. Okay, a lot let, more racing to be done. Let me ask you this, Berlute. Who do you take if you had to start a team tomorrow? Which guy do you take? They're making the same money. Everything's the same. We're talking both outdoor supercross. Any, yeah, the whole season. Okay, um, which, which who do you pick? Two fifty class. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Baggett. Four fifty class. Uh, I have never seen Baggett on a four fifty, so I'm gonna go Wilson. Mm-hmm. What do you think, JT? Who do you pick? I would take uh, I would take Keen and both, just because supercross is. There's so much more money involved with sponsorship uh, and all the things that go along with the importance of Supercross. I take Dean, too. I mean, Dean Dean won races. Even though his year was that bad, he still won races this year. Yeah. Supercross. All right. Thanks, Steven. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if disappointing was the right word, but Steven didn't really mean and that. Baggett, Baggett won Daytona, too, so I guess it's not totally fair, but mm-hmm. I just think D, I think in Supercross, Dean's ceiling is much higher than Blake. Yeah. Uh, is this creep? he's got to get it back as far as I'm concerned Dean yeah yeah. JT I thought he'd be a little better uh, by now I don't know if he's going to po- make I'm a podium I'm not talking about outdoors oh I'm talking about in general he has what has he done in in in, in you know even in Supercross he won races this year 
How many? One or something? I uh, should have won two. His bike crapped out on him the last lap. No. Um, yeah, at Oakland. I'm joking. I'll just say, yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, in, in the 450 class, he was pretty damn good. He obviously kind of fell apart in some of those races, but I don't think anyone could argue with speed. So. No, he's heat. Well, he, didn't he, he set number? Promise, didn't so. he set the fastest lap time at one race? At one Supercross? Uh, a couple of them. Yeah. 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 That was impressive. Uh, is this Creeper? Yes, this is Creeper. What's up, Creeper? Hey man, uh, dude. One time, like maybe like a year or two ago, yeah, like this dude from South Carolina called in and he was like trying to advertise his track, and you like shut him down. And like, I just thought that was fucked up, you know. Like Ooh. you're kind of like hurting the sport in that what in that like aspect, you know. I'm ruining the sport. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember promoting riding places, and like that's just more proof that you're part of like motocross Illuminati, you know, like by like promoting four strokes and always talking shit on two strokes. Oh yeah. Like, you're definitely wow. part of the problem. Yeah, I am. I'm a bastard, Steve. Uh, I am. I know. I need to stop that. I need to stop. <laughs> like, you're you're oppressing the motocross 99% by with your like elitist views. Well, you're like the Fox News of like who's, the motocross uh, world. Who's listening to this shit anyways, though, Creeper? Like nobody cares about my opinion. Plenty of people do that like have no lives other than reading Vital MX and other motocross websites. Yeah, we're out there. I'm. I'm not going to go along with that. I think Steve does a lot to promote the sport, so I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to take the other side. Creeper, I'm going to have to be on Steve's side for once. For once, I only do it once every six months or so. <laughs> Creeper, I give a lot of interviews to a lot of riders, like a platform for people to hear about their stories. I'm doing Erky Cairo. Money to privateers. You yeah, do a lot for a lot of people. So I don't. Yeah, I saw the privateer poll thing. Like, right, Creeper. That kid, that kid from Seattle, Tevin Tapia. He should not be on that list. Fuck Why? That kid. Why? He's just a douche nozzle. Well, dude, it's like, just because, I mean. If anything, like, that, the kid that comes on here, the uh, Adam Internet, like, he should be on that list, not that kid. Uh, Internet's been on it. He's won it before. So we already don't, won, yeah. We, I, I, we don't put I don't people know. on who already won. But ta- what did Tapia do? Did he steal a chick from you? Like, I, I don't understand. Nah, nah. I just, like, I heard some stories about him just pulling some, like, you know, sketchy shit. Like, taking wow. out, like, you know, people that were just, like, out of track and stuff, like. You know, nah, it's I have happy pretty as... reputable sources that, you know, told me, like, right. some of the stuff he's pulled. Well, yeah, I'm not from Seattle or anything, yeah. but... But Creeper, like, I can't I can't put not put Tappy on because he took out some local guys at a race one time that I don't know nothing about, you know? I'm sure everybody's got some skeletons in their closet, like Erky Cairo, probably. Who knows, <laughs> maybe... extensive jeans in my closet. Yeah, man. you do. Erky's probably ripped off... Erky could have ripped off a bank heist in Estonia. I don't know, you know? Hey, Tapia did but good the second one. Like, you know, told like that dude with the track not to like call in. Like you should have promoted his track. Okay, well, if the dude from South Carolina is listening, wants to promote his track, let me know. We have that Chris guy who promotes Durhamtown. We let him talk about Durhamtown. Yeah, but you that like he pays cool. you probably. No, he doesn't. He doesn't pay me. Word. Come. All right, man. See a creeper. All right. All right, that's creeper, everybody. Hey, so Tappy, I got. Let me let me have yeah. a real quick story yeah. about him. Yeah. Second moto, we were lined up next to him. Uh, uh, Pike was lined up next to him, and mm-hmm. uh, he didn't have his hats off device. Yep. Old Tooley pulled him off the line. Pulled him off the line. Start took off, and he he left. Apparently, the guy you know pulled one out of his backpack, his mechanic, and yeah. threw one in there or something, and. About 30 seconds later, he took off, and he managed to make it to 20th. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm always like, like Jake Cannon, I got pulled off the line at a Supercross, too, for not having one in. Yeah. And I'm always like, 
Come on, bro. Why didn't you have it? Yeah, in that's your you're a professional yeah. motocross racer. You're racing for money. You're a professional. Yeah. Make sure you got your stupid hats in device in. Yeah. You know? I got I got pulled off the line. I forgot mine one time, but I crashed in my heat race and broke my visor. So we were scrambling to get the bike fixed and I'm trying to get you know, get myself, you know, sorted like mentally and get it all together and I went down there with my other helmet while I didn't switch my hats off device to the other helmet. So I, yeah, it was full pandemonium trying to get it together. Yeah, right, I only but, had one, so. Right. I did you, see, I did you get it happens for sure. Did you take off at the right time? Yeah, yeah, I had to have uh, my mechanic or truck driver or somebody, like, you know, run basically full sprint to go grab it. All right. Uh, hey, we got some calls still on hold. We're going to go to commercial. We're going to come back with Marvin Muscan. We'll get to your calls eventually here, JT. We'll, we'll uh, touch base with you in a little bit. And okay. uh, uh, we'll get you back on. Pulp and Mexico presented by BTOsports.com. Listen to this commercial. Support our sponsor. Sponsor deals on PulpandMexico.com. You can get uh, deals on just about anything we have. Uh, thanks to Vortex for giving away some, um, some uh, tickets to Unadilla. We're going to give away some X-Brand goggles. And, of course, uh, all of our other guys. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, 
Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. GTV or products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Oh. 
Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, you know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Everybody, Pulp Mech Show. Listen to BTOsports.com. Some Matthew Good for you. Everything is automatic. Fantastic artist. Canadian also. Berluti, I'm not sure about your your second commercial music. Yeah? We might have a ride on our hands. Well, I, I hope I don't turn your fans away, but you know, some you got some old fans, dude. I think you got some. Okay. Old, right. Yeah, I know some some older guys that listen to your show. Believe it or not, okay. Steve. Hey, speaking of listening to the show, sweet Jesus, uh, there's a lot of people watch Hugo. Holy mackerel! Yeah. I don't know about you, but man, I got photos and and and, and people weren't stopping me and telling me how awesome stuff is and the great show and. So what are you really popular on the? It, on, I don't on the know. North, Northwest. There's a lot of what? weed smoking going on up there. Maybe that's it. No, I don't no, know. No, no. They were just coming out in droves. I agree with you. There's yeah. a ton of them. Right. That felt, thanks it was everybody. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Yeah. Really appreciate it. And um, just because 
we do that. We may have a show next week. We're supposed to be off, but we may have a show next week. Wow. So, wow. That's what we do for you, people. Um, hey, uh, let's go right now. The sixth caller wins a set of X-Brand goggles. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Wins a pair of X-Brand goggles. Number six caller right now. 702-586-7857. Call in, bro. We'll give away some goggles. Coming up with Marvin Muskin, the guy who just dominated Washugal on the Red Bull KTM. And uh, his appearance on the show is going to be brought to you by Vortex, the leader in making top-quality racing components. Uh, they're, they're a proud supporter of ours starting this year, and they're going big this year. The products you get from Vortex are made with the best materials, the tightest tolerances, because Vortex is owned and operated by guys just like you and me, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. A thousand different gear choices suit your needs, as well as uh, the sprockets. They got a V3 motocross handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. VortexRacing.com. Jake at Vortex. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com, and he will give you 40% off Vortex. Berluti, W Wheels. You know who uses W Wheels? Uh, just about everybody. Okay, besides Ryan Dungey and Ken Roxon, who both won this weekend. Yeah. I mean, sorry, who went one and one and three. Besides Marvin Muskan okay. and Ryan Dungey, who won yeah. this weekend. One and one, yeah. Uh, uh, besides Colton Fasciati and Kevin Benoit, who are winning, leading the points in Canada. Benoit. That's, that's, Kevin Benoit, that's Canadian That's how you guy. say that. Yeah. They're both leading the points in Canada. Yeah. Besides those two guys. Wow. Besides half the privateers in the pits, or three-quarters of the privateers in the pits, Robbie Renard uses W. You know what? What? <laughs> That's funny. Steve, or Steve, John sent me pictures of uh, wheels he was sending oh, to Robbie did? this year. Robbie Renard. He's going to kick ass on them wheels, too, Well, dog. you know he is because, you <laughs> well, know, you love him. Is Ferry so. going to be there? No. See? And luckily for him. Well, of course he's not after he got his ass kicked by Renard. <laughs> okay, you know what, Berlute? <laughs> what? You know where the door is. All right, we'll I'll see, see you later, later, Steve. We will see you later, asshole. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Bowers, Ronnie Renner, uh, choose Vortex. James Stewart runs Vortex Sprockets on the Yoshimura Suzuki team, and uh, they're happy to present uh, Marvin Muskin uh, coming up on the line. And like I said, we got our caller. We got our winner for X-Brand. Yeah, his name is Patrick Muxlow. All right. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for uh, calling in. You get a pair of X-Brand goggles. Uh, Devin's going to get your information. W Wheels, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAP Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix and Guts Racing. Hey, Jeff from 810 Solutions is at Loretta's right now. He's got Rhino Global Products, uh, among other things, and uh, so search him out. Well, he's hey, out there, huh? The number 810solutions.com. Wow. Jeff is his name. And uh, if you need some supplements down there at the French, uh, set, find them. Figure it out. Uh, Tomac, Reed, Rocks, and these type of guys, they all run um, uh, uh, Rhino Global products. So, And 810 Solutions is the official southeast distributor for um, that. And Acherbys, of course, founded uh, way back in the day by Franco Acherbys. Acherbys, official plastic of the Red Bull KTM guys, Chad Reed, many others. they got a bike builder online where you plug in your bike balloon, pick your color, and of course, they got the Dayglow. So I don't know if it's Dayglow, but Flow Green, Flow Orange, that Albertson and runs on his KTM and Reed runs on the Cali. I love that stuff. So Cherbies.com. Uh, Follow them on Instagram and uh, social media at Cherbies USA. We thank those guys for coming on board with us, and we thank you guys for listening as usual. Like I said, we got some calls on the on the phone. We're going to get to those in a little bit, um, and uh, um, also we're going to get to uh, still give away three pairs of tickets to Unadilla. Coming up, uh, courtesy of Vortex, we've given away the X-Brand goggles. 
Email number 22 will win the fly racing helmet from last week. So, Berlut, you flew in today? Uh, yeah, I flew in. So you built your bike all day yesterday? Uh, yeah, I left uh, this afternoon and got here just here. for this show. Dude. Oh, fantastic. Steve, I, I, you know. What do you, is your bike now, is your bike ready, do is your bike you, ready to go for Unadilla, or do you have to, anything to do when you land in, in New York? Nah, it's, it's pretty much ready to go. I mean, I'll put some, uh, the data logger. Yeah. Other than that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I notice a lot of times when I see you in the mornings, and this maybe I'm going to get you on a rant here, I don't know. You got your suspension off a lot of times. What are you guys? Uh, why? What's going on with suspension? Where no, you're not I, quite? I, I pulled a fork off so that we we always because it's their air forks. Yeah. So we set the air every race before every every time before the race. Oh really? So I pull that off and then we just make sure that the air oh, settings I didn't, I didn't are perfect. Know that. And you can't do that on the bike. Or you just? Uh, I mean, I don't know the air fork how the thing works. Yeah, okay. you can. Uh, our uh, but Kaipo prefers not to, so I take it off for him. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, I was always wondering if if uh, if what the deal is there because yeah, you got your. I'm, or I was thinking like Weston's testing on Thursday. Yeah, and he has some new spec, so you put it on for for um for for the for the thing. No, uh, it's it's more. Uh, you know, regardless whether on or off the bike, we, we uh, set the setting, set the air setting before he goes out. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, uh, let's not let our guest wait any while longer. He had perhaps his finest uh, a race in America since he's come over. Two-time world champion, the winner of Washugal, and uh, maybe, just maybe, Berlut, the winner of Unadilla. Marvin Muskin, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks for coming on. appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah, no worries. Uh, we were just talking, you rode so great at Washugal. Your first win came at Unadilla, and you ride good there, too. And Man, you may just go 1-1 again in, in New York. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the goal now, you know. Uh, I felt so good this weekend, and, uh, you know, to be able to to pass those guys, pretty much all those guys, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I'm talking about the, the leaders of the championship. I mean, except uh, Cooper Webb, I passed uh, Purcell, mm-hmm. I passed Baggett. I, in, in the second motto, I passed Martin mm-hmm. so and Bogle, so yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, what a race, man! And, and like, like I told you after the race, the biggest problem is now people are going to go, "Why can't you go one one all the time, Marvin?" <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> right, it's a nice problem to have. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for uh, moving Marvin, the Marv attack, Marvin Moscan. Uh, give us a call here and uh, ask him a question. So, right from the first practice, you were 1.7 seconds faster than anybody at the end of the day that in qualifying. Much? Yeah. Wow. It's just, you just love Washugal, don't you? You just love the place. Well, you know what? Actually, before the, before the weekend, I think I told you that already after the race. Uh, before the weekend, you know, I was not expecting to uh, to, to win that easily uh, for sure, but I mean, you know, it's not a track like like uh, Millville or Bats Creek. Or it, I, I thought it was going to be really hard to to make difference, you know, mm-hmm. in between riders. But but actually, man, I was yeah, I was one second point five faster. So um, I was really uh, really impressed, and I mean, I was uh, I yeah. was really happy. I mean, I really liked that 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 track in the morning. You know, uh, mm-hmm. from the rain in the week. Uh, it was great. Nice lines. Uh, yep. A little sketchy with the shadows, especially in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it ended up really well. Um, a little bit of a slow start for you. You missed Supercross. You tore your ACL. 
Uh, you missed Supercross this year. You definitely would have been a title contender indoors. Uh, and you came into Glen Helen a little bit behind the eight ball. And then I guess you hurt your shoulder in, in practice. So have you been a little frustrated that you haven't been able to, you know, be Washugal ready like you were in the earlier rounds, or is it just sort of a building thing? Oh yeah, that, that's for sure, you know. But that's that's the past, and we we cannot change that. And uh, <laughs> I just uh, I knew I knew it was going to be tough, and it was even more tough with uh, that injury on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. It was not that bad, but but it was uh, it was hurting me uh, on the shoulder and bothering me to to train and, and to ride at first but uh mm-hmm. but man i mean i mean i tried my best and uh yeah it, it was really really hard and but i knew it and I, I just wanted to get better and better every races and uh and it looks like right now i'm i'm getting a lot better and uh i'm really close to, to being at 100 percent even if my, you know mm-hmm. my knee hurts uh after after a race day but yeah. on the track obviously i mean on the bike right now uh, i'm feeling really really well yeah, so so the knee still bugs you a little bit, huh? Still not quite um, there. That's yeah. Well, that's the first, second time that I told my ACL. Right. So so the second uh, inj- uh, surgery on it. Uh, so it, the second surgery was even bigger than the first one because mm-hmm. my surgeon really wanted to make it really strong. So yeah, I had two scars on on the knee. So mm-hmm. it was really tough come back and and get the the strength back to to get the full range of motion also and I still don't touch uh like my bed with my with my with my foot you know yeah, like yeah. I can't yeah. bend my knee all the way so <laughs> right. it's kind of kind of scary you know if you crash <laughs> or something and 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 I land on my on my feet and I have to to bend my knee all the way that yeah. That's gonna that's gonna hurt, but <laughs> but I just uh, I still working on it with uh, with Dr. G and still do some therapy on it and uh, but mm-hmm. but but it, it it's strong, so that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I was at Bercy the first one you did when you just dabbed your foot just that one little bit. You jumped a little too far on that thing and dabbed your foot and ouch, you know. So um, uh, what about uh, so at, at at times in nationals at the beginning of the season. When you're getting sevenths and eights and ninths, were you? Did you know you could get back to winning races, or were you sort of unsure? Did you think it would take you longer, or were you getting frustrated, or, or what was it like in the beginning well, of the nationals? Yeah, it, it was really hard. I mean, those guys out front were, were they were way faster than me. I mean, it was like like <laughs> three seconds or even more sometimes during the models. So right. I think it was more uh, the, the the confidence and the. The technique that, that I was not uh, using, you know, when I was mm-hmm. riding, and uh, when you don't feel right, you don't. I mean, you, you're not you're not yourself, and uh, and and you're not you, you're not doing good with the bike, you know. So it's, mm-hmm. it's it's been really tough, and obviously right now I'm I'm a lot more confident uh, on the bike, and we've been working also on the bike, so everything yep. is is uh, going better and better. So. There's so many things that uh, that uh, you have to be to be good at, and, uh, and then at the end, you know, uh, when you get better, uh, you feel mm-hmm. you feel better, and it's uh, there's so many things, you know. Berludi, can you believe that this guy didn't get picked for the French Nations team? Yeah, I don't get I don't get that whole thing really. That. I don't think Marvin does either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. You know what? Actually, I do. I mean. Last year was my best year in the U.S. I mean, I, I came so close to the mm-hmm. to win the Supercross Championship, and I had some good races outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Supercross Outdoors, I won six races, and they didn't pick me for the Miracles of Nations. So this year I didn't race Supercross, and the first rounds of Outdoors were not really good, and my resu- results were not so good. And now, obviously, I'm doing better, but they already uh, mm-hmm. picked the, the riders for the team, for the French team, so I'm not surprised they didn't pick me. Well, I, I, I'm surprised. I, I'm not surprised either. I mean, I... I talked to you a couple of weeks ago about uh, Pichon and stuff, but he was telling me how screwed up the French Federation is. And Pichon and just, was, yeah, yeah, and how 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 you know it's weird. I mean, I don't know who who picks them. You know, I don't I don't know who picks you guys, but uh, yeah. Do you think it has something to do with you being coming to America and they want to keep the French guys that that stay well, there? I, I think so. I mean. I don't know, because, I mean, when, when Paul used to race uh, here, the, the two years he raced here, um, I remember the, 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 the French uh, uh, the French guy, um, Olivier Robert, the, the guy who picked the, the, the French team, he, uh, he actually uh, he flew here to, to the U.S. And, for, and then he stayed for like two or three races to talk to Christophe and watch Christophe race and, and all that. And I thought it was pretty cool. And... Mm-hmm. And the year we almost won is the year I was in the team, Gauthier Paulin, and Paul was in the team, for the, and yeah. it was in France. And we ended up second, and Paul DNF the, the last race just because he had a, uh, like a tire problem. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. but um, I mean... I mean, they. Uh, what I'm thinking is they 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 wanna they wanna pick riders that they know each other. They they get along really good and they race GPS because. I mean, Latvia, it's one of the, the GP race. Yeah. So those guys know the track. I don't, that's maybe why, but just just to, to, to call me or to contact me and, and talk with me, you know, just... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just something, uh, right. That would yeah. be nice, you know. Right. They, they didn't do anything, anything. Uh, yeah, the Porcel was in uh, in spot for the French to win that year. and I think you were there, Berlut. Were you there with Berner, Erne? Or oh yeah, was it yeah. no? It wasn't Ernay. It was um, Saint Jean Angeli. Yeah, that was there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were looking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah. Uh, Marvin, um, uh, two-time world champion, obviously uh, in Europe, um, coming to America. Do you do you like it here? Do you ever plan to go back and race GPS when it's all said and done? And uh, you know, any plans to do that, or, or do you think you'll just ride out the rest of your career over here in America? Well, I feel like um, until until everything is. I mean, it's it's going really good right now. I mean, mm-hmm. good, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm on the one of the greatest team uh, ever. You know, the Rebel KTM team, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I'm I'm really happy right now. Even if I got hurt and um, injured and stuff, I I just felt really good being in in, in America and and mm-hmm. race over here. I, I really like the fact that it's Supercross Championship and Mm-hmm. And outdoors championship that that's really good. And if you if you go to if you go to Europe, you only race uh, the um, mm-hmm. the motocross championship. So um, yeah. I really like it here. Uh, you know, we see. I feel like I feel like maybe one day if if I don't do really well here, maybe maybe I go back. But right. that's, that's <laughs> my goal. You know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Berluti here has worked for Tortelli, Roncata, and Pichon. Yeah, it won't be long, Marvin. But some, somehow, Berluti will work for you. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he is. He's not, didn't work for Villeman and uh, and Purcell, but that's about it. I think there's another. One. Oh, and, and Roderick Thane. Oh, you work for Thane too? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Berluti. Do you know him? Um, not really. I mean, yeah. 
long time ago. Yeah, I yeah. Used to, to talk to him a little bit, but you're probably on eighties, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can you believe that Berluti started as a mechanic in 1988, Marvin? That's when he was his first Steve, year as a mechanic. Stop it. Good God. Uh-huh. That's. Yeah, I don't know how old you were. Well, what about you, Steve? <laughs> uh, I started in '96. So. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, I worked for about ten years, but Berluti's still doing it. Um, hey, uh, uh, kind of cool. You, you talked a little bit on the podium. Purcell second in that first moto, and you were pretty stoked on two French guys. Now I thought you and Christophe had a bit of a rivalry going on, but you guys are buddies. From what? From yeah, well, what? I don't. I don't think stoked is, is is the the right word. <laughs> 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 I was not stuck, but I was like. It's kind of cool, yeah, to yeah. see two French fighters on the podium. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, kind of a neat deal for sure to to, to see that yeah. uh, happen. You know, in American national, no doubt about it. Back to the days of of Villeman and Tortelli and Roncada. Yeah, and all that when there was three or four French yeah, guys in the top. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, hey, for next year, what uh, what's your deal? Are you going to still be on Red Bull KTM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I signed for one more year uh, okay. with the Red Bull KTM team and. Uh, I'm gonna stay on the 250. You know, I didn't race the the Supercross this season because uh, I got hurt, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be uh, my last year on on the 250. You know, and uh, so I just want to enjoy the time that I can stay on the on the 250s for next year. It's gonna be the last year. Immediate title threat right here. Absolutely. East or west? Do we even know, Marvin? Do you, does it, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, I, no, I don't right. even know. Um, I, whatever, whatever coast you're on, no doubt about it, you'll you'll be right up there. Do you prefer Supercross or, or Motocross? Which do you like better? Uh, well, I feel like all of, all of us riders, we we uh, we really like uh, Supercross. But then when it's Supercross time, then you want to ride outdoors, <laughs> and when it's outdoors, you want to ride Supercross. <laughs> right. But but um, I I really like Supercross. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that is uh. In in a stadium, you're really close to the fans, and uh, the track is is smaller. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the the fact that it's being in 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 the stadium, and uh, mm-hmm. also the track is really it's all about technique. I feel like conditioning too, but uh, yeah, I like Supercross. I think better. Yeah, probably. Hey, do you um, is Tixier going to do it? Is he going to get enough points? Good question. What do you think? Well, I think right now he's like uh, hundred two or hundred mm-hmm. points behind Hellings, and he still has uh, three, three GPs to go. Yeah. So it's going to be hundred and fifty points. So he he should do it. it. He no got problem, forty. Right? He got forty three this weekend. He went like one three or one four or something. But maybe yeah, they'll one, throw, four. Maybe yeah. they'll throw Hurlings in there the last race somehow. <sighs> I don't think that's do. what I've heard or read. What? He's got a broken femur. And is it broke or did he just, what I happened? I think it's broken. Yeah. What, what have What have you heard? What do you hear, Marvin? Broken femur? Sorry? What do you hear about hurling? Yeah. Broken femur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken femur. But I don't know. I, I feel like he's he's capable of doing it. I mean, they, they put a pin <laughs> inside the, you know, yeah, inside the, exactly. the, the bone. So, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to do anything to to ride the the last round. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, you think Tixier is going to do it? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Furling is not racing. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Furling doesn't race. So you think Tixier will get enough You're points? You're putting and... him on the spot. Well, no. I, I, this yeah, is this. Well, well, there is not no no one else can do it. I mean, behind yeah. it's way too far. 
it's going to be finally i'm interested in the gps again yeah, it's, like seriously it's, it is fun i'm right yeah. into it because to me the gps have really really slipped since the days of yeah. marvin uh the last one i one of the ones i went to in 09 marvin when he's on hondas marvin he switched was to no, ktms when i went in 09 marvin was on a ktm at that point and roxon was there for sard um uh paul in um any, the, the MX2 class was exciting. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, for sure. It was really yeah. good to watch. And then now it's just a shell. It's just once you're 24 shell. years old, get the hell out of here. I just I don't know. What uh, you hate it. I don't know what they're doing. I know. You I think Luongo's drunk. Yeah, I really do. Smoking heroin. Honestly, so, I don't know how you do yeah, that. That, that. That age limit is not good because there is. I, I know so many riders that would that would like to stay on the 250, and then they have to find. They have to find a team to to move up on the mm-hmm. on the 450, and there is not so many places on the uh, and so many teams on the 450, and then some of them maybe quit racing, you know, or yeah. go back to I don't know to regional championship or like European championship. But right. So that's that's not good. They uh, you know, they had a rule: win two titles and you're out. That's fine. That's good. And then Hurlings won a second title, and they're like, oh no 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 no, you can stay down. No, they they did it just for. I know it's yeah. it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Well, that's politics, I think. Politics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, no doubt about it. Yeah, you kind of know a little bit about that. Vor- <laughs> Vortex Racing brings you Marvin Muskan, the uh, Washugo winner. Uh, VortexRacing.com, dot uh, com, and Marvin just came off a one one ride at uh, Washugo that was fantastic. And seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We don't have Marvin on the uh, on the phone for too much longer, so give us a call. Uh, what about overseas stuff? Do you know anything yet, Marvin? Are you going to do Bercy? Are you going to do Genoa or anything? Um, uh, probably uh, Geneva in Switzerland, yep. the one I raced last year and the one uh, I won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've been they've been doing really great uh, great job over there. The track was 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 cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be a uh, uh, my only race there. Monster Cup. Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. Uh, so yeah, I think it's gonna be, and then I'm gonna do the 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 Red Bull Straight Rhythm for sure. Oh yeah. October October fourth, I think. On a two fifty or four fifty. Uh, or three fifty. Three fifty. There you go. <laughs> hey, that thing's pretty cool. I got to give it up to Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of neat. I'm, I'm I I want to check it out for sure. Where is it? I, th- I thought you were talking about the 350. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 I meant the race. The 350 is not cool, but <laughs> but somehow you make it work, Marvin. Somehow you you make it work for you. I don't know why, but well, it looks like I mean uh, I've been looking on Instagram and all that, and looks like everybody that tests uh, the new 350, they look like they 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 love it. Uh, yeah, that's all. You need to test it. Who those guys are chodes compared to you. Marvin does good on a 350, though. I know. I'm saying those right. guys, the the test riders are like. Yeah, yeah. Guys and it, that don't know. Even ride. Kenny, Kenny on a three fifty. Absolutely. He got, sec- he got second behind Shorty. No. He's no I'm yeah, saying it's important. It's important to riders like this that that it tastes the bike. It's important that they like it. I mean it's good for Sure. So it, it's a production bike. It's good for people that are gonna buy the those bikes. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. guys you guys ride them really well, so Steve, you need to go buy one. A three fifty? No, yeah. I I need the horsepower of a four fifty. Oh, okay. And uh-huh. uh, and talking about the 450, Jason Thomas thinks the thing is the next greatest bike ever. Really? Yeah, he loves the 450. Better than the Suzuki's? Yeah, that's, right. that's what he said. That's so. crazy. Um, hey, and so also, too, yeah, Geneva, uh, Ber- Berluti, I went to Geneva a f- couple times now. Marvin is like a god in Geneva. Really? It's really close to France. Lots of French people speaking. Marvin, really? Marvin's, he, he is the man. Really? At Geneva, yeah. yeah Are you, you sure? Yeah, absolutely. More, more so than JMB? 
Well, I wasn't there for the JMB years. Oh, wow. Were you, you probably were. I was. You were. Oh, my God. Same place? Did they race in the same place? Same place. Bercy, but I hear they're moving no, it No, I mean year. Geneva. I'm talking Geneva. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I oh. thought you were talking Bercy. No, Bercy is moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. new yeah. place. Uh, we got a phone call for you, Marvin, from uh, Nathan. Nathan, what's going on? What's your question for uh, Marvin Muskan? Not really a question, more of a comment, but uh, I was up there with Watch Google this weekend, and I just wanted to let him know that his wife is his biggest fan. And um, <laughs> she was running all over the track and just, I mean, I know most of the riders' wives are into it, but she was just into it big time. So, huh. Yeah, she was. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, she's, yeah, uh, she, uh, she seems really cool and a uh, great ride. I was stoked to see you back, and uh, hopefully next year in Supercross we'll uh, get that plate that you missed out on last year. Yeah, thank you. I also, too. <laughs> Um, yeah, your wife, uh, uh, she, yeah, I see her all, she's cleaning boots and gear and getting you things to eat. She's on it, man. She's not there to just look pretty. She, she's <laughs> Oh, there. yeah, no, she's, she's, she's great to me. And I mean, she, she's born on the, uh, like on the motocross track, kind of like me, you know, I mean, we used to see each other on the, on the, on the racetrack. I mean, her brother used to, to race. And, uh, when I was rating 80, 85, that's where, that's when uh, the time I, I met her. So mm-hmm. uh, she loves motocross. So that's 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 her life too, yeah. you know. And she's, I mean, she helped me so much with, I mean, on and off the bike, you know, it's for for anything. And she does everything she can for me. So that's that's great. And when when I win a when I win a race like this weekend, it's it's not only me, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's her, uh, Frankie, the team. It's it's a whole team, you know. No, it's not Frankie. It's not Frankie. Give us your best Frankie uh, story. <laughs> yeah, what, what's your best Frankie story? You got to have one. Come on. No, I mean, <laughs> no. Just one thing that he's always dirty, even at nine o'clock in the morning. You know? <laughs> he is. He is dirty. You're right. I don't know how he does it. He that gets ain't into it. nice. <laughs> he's a dirty dog. Yeah. He, he's always just looks like he just. I don't know. He's got grease <laughs> Rolled out of bed. Or yeah, what? I don't yeah, understand Frankie. it, Frankie. Um, Marvin, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for your yeah, time. Thank you, Great job at Washugo. Awesome. Job. Uh, and uh, like I said, enjoy your weekend off. And I know you're going to be very good at Unadilla. So thanks for taking the time for us tonight. All right. Thank you so much. And have a good night, guys. And uh, see you soon. All right. Good see night. You. All right. Marvin Muskan, Red Bull. KTS yeah. Marvin Muskan, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Good guy. Great guy. That interview I read on Racer X today about him, mm-hmm. he's such a good, he, yeah. what a class act, huh? Yeah. It's a shame because probably a lot of people don't like him just because he's French. You know how the attitudes are. I don't know about that. Yeah, you You know know how you Americans are. No, listen. What? You go and read an interview like that and and, and just not only interview, but how about him on your show tonight? The guy is such a class act, dude. I know, but I'm saying you Americans. I disagree with you. Okay. I think Americans, I mean, they embrace people like that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. JT doesn't embrace anyone from from not outside of. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. If you're not from America, he does not I, uh, like you. We'll have to get him back on. I think he likes Marvin. <laughs> he's he's on. These colors don't run, bro. <laughs> oh. These colors do not run. Oh, stop it. Marvin's... But Marvin is an awesome dude. Yeah. There we go. No, he is absolutely. Marvin is awesome. Tortelli is awesome. I mean, they're, don't get me wrong. They're, I've, I've been around some stereotypical French people in my life, but there are some awesome, awesome French guys as well. And, and we've, I think we've all... Had the pleasure of knowing some of them. Marvin is definitely one of them. Well, I don't even want to say French guy. Just as a person in general, the guy's a class act. The guy, I mean, that interview. Oh, without a doubt. That interview. I think he's, I think he, you know, there is, 
there is the perception out there that you know that there's been a lot of guys that are French that are they're you know they have an attitude and they think they're better than people and whatever. But I think uh, guys like Marvin and Tortelli and have got to go a long way to kind of uh, eradicate that. Absolutely, that for sure. And 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 Marv, yeah, Marvin. Someone he's amazing that way. Someone in the chat room says that you suck reads balls, JT. So <laughs> we're talking about okay, Marvin, well, and then you got to come that. up with that shit. I know. I'm just kidding. Well, no, someone said say that, but I thought it was funny. Uh, all right, hey, let's get the. Well, you know what, Linda is Linda still there? Linda, you there? Yes, you know? I have been waiting, but I'm here. Okay, sorry to keep you waiting, but uh, you want to talk about the flaggers? What's going on? That's right. I was wondering if you actually. Saw him and what you thought about uh, them when uh, Jason Anderson crashed oh. during the first 250, and then I think uh, Trey Kennard mm-hmm. was in the second and the 450. They seemed a little bit out of position. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> just Lin- a little bit. <laughs> Linda, uh, do you listen to the Steve Mathis show or the Race Rex podcast? Do you listen to those that we do? Yes, absolutely. We did one today. It's out today. It's Washugo wrap up. But we spent about fifteen minutes talking about flaggers, and oh, you're okay. you're right. They're a mess sometimes. The one with Canard's crash. The guy was directing people to the side of the track where Trey's bike was laying on the on the backside of the jump. It's like I don't know. I know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if you can. You can't fly twelve flaggers around the country and they take off work and you know you Why can't. Why not? I don't think well, there's enough money. NASCAR. I don't think there's sorry. enough money. I'm, I actually miss I'll do a it. I'll bit, be a flagger uh, if they pay me. And probably uh, that's when you guys talked about it. I was wondering how they actually hire them. Are the volunteers or are those guys paid? They're paid probably very little. They're from you know they from the area that they work. They oftentimes are friends of the promoters. They, or they get work lunch. On the track and. I think they get money. I think they get cash money. And lunch. Yeah. And lunch. Yeah. And a t-shirt. Are they, are they experienced or, I mean, mm. how do they pick those people? JT, do you have an idea? <laughs> put it on JT. I know. I'm going to put it on JT. <laughs> JT, how do they pick the flaggers? Uh, no, I know I know for Supercross that there's kind of a list of guys that typically do it kind of the same year in and year out. But I don't know for Alzheimer's. I think they just. Go round up drunk people out of the. Out of the <laughs> no, they don't. Stop it. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Um, yeah, Linda, it, it's, it's not. It's not from the local Mensa meeting. I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, well, didn't 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 seem like it. Well, uh, all right. Thank, thanks, thanks, Linda. Answering, and actually, I'm looking forward to next week's show, so I hope you will have one. We're going to try. We may have a special co-host. That's why we're going to have a show. If we have a special okay. co-host, if he comes through, then we're going to have a show. Kenny? So. Kenny's coming okay. back? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Linda. Um, someone in the chat room said they should have the riders who don't qualify flag. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure if you take an IQ panel from the riders who are out there, but probably not going to get much better. <laughs> yeah, all right. Before we get to the BTO Sports, Gabba Gibbs, let's take one more call. Lots of calls tonight. Justin, what's happening? Hey, man. Hey, uh, two questions for you. One, on the Moto 60 show, Weege mentioned that uh, he got a text that Press Day had been pushed to Friday, and that was on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I'm a mechanic for a buddy who raced at Washington, and he actually got selected for Press Day. We didn't find out about it until Friday Basically Thursday when we got down there, they still weren't sure when they were going to do it. How did you guys find out so fast? It's Jason Wygant, bro. He's connected. 
I, I never I know. I kind of figured. It I never found anything out. I just heard it from Wygant. So yeah, I don't. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, who knows? Okay, and then my next question is for you or you and Berluti. Um, he's on a KX450. Threw a rock to the uh, up there at the cage protector of this countershaft rocket, and it actually broke the top bowl out and chunked the case with it. And you know, as privateer, we just wire the shit back together and make it last for the next moto. But uh, in like your guys' case in a factory situation like that, in between the motos with a limited amount of time, would you guys do a motor swap or would you just kind of band it back together to get through the motos? I'd say in your case, with the time frame that you have, if if it's not that bad, I'd band-aid it back together. Yeah, and that's what we did. We wired it together. I mean, and it but held the bottom of the bowl was do you even have there, a spare but... motor? <laughs> uh, we did. We had two of them sitting there, actually. Yeah. Well, these guys would change a motor, but they have a bunch of helping hands. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I had me and his dad, so we were fucked. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thanks, Justin. Cool. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank man. you. Appreciate it. And with that, let's do the BTOSports.com and Gabby Gibbs. BTOSports.com. These are questions submitted by our listeners on the Pulpomex show. Uh, what are you doing, Berlin? I'm just checking this out. What is this? Oh, it's Adam Entenap's signature. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He, that's new from the last yeah, time I was here. Yeah, that's how he does it. Um, I thought you were coming over to beat me up or something. No, why would I do that? Steve, hey, Steve speaking of speaking of beating you up, uh, first question is from Devin Gibbs. He wants to know when he's going to get the iPhone 5 charger. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can have it now. All right, we're running hot on 2% right now. All right, well, maybe perhaps you charge your phone before you get here. It's not my job. Pulp Mech Show to provide you with a charger, is it? There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, electronics going on over here. Need a charge. Sorry. Anyways. All right, listen, the btosports.com, the nation's leading... Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> leading retailer, uh, use the code PulpMX to save yourself money at uh, BTOsports.com. And uh, they basically have anything you need for your bike or body. Now, mobile phone friendly. BTOsports.com, proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team with Andrew Short and Matt Gerke. And uh, JT, you're with us for a little while longer before you got to catch a flight. So let's get, uh, let's get these questions out of the way. Right. We had uh, six to 7,000 questions submitted. And... Uh, uh, Gibbs uh, narrowed down to like five or six. All right. Uh, this first question is from Tanner Hall. It's for JT. Uh, does Reed ride any of his old bikes while he's at home? Or does any rider ride any of their old bikes? Um, yes know? and no. And not a lot. Uh, we mess around on them a little bit, but he usually sells most of them. He's only got, I think he's got a couple of different year Hondas, but he doesn't ride them very much. But people, when they come in town, like me or if Burner doesn't have a bike at the time, we'll ride them. Just something to have for visitors to ride, yeah. He he has, of course, the 2008 CRF that he judges all bikes against. He really? does, but he he doesn't really ever ride that one anymore. He okay. just wants he wants a lot for anything he owns to sell it. So yeah. we can't ever sell anything because he wants too much for it. He wants like sticker price on like an 08 brand new 450 <laughs> right now. And we're yeah. like, uh, yeah, that thing's worth like two grand. Yeah, he figures like, hey, I'm Chad Reed. I should get most more afford than anybody, <laughs> right? All right. Uh, this next question is from Dan Moeller. Uh, other than SoCal, does Minnesota have a lot of moto tracks? And other than California, which state is most moto fin- friendly? I, I don't know. Texas, Florida. That'd probably be yeah. Too how good many get, how many tracks does Florida guesses. have? JT. Um, Georgia. There's there's some. I don't think there's a lot though. I really don't. Uh, uh, really? A lot of them have closed. Like once you go south of Tampa, there's like two open tracks. 
for oh. like three, you know, two or three hundred miles. So mm. there's not as many as you might think. All right. All right. This uh, next question is from the average super fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is going to be the best guy without a ride in 2015? Good question. I am going to say. It depends on what you mean by without um, a ride, but yeah. And I, I, I want to think that something's going to come together for Jake Weimer, but wouldn't it be shocking if he just didn't have anything? Weimer, uh, Pike. What about those guys? May get. What about Kyle Chisholm? Can, I, I can't see who's going to pick up Kyle for a ride. He's up in Canada. Tickle. Tickle? Yeah, I think I think he's he's definitely up there. But I mean, if you think of a guy like Weimer, I mean, he's number twelve. He's coming off Factory Kawasaki. That's that's a big name to not have a deal. I talked to his agents at Washougal, and there's nothing brewing right now. Really? They're, that's what I mean. That's yeah, I, you want to think that something's going to come together for yeah, him last minute, but at, yeah. at the moment, you look at it and you're like, uh, yeah, what's going to happen here? Yeah, I'm with you. All right. All right. This next question is a dual question from Robert Beck and Jesse. Uh, who who takes is these questions? Me. <laughs> who is on Pro Circuit for 2015? And between Supercross and Outdoors, has Pro Circuit ever had this many uh, bike problems? If so, what year? I think Pro Circuit for 15 will be Aldridge, Cincerillo, <laughs> Bowers, uh, Tonus. Baggett? I don't know. We just talked about this this morning. Uh, they have they've had some problems. They've had problems, Berlut, and you've been around from Pro Circuit from the start. It might be the most they've ever had. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, that one year they blew up some bikes. Ricky blew up bikes at Southwick, and I think they blew up another time. Southwick, they always blew up. Yeah, but I mean, that was the only race. They never had any other problems, no. you know. Jeez, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, this next question is from Kelvin Greger. Uh, this is Ben Tracing question. Going off this year's results only, who would you sign for next year, Josh Grant or Justin Brayton, if you're making a team right now? I sign Brayton. Hmm. Anybody? Between Grant or Brayton? Yeah. Uh, all the dollars are equal? Yes. Because that's that's a, that's a an important part. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I could see one or the other. It's, it's, I really think it comes down to personal preference and what you're looking for. Um, it's tough. I, I, I could go either way on that. I really could. But I, for me, for the way I raced and the way I think my career went, I think I would choose Brayton just because he is a little bit more similar to kind of mm-hmm. what I was doing. I never had the raw speed or just brilliance that Grant had. So, yeah, I'd probably go with Brayton. Hmm. Okay. What do you think, Gibbs? Uh, he did say this year's results only, but I'd have to go with Brayton also. All right. All right. Uh, this next question is for you, Steve. Okay. Uh, it's from Brad Hoskins. What is your best bet on Josh Hill and what he'll be doing for 2015? Geez, there's a guy that we left out of the best riders without a ride oh, conversation. Yeah. He was looking real good for at the end of um, Yeah, what's Hill going to do, JT? I don't even know. I think there's a spot uh, at Rock. I think there's a spot at Rock River, which is a good bike slash team dependable. You got to wear fly, and I don't think they really pay any salary, but they'll pay you your expenses and maybe a bit of money. So there's that. There's that ride, but I don't know. In speaking with Rock River, they're they're going after someone someone high level like a Han, somebody like 
Pike, somebody like that. So they have to pay uh, some salary. That's their plan. Yeah. They have some money to spend, apparently. Right. So, uh, yeah, somebody's gonna like, somebody like that's going to land there. Uh, Weimer, Hahn, yeah. Pike, Hill. Somebody, somebody's going to end up there. I don't know who, but they're going to get somebody. Yeah. Someone in the chat room said that you and Brayton are nothing alike. You were at the back of the pack. That's not what JT wasn't saying that him and Brayton were similar. Yeah. You, JT I'm not sure how long they've been watching Justin Brayton, but Justin Brayton was also in the back of the pack for a long time. So right. I would I would love for that guy to uh, compare moto knowledge with me any time of the week if he'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we got a lot of questions about this, so I had to ask. Yeah, it. I didn't see this, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, maybe these guys did. Go ahead. All right. Uh, this is from at GoMoto37. What was the deal with uh, Ken Roxon's mechanic pushing your buddy Dungy while he was doing an interview after the first moto? Now, I know you said you didn't see this, but did anyone else? Because I didn't see it either. But we got a lot of tweets about it. On the podium, let's watch this in the first com- next commercial break. Let's go downstairs and see if we can find it. Yeah. Did you, JC, did you see it after the first moto? It's on TV. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't gotten a chance to watch the All race. Right. We're gonna, let's, Berluti and I will review the tape. During this commercial break, and, and we will come that. back because we are a former top. Well, he's a top mechanic now. I was a former top mechanic, mm. <laughs> so we can understand where they're coming from. I can go along with that. Thank you. Mm. So uh, let's we'll review the tape and we'll see what we can find. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's end it on this one. Uh, what is your guys's best bet, or what will uh, Ryan Villapoto or James Stewart do in the industry after they retire if they get a job? What do you think they'll do? That, that's why would you ask that? Because you said we're going to review the tape, so I had the next yeah, one there. Yeah, but that's a dumb. Like, they're not going to get jobs. They're billionaires. Well, not, they're not billionaires. billionaires. They're not going to get jobs. JS Seven is not going to be at the gear at the track handing out gear or goggles. Neither is Ryan Dungey. Those guys are done. They've got millions in the bank. I think I'd do something. Yeah, I think uh, I think commentator is commentator or some sort of rider coach if they were so inclined or nothing. Like they're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to get a job like I have or anything. I don't think you see – if Villapoto hangs it up, I don't think you see him at the races besides like – No. Like a, maybe in Anaheim to come check it out or something. No, no. Yeah, I don't think you see him on the radio on a Monday night walking through an airport to fly to Oakland, California or anything like I'm doing. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, you know, JT, you know that payday is coming up for, for me, so you, I know how you're putting in the extra effort because you know payday is like tomorrow or the next Yeah, day. I'm – I. I haven't been to McDonald's since you paid me last month. So. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Uh, is that it? <laughs> that has been. The, the BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Uh, segment. Uh, thanks for everybody who submitted questions to at Pulp MX Show uh, on Twitter. Uh, JT, so we're done with you now. We're done. Unless uh, you want to come on. You're over me? Well, unless you want to come on for Daniel Blair or Grant Langston. What time's your flight, uh, Whatever, dude? bro. Use me. Use me as you need me. What time's your flight? For a little while longer. His flight's oh. at nine. Nine. So I don't. Yeah, know. my flight's at nine. Your time. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to see the Raiders. I'm going to their camp. Oh, believe you're, you're kidding me. Super Bowl bound Raiders. No, That's I'm what, really not. I'm going to work, but I'm, I, I'm thinking I about would, it if I can get done in time. You need. You're a Raider out. fan too. No, JT. You don't know where their camp is. Their camp is in. Uh, it's in Napa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably not going to make that. No, so, but I, I know what their record's going to be. It's going to be like five and eleven ish. From now on, when you for the Raiders, you need to put Super Bowl bound before their name. That's their, their Maybe name. Some is, of them will go. There's some really good parties there, but they won't be playing there. Super Bowl <laughs> bound Raiders. That's what you need to say. Uh, all right, thanks, JT. Maybe we'll touch base with you. Thanks, buddy. All right, see all right. Commercial break time again. Daniel Blair, Grant Langston, Erky Cairo. Coming up, we're going to ask him about his chick. 
that uh, yeah, brilliant, he said. And uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Pulp Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us we at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. 
Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. Oh mama, I can hear you crying, you're so scared and all alone. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long.
Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Tony Berluti's music choice. <laughs> Love it, Steve. Sticks, bro. Yeah. Now I saw sticks on my. Uh, I saw sticks on my satellite dish. They were doing a concert. But I didn't see the lead singer anymore, the Dennis D. Young guy. Is he out of the band? Uh, Are you could, aware of any of this? I, 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 I'm not sure about that part. Because the voice didn't sound like this guy. Uh, probably not then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Paul Mitchell was in by BTOsports.com. 30% off Black Ops Coil, if you mentioned Pulp MX. Uh, Black Ops has been mapping ECUs for over 25 years, and they know what it takes for your motor to produce more power. You want some... Uh, um, better starting, better throttle response, better starting. Get a blackopsmoto.com and uh, 30% off Pulp MX. If you mention Pulp MX, they are uh, some of the top riders out there are using this stuff, and but they can't really advertise because people don't want to know it. But uh, Black Ops Moto being used. All right, we're coming up with our next guest, Daniel Blair, on the Pulp MX show, presented by BTOsports.com. Tony Berluti, the great Tony Berluti, is in the house. Grant Langston's coming up. Yeah. Good interview. He's going to be a good interview. I can't wait. Yeah, good guy. And uh, Daniel Blair, you may remember, uh, he was in here for a show co-hosting, and uh, he is a uh, lead singer and uh, lyricist for the band The Main Event, and um, and also, too, former top privateer, rode a Geico Honda for a little bit, rode probably 6,000 Arena Cross main events here and there, so uh, we're getting up, getting them on. Uh, hey, you want to win some tickets to Unadilla, courtesy of Vortex? I was going to do a phone thing, but we did a phone thing for the goggles. We do a lot of phone things. So let's just do an email. Three pairs of tickets to Unidilla, courtesy of Vortex. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. We will pick a random uh, winner for the uh, tickets to, two tickets to Unidilla that come up in a couple of weeks. And uh, you can win these tickets courtesy of Vortex. So I met three of, no, two of the three winners. Uh, for Washugo that Vortex gave away the last show, at uh, including the girl that couldn't didn't know who gave them to her, and she, I made her spell out Vortex. <laughs> she was very embarrassed, but uh, yeah, so we met all those people, and uh, it was great to uh, great to see it. Thanks to Vortex for coming on, and uh, let's get to right, right, right to our next guest. Um, there's um, you know, there, there, there's moments where, where where bands get together, produce magic, and then have rocky moments, and then break up, and then get back together. Sometimes, like. Halen, they don't always have the original singer, but other bands, they get the whole group back, and this is what this guy's doing right now. Daniel Blair. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Right. <laughs> you are getting the band, literally, the band is back together. It's officially back together. We even played our first show back, so it's, uh, it's real, man. We're back. Yeah, the main event, coming back and uh, doing some shows, and uh, we, play the, you play, we play your band's music uh, signing out at the end of the beat show. And then for our intro song by Matthew Good, we play Main Event. And uh, we get lots of tweets about it, and lots of people dig it. And then the last time you were in, in uh, studio, people really uh, got into it. So it's good stuff. And uh, and you talked about getting back together when you were in last time. But this is now. This is really happening. Yeah, it's happening now. Yeah, when I was in last time, uh, we were actually practicing and just kind of rehearsing and mm -hmm. kind of getting our act together. But since then, we put in a lot of work. And last weekend, played our first show back, and we already got about four or five more booked up for the next couple months and then a couple pending ones too so uh yeah man it's, it's we're back in business it's, it this feels it. good to be back too man it's awesome well i was gonna say yeah what's it like for you is it sort of like riding a bicycle or you just get right back into yeah. it it was actually Motorcycle. i was yeah. so nervous man like I, I don't usually get nervous of things just 
I'm just usually not that way, but I was so nervous at our show. I mean, it had been five and a half years since the last time I'd been on stage and, you know, I was younger then, so I'm like a little bit older now. And like, it was, uh, it was kind of scary. I was actually like shaking a little, like, like, you know, when you get really cold and you're kind of shaking, well, I had that going on and it wasn't even cold out there. It was pure <laughs> nerves. I was freaking out a little bit, but right. it actually went really good. We had a pretty good turnout, man. A lot of friends and family and a bunch of fans. We even had one guy show up and say he heard of us from Pulp Mech show and <laughs> oh, nice. came to our show and drove. I, I had to have been drove about an hour and a half to get to the venue. So uh, yeah, it was pretty sick, man. It, was, it ended up going really good. That's Pulp Mech, bro. That's the power of Pulp Mech. So <laughs> I know, I know. It was it was good. We had a we had a good time, and um, most of the crowd was intoxicated, so they all thought we did good. But <laughs> as a band, when we got off the stage, we were all looking at each other like. Oh man, we need we need more practice. We got to get a little bit better and a little bit tighter. But everyone else was mm-hmm. so wasted; they they thought we killed it, and that's all that matters. <laughs> when uh, is there new music being produced and a new? Uh, like you said, you're going to give away uh, the tunes uh, from the new disc or, or whatever you're going to do. It, when's that coming out, or how's that plan coming along? Well, that plan is in it's in hold. It's still going to happen, but it's just not coming out right away. We've actually been focused mostly on just getting our live act together on the stuff that you play, the, mm-hmm. our hiatus EP. But we do have new stuff. We actually have a brand new song that we played live last weekend. And um, we are we probably have about five or six songs that are halfway recorded. Okay. But we just don't want to release anything yet until we really know what we're doing. We kind of have a couple things pending and a little mm-hmm. bit of interest in the band. And I just yeah. we don't want to throw it all out there just yet. But uh, it's going good. The writing process is good. Our, our new sound is kind of uh, maturing and changing in a, in a better way, I think. And yeah. So My basically, dad good, and that's all that matters. So, basically, uh, Berluti, Blair is telling us that uh, he, he was going to give away his new music the last time he was in, but now they realize that they're actually good, and someone could pay them. So he's going to wait. <laughs> that's and see right. If, that's right. He's huh. going to see if he can get paid, and I don't blame you. No, good, good move. No, it's not that. What it is is it's more of a timing thing. We have some opportunities lined up for next year. Mm-hmm. We don't want to release until that stuff materializes because you know it's yeah. got to be current when we. Right. And the opportunity presents itself. So we were rushing. I, mainly me, I'm a super impatient person, so I was rushing. Mm-hmm. Let's record it and let's get it out now. And then everyone in the band said, dude, you need to relax. So <laughs> we're putting it off probably till spring coming next year because that's when our big opportunity is kind of waiting for us. Cool. Um, and yeah, it, man. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And so like, you, you've been on the show a few times, and uh, you've called in, and Watson and I have both been telling you, stop the dirt bike riding and concert on the music and this is what you've been doing right you're not riding anymore you know plans no re- when the arena cross schedule starts up uh daniel you're going to be not interested in racing right <laughs> i can't make any commitments oh like that, man. here we go hey, here we no, go no, hey, i'll tell you right now in the in current form no i have not been riding at all i actually have i've ridden maybe four or five times since arena cross and that was right after the season I have not ridden in months, so okay. currently, no, not at all. But, hey, man, Rena Cross comes around again. Oh, you know, like, here we go. Things like, hey, I, I got, listen, I got two kids. I got to feed those kids, and sometimes things pop up that just are too good. Got to do it, but right. we'll, we'll play that by ear. We'll, we won't talk about that right now, but I'm not, right. I'm not cutting anything off. <laughs> hey, Daniel, I was surprised uh, that I didn't see your name up at PIR this week. Oh, man, I'll tell you the honest truth. That is the one dirt bike race that I actually get upset when I'm not there. Like, I don't care about any other racing. Mm-hmm. Like I, like you said, even arena cross for me is 
it's 10% pleasure, 90% business. Right. That PIR race is seriously, uh, dude, it's one of the coolest races ever. I've, I've raced there for years and every year when that comes on, I have, I'm really upset that I miss it. It's, Awesome yeah, race. it sounds like somewhere where I maybe need to check it out because it sounds like there's lots of people and it's getting oh, some good. It's serious, you know, it's getting yeah. some good riders yeah. and like, yeah, it sounds like it's a it's a good time. Hey, who's the cat that it, won? Do you know that guy? Did you race with him? Yeah, that's the Schmidt guy that I travel arena cross Schnanky with. Or Schnanky? Garrett Stanky. <laughs> it's not Stanky. Yeah, he's the guy that I travel with the last two years of arena cross, and he's like my little protege at home. I've been my dad does the suspension. I've been working with him for a couple of years and. Dude, that, I'm telling you, he's a, like an unknown kind of do-it-himself kind of guy, but I'm telling you, that guy's got extreme talent. Next year at Arena Cross, do not be surprised if that guy's battling for wins. Dude, I heard he schooled him up there. I mean, I heard he oh, took he, off and was gone. Yeah. He he did. He got in the lead and checked out, and um, he's. Uh, he, I, I actually called him the day of the race and told him, I got a little secret up there, something to do at the start. I'm not going <laughs> to say it on the air, but I don't want anyone else to case. <laughs> But I have a little secret up there. I, every year up there, I hole shot. I grab that thousand dollar bonus uh-huh. check. So I called him and said, "Dude, you just you got to do this." And he's so hard headed; he doesn't like to listen to anything I say. And I said, "Please, just do it." And I ended up hearing later that he he did my start technique up there. He got a second place start, got in the lead, and checked out. So. I'm telling I'm I'm telling a seven deuce deuce to find find out what this secret is yeah. next year. It's. It's an it's an obvious secret. Every year I do, I don't I don't even want to go there. But every year I do it, people look at me like, "What are you doing?" And I say, "You'll see in about thirty seconds." Uh, yeah. I, I walk away with the check. He 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 so. sits he sits back of the starters box and watches the guy's foot from from behind. No, I don't do anything like that. I just it's a certain gate. It's a certain thing I do. Okay, hey, we got some calls for you. Let's, let's take some phone calls. Uh-oh. Uh Zach, you got a question for Daniel Blair? Uh, yeah, I actually I just messaged him on Facebook telling him I was going to try to call in and talk to him. And uh, I had two questions for him, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? Uh, first question, uh, I know you raced for uh, Geico Honda, and I believe your best finish was like a ninth at one of the main events in Supercross. And I was wondering what the main difference was for racing on a team like Geico and racing privateer. Um, the biggest difference that I can remember, I, I try to try to not remember that and i've tried to move on from that experience and that high and low of my life but uh to be honest with you the biggest difference was just not having to like do my own stuff like seriously when you're a privateer you're literally doing everything yourself i'm lubing my own chain doing my tire pressure and it was really hard for me to like not do that stuff. i i would double check my mechanic when he checked my tire pressure i'd go and do it just in case because i was so used to doing it just little stuff like that you know they having everything done for you is it's weird when you've gone your whole life and done it all yourself. So for me, obviously there was bike differences, but the racing itself was, it was just weird having everything done for you and just being able to focus on racing your dirt bike and not all the other stuff. That was definitely the biggest change. All right, Zach, you got another question? Zach? Yeah. Another question? No? Yeah, I, I had a second question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go there, ahead. There's a local, like, summer cross or intercross series here in the Central Valley in Los Banos, and I heard it was start, starting up again. I was just wondering if he was planning on running any of them any time if they do start up again. Zach, do they pay? Is it pay money? Blair could be there if it, if it, if it pays. <laughs> yeah, there's a founding hunter at the end of every night, actually. Oh, there you go. I'll be there this Saturday. No, I'm just joking. No, I, I won't be. Like I said, I actually don't even own a dirt bike right now at all. I had a YZ125, and I just sold it. I I own no dirt bikes. I have 
I have all my gear put away for possibly next winter, but other than that, <laughs> I'm not riding at all right now, so I won't be there. All right. Thanks, Zach. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Uh, Patrick, you got a question for Daniel Blair? Uh, yeah, Daniel. Uh, uh, Jared's performance up there did good. He's a privateer. I uh, had a conversation with a guy about privateers and pros that when you're up there, you're racing wherever you're at, you're privateer looking for the money. Do you race for the position or do you race for the money? Um, depends on where you're at in your career, to be honest. If you're still kind of chasing the dream, I mean, you're, a lot of guys aren't really focused on the money all the way. They're kind of chasing an opportunity, chasing, you know, that's why a lot of the guys that are doing outdoors still, like for me, I gave up on that early because I had a wife and was, had a family. So for me, I went, I went after the money after a certain point, but depends on where you're at in your career. Some guys chase the dream and other guys chase the dollar. So it really just depends on where you're at and maybe just what's happened in your career. For me, once I had a few injuries and kind of lost sight of making it per se, uh, it all turned around and turned into a financial deal and was just trying to, you know, keep my family afloat. So, yeah, it's exactly. There comes it. a point where, yeah, if, if you you realize that uh, spending money on the nationals, because unless you're doing pretty well, you're, you're, it's costing you money with the purse money. And you, if you want to get a good team, um, you keep doing it and investing in yourself. But eventually, there comes a point where you're like, wait a minute, the dream is over. I need to now make money. Yeah. So, yeah, you come down to the realization it's financial, and yep, for you got to sure. make money or you can't afford to do it. Absolutely. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Uh, Daniel, What? Uh, give us some dates for some shows for people who are listening. Well, first one is uh, next weekend, August 2nd, in Vegas, actually. We're playing at a place called Triple B's on Fremont Street. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect to see you there unless you're up in Canada or something. Where are you, what are you doing next No, week? I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Well, I talked to Mike Mason. He said he's kind of okay with letting you come to the show next weekend so if you want to come <laughs> i'm not familiar with this mike mason fellow you speak of i do not i do not know those words <laughs> well anyways he's uh yeah the show's at triple b's on um fremont street it's uh next mm-hmm. saturday night and it's pretty cool it'll be like i said our second show and i'm um, excited about that one then we the, a big one we have coming up which is really exciting we just booked it uh, we're going to be playing in Corona at a place called M15. Okay. Um, and we're going to be open up for a band called Authority Zero, which is a pretty big punk band that, you know, I actually grew up listening to, liked them a lot. We actually played with them seven or eight years ago when we first started this thing. But we're going to be opening for them in Corona on September 23rd, which will be pretty cool because it's right there in the Mecca, SoCal, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. The Moto World will be there, and the season will be over, so it should be a should be a fun night. We'll be we'll be starting that advertisement and that promotion here pretty soon. We we're just getting the details on it now, and then right. obviously Monster Cup. We got some things in the works there. Nothing's official yet, but we will be doing something Monster something. Cup weekend. Probably going to be doing something the night before the race, some kind of a pre-party with Hart and Huntington or mm-hmm. something along those lines. But those are the ones we have right now that we're looking forward to. There's a lot of other ones we have coming up too that right. are. That are uh, that are cool practice shows and some cool gigs that are going to help us just dial in our act. And, is it? Can know? people follow you on Twitter or what? what or is there a band? The the, the main event uh, Twitter handle. Where's the best place to go for people to get the news about what you guys are doing? Um, you can do it from any one of us. You know, we have a band. You know, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and all that stuff. Just just like our personal pages. So we we do we do a lot of stuff from there. But you can also follow me 
or Mike Mason or Dustin, my brother, any one of the members in the band, we're all pretty good on the promotion side. Okay. So uh, if you want any info on the band, just you know, hit any one of us up on any of those social media things and believe me, when we get news on something, we all post it. You're you're if you follow any of us, you're right. gonna find out about it because we're pretty relentless about the promotion. And so you're at <laughs> you'll hear about are it. Are you at, at Daniel Blair or what what's yours? I forget. I follow you. But... Um what is... it's at Daniel underscore underscore Blair. Okay. So, uh, Perfect. Two underscores. And then the main event is um at May, oh man, I don't even know what it is. That's pretty bad, but it's, <laughs> someone ha, main of may, someone had it, and that, we have it's like main event rock or something. If you okay. search for it, you can find right. it, or you know, um, or, I know you always post our stuff, so you'll probably yeah. be able to. Uh, speaking speaking of the guy who I shall not say his name, how is he fitting in new guitarist? How's that working out? Is, is is he figuring it out? Oh, he's doing good. You know what? Like I told you before, he he advanced quickly. Yep. He, uh he went from knowing one song to knowing three to knowing all of them like pretty fast. Oh, cool! Yep. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. After our first show, like, we all made a lot of mistakes, but he actually probably was the most solid. I think that's mm-hmm. probably because he's so focused right now on being tight and doing his part that mm-hmm. he made the least mistakes. Like my brother made some mistakes. I mean, I yeah, yeah. I forgot the lyrics to one of our songs and just <laughs> literally had to look in the crowd to this girl in the front row and i was like what is she okay and i had to pick it up right there well you get so caught up in like the energy and everything and yeah. i kind of just spaced and i just lost i didn't know what verse i was in and you know mm. i was pretty <laughs> stupid but then our, our bass player cliff made a few mistakes our drummer made a few mistakes overall like we did good but yeah not on the standards of where we want to be but mike is solid man he good yeah, I mean he's taking this serious. He, I swear, he's probably putting in more work than any of us, and it shows. He's right. really he's made the biggest gains, and um, he's doing awesome. It's oh it's, good, he's yeah. really, and he's really fit in the band good. He's he's doing great. Yeah, it can't be easy for him to pick it all up and figure it out, but that's good. So he made the least mistakes. So yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, talking a little bit of moto right now. Um, yeah. What's your biggest surprises from the nationals in each class? Give me your biggest surprise. What do you what do you think of through uh, through nine rounds? Um, well, like I told you last time, I when I was in the studio, I'm in a pretty competitive fantasy league, <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. so I'm pretty in tune. Like I, I, I swear, I've watched every moto, and I've got ranking systems, and I'm not doing that great in my league, and it's not because of me; it's because of these guys that just screw me over every single week. Um, <laughs> but overall, I would say, from what I've seen, I mean, this might be kind of a cliche answer, but Jeremy Martin was a big surprise for me. I, I mean, I. Just the way he started Supercross and the way I know he I know he ended Supercross good getting that mm-hmm. win in Vegas, but yeah, I didn't think he was going to be like what he is. He's I mean I knew he was fast, and yeah, was up there, but dude, he's been pretty ridiculous. Other than like maybe one or two kind of off motos, he's he he's, he's ridiculous. Man. He's probably going to win this title, oh, yeah, and that's going to be oh, no, yeah. probably. Is there a question? Yeah, I mean just saying. stamp that, yeah, Steve. I, <laughs> I can't stamp I, it yet. I, I would stamp that forty five points or whatever. Yeah, it is. something like that. Yeah, he's been. It's not only that he's been so fast because obviously he was fast last year. He was fast. Just how dialed. I mean, yeah, to be able to do it almost every moto and be up there. I mean, even when he has a bad moto, it's like a fourth or something. Mm-hmm. The guy's been pretty ridiculous. I didn't think he'd be there with this class. You know, when I when came in the season, I thought Baggett, Wilson, Purcell, and you know, and he would be one of those young guys. But he yeah. whooped them, man. So. For the lights class, definitely been him, and then the 450 class, 
don't really know. It's kind of all played out exactly the way I kind of thought it would. There's yeah. no real surprises other than Tomac. Um, mm-hmm. What he's done in the last few weeks has been pretty ridiculous. I I really wish he would have started the season out because I yeah. it would be a three way battle for the title right now. I mean those those three are so overall even. Mm-hmm. I mean that's in their different motos. I think you know Roxon slipping a little bit right now and Dungey kind of slipped for a minute, but. Overall, those three are so close. If they started together, it would have been a really good championship. So, okay, let me really bump. Let me ask you this: so it's down to fourteen points for Kenny, and clearly he's not the same guy the last few races that he was. Who's going to win? You think Roxon hangs on? I think Roxon needs. Isn't there a week off right now? Yeah, yeah, weekend off this weekend. He needed that bad. I think. I think that uh, Tomac shook him up at Millville a little bit Mm -hmm. mentally. And I think he needs a week off to recoup and kind of get his aggression back. It seems like he hasn't been as aggressive. For what, I mean, obviously, when you kind of lose it mentally, you lose it a little bit physically, too. And I don't know. If I had to gamble and say, I kind of think Roxon's going to pull it out. Mm-hmm. My guess is he comes back a little bit better in these last three. But he definitely got shook up, man. When I, I watched that moto at Millville, and I, you could tell when Tomac finally made the pass, it, like, sucked a little life out of him. And I, I what he needs to do is – Get past that. Tomac's not even the title chase. Don't worry about that guy. Just right. battle Dungey. But Dungey, at the same time, has been coming around a lot and getting more aggressive and kind of like getting into the swing of things here at the end. So mm-hmm. it's going to be good. I, I can't wait. But like I said, I wish Eli would have been there from the beginning, man. It would have been such a good series. Um, are you in a fantasy league with Hobo Nick? Because Hobo Nick sent, yeah, me a, he sent me a spreadsheet where he broke everything down. And if you're up against that guy, you might be in trouble. Well, I actually just passed him up in points this week. Oh so, uh, shit! Okay, all right. Here's we have our we have our we have our own strategies. His is his is adequate, I guess. But uh, <laughs> like I said, other than some bad luck, I've seriously uh, James Stewart. He has cost me so much fantasy. Oh, no, me too. Year, even, me too. Trust I can't me. even believe it. I I I get sucked into him all the time. I thought Millville. I thought, oh man, it's a sand track, kind of like his house. He won last year. Yeah, and I thought for sure. And then, was that the, yeah, that's the one where you didn't even ride the second moto. I was so furious. And our our league is really cool. Is how we set up creative. And you can you can give one moto wash if a guy DNFs. You get three guys a week. Mm-hmm. Five of the six motos count. So I'm always counting on Stewart to get me two good motos, and maybe my third round guy will you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But it sucks when he's costing you motos, and then you're having to count my- on your third place guy. And he ain't getting you no points. My uh, my uh, wife is beating me. My wife is beating me in the Pulpamex Fantasy Moto League, and part of it is because I keep going to the Stewart Well. I'm like, this is it. This is the weekend. One one. He's I, so good. He's I, so fast. Me too. I feel like I'm gonna be the smart one. This <laughs> Berluti's just shaking. Up. is shaking his head. He's disgusted at me right now. He's disgusted with me. He's inconsistent. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> wouldn't, I wouldn't put all my money on that cat for sure. Yeah. Well. No, it's a bummer what's kind of happened with him. I don't know if you've noticed, but ever since that whole thing came out about him. Oh, we've noticed. I think, <laughs> Believe I think me. he's finished, what, one or two motos? And uh, I don't know if it's because he's not on something now I or if maybe know. he's just in his head. But He's crashed, man, he's crashed, every, he's crashed every single moto since the news came out. Literally every single moto he's crashed. Yeah, so why is that? Is it because he's I don't know. You know weird Steve? about it or is he not? No, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't got no IVs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was only at Millville. Um, what do you mean? It's oh, every race. No, but I mean when he couldn't get him oh, was at Millville. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, 
Uh, hey, Daniel, thanks for coming on. September 23rd, Corona. And this yep. Saturday, Vegas, Triple B's on Fremont. Uh, the main event will be there, and they'll be rocking out. Um, right. th- thanks for coming on. Uh, get us some music when you can for, for we'll play on the show. So as soon as uh, uh, I will, uh, as yeah. soon as the new stuff comes out, like I said, you sure. guys, you know, I'll hook you up right away. It's just like I say, we're gonna put we're gonna put that off for a little bit, kind of yeah. focus on the short term, and sure. we'll, we'll get there though. No, fantastic. Please keep us up to date on everything. Thanks for letting us play your music, and uh, thanks for the Pulp Mex fans for supporting you. That's awesome to hear. And, and people, check it out. Uh, it's on iTunes under Main Event. Listen to some of their old stuff, and uh, it's really good. And uh, hopefully, you can hit up a show. But uh, uh, maybe we'll get you back on for the twenty uh, third show to promote that again. Hey, Daniel. Tell, yeah, uh, man. I appreciate it. Tell, yep. tell Cliffy and uh, Mace that uh, Berlue's going to come check your guys' style out this week. All right. I'll let them know. Yeah, I appreciate it. That means we guaranteed you got at least one fan. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no. There's there's quite a few <laughs> Vegas people are coming. I know that. Yeah, it should be pretty cool, man. But I look yeah. forward to seeing you out there. And Matt, this uh, front row. I'm bringing out. him. I'm dragging uh, him by the ear. Can, can you play? Do you play any Halen? Where I, I could? Where, do you play Halen where I could You know, come up and My, my brother can. Hey, ain't talking about love is the first song my brother ever learned on a guitar. I need. No, ha- no I need, joke. I need Hagar Halen, not Dale. So, but uh, anyways, th- <laughs> hey Daniel, thank you again. Appreciate it. The friend of the show, Daniel Blair, the main event. Thanks again, man. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, see you. Yeah, check it out, everybody. Uh, September twenty third, Corona this Saturday here in Vegas. Yeah. So I may go. Um, you should go. Yeah. Is yeah, it twenty one and up? Uh, I'm stinking. You got one of those? I could sneak in. I don't have one of them, but I figured a way. How are you going to do that? Dude, come on, man. You got your tricks when you're 20 year olds living in Vegas. All right. Well, in Canada, it was 18. I re- we never had to worry. Never well, had I'm to just worry. And also, Canada. too, like, you and also, too, you're going in when you're 16. I never, no, wow, and I never even really wanted to go. No. You know, I was too busy riding my dirt bike. Yeah, so. winning championships uh, at uh, four, four, four titles. Uh, Big Hoop, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your question? So uh, first, I just want to say I love your stuff, man. I listen Thank to you. everything you do. Thank I'm you. a sales guy, so it keeps me it keeps me on the road and keeps me occupied. It's funny. I uh, this shows you know four hours, five hours long. I get a lot of tweets and emails by like uh, Thursday after the show because it takes people that long to get through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I listen at an hour at a time. You know, like in between appointments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's really cool, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. What's up? So uh, I was reading, I don't even know what site, but I heard that Ryan Villapoto uh, let Alden Baker go. Is that true? And is that another indication that he's probably out the door for 2015? I haven't heard that he let him go, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I mean, it's nothing, probably nothing official. I think he's going to retire, so he doesn't need Alden anymore. Uh, he sold his property, but he can still, if he does make a comeback, uh, he can still ride there. Come so, back. He hasn't left yet. Well, I mean, if he if he decides to race another yeah, okay. year, he'll he'll be he'll be able to race it. He'll ride at his old property, right. and I would think, uh, big hoop that if he does come back, I don't think he'll be with Alden. I just think that things went a little south, but I don't know if how bad it was or whatever. I don't really know uh, the the true fact, but um, well, you know, did they go south because he brought Kenny Rockson on? No, 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 nothing to do with that. No, no, nothing to do okay. with that. I just think that near the end of things, they were kind of. Maybe sick of each other. You know how things get. You know, it's like, hey, I've been listening to you. I've been paying you. And Alden's like, well, you don't appreciate me or whatever. And, I, again, I'm not – this is purely speculation. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does race, which I don't think he will. I don't think he'll be with Alden next year. But I don't think he's racing, so it's kind of all moot. moot. So, I got gotcha. you. Moot point. All moot right, point. man. Thanks, Big Hoop. All right. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. Thanks very much. 
yeah, so it should be interesting to see uh, uh, what's going on here. Um, hey, next guest. Let's bring him on. Uh, Atlas Price, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and experts, atlasbrace.com. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. Villapoto, Weimer, Wear Atlas, along with a lot of other top racers. If you're on the fence about a neck brace because you think it's going to hurt you mobility-wise or whatever, I urge you to try an Atlas and uh, discover the difference uh, of an Atlas Brace. Follow them on social media, too, at Atlas Brace. They're giving away braces left and right, and they got a carbon one, uh, top-of-the-line carbon one coming out for Villapoto. And also, at Loretta's this week, Atlas Brace's own, the Noof, scouting out talent. Um, and um, uh, so if you see that, see this guy down there, and uh, he's, he's you know basically like a rock star surrounded by an entourage, that's the Noof. Go and uh, talk to him. And uh, with that, Atlas Braces, Atlas Braces National. Turn to see sports color commentary doing a good job on that. Uh, the Grant Langston. GL, what's up? How you doing, boys? We're good. Hey, you know the Noof. I do. I do know the Noof pretty well. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite characters in the sport, for sure. Yeah, so if the Noof is, uh, if the Noof is uh, at Loretta's, he'll probably be having a good time. Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's dangerous right there. Right. <laughs> Right. Hey, uh, anything worse would probably be being allowing me to be there with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, the new new comeback ended after three rounds of the Canadian series, so he's uh, he's uh, primed and ready to go. Uh, but yeah, Atlas Brace, uh, uh, check it out, please. And uh, uh, if you're on the fence about wearing neck braces or whatever, uh, Atlas Brace might be the one for you. And so, GL, what? Okay, so you, you're getting texts from your friends saying that we're shit talking you. But what were we saying? Yeah. Well, that's, I didn't, I, I haven't, uh, I, I don't even know which show it was. <laughs> I actually happened to listen somehow to the, the Red Bud show. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I laughed at that one. Um, but, uh, you know, it is, I think uh, people take things a different way or they might be a little bit defensive, but. Uh, nah, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I would tell you whatever. I don't remember talking any shit on you. We were certainly making fun uh, the the two two guys said your rental car was by their truck with your keys and wallet in it, and they put some stuff in the vents. I guess. Uh, so, so. Dude, it was, I mean, I would have laughed <laughs> if it happened if I saw it because basically what happened was I I, I left the car and I said, hey, if you need me to move it because I knew they were going to have an autograph line coming right. through. I said it's unlocked and the keys are in there. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden I do the stand up in the morning and this and that and uh, one of the camera guys comes. Hey, you need to move your car. And then someone else comes. Hey, you need to move your car. And I'm like, what the hell? I told them, like, just move it. I'll grab it later. Well, of course, they sabotaged it. So, like a sucker, I walked right into that one. Right. So, I get to the car and I got to open the door. And they've just, just shoved assembly lube up in the door handle. So, now my hands are covered in grease. Right. So, then I turn around immediately. I look and they all got this really shitty grin on their faces. And, uh, so I flipped in the bird. Chad goes, it wasn't me. So I kind of was assuming it was him. And then I get in the car and they've cranked up, you know, the AC, like, you know, all the way up. So the minute I yeah. turned the car on, um, they had loaded the vents with baby powder. And it just freaking, poof, just blasted <laughs> me in the face. Like, right. I probably looked like a drug dealer that had a bag of cocaine explode on him. So uh. I, I get out, I'm turning around, and they're all like, laughing but then as soon as they see me looking they all act like they're working and, <laughs> and uh, so I, I couldn't help but laugh and i was like uh 
you know what? Right. Stuck and I walked into that one, but I'm going to try and learn. Right. Well, yeah, I don't know what we were saying about you. Trust me, anything I'd tell you to your face. But I mean, you've done a great job, and I mean, I don't know. Who knows? So well, tell I, your, do, t- I do. I, I do know that some some of the abuse from uh, for Redbud was was deserved because uh, I got to uh, realize that I cannot go down into the lot B the night before <laughs> racing because that's just a that's just a recipe for disaster. So yeah. no, I did struggle I did struggle in that one but I, I did learn. I put myself on uh, on Friday night restriction. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, we were saying uh, I know we were saying does anybody enjoying the nationals more than Grant Langston right now? Because the the stand up at Redbud did look a little rough. It did look a little rough. Yeah, and that and that's why I was disappointed because you know when you're on T V you know it, I I I kinda I know it came out a little bit, little bit harsh when I said uh, the comment about James Stewart, and I, I think yeah. I said, uh, uh, you know, he needs to be a professional, and, and it sounded harsh. And, and what I was just saying is, um, basically, I wish I wish we knew what was going on there. But you mm-hmm. know, same thing. I have a, a job to do, so when I saw that, you know, I wasn't at my hundred percent best, I was really disappointed in myself. So I said, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow. Friday night activities to interfere with Saturday. <laughs> um, no, uh, you know, I know. I think I knew what you meant. You didn't mean to say it like in the sense that James wasn't professional with his team or, or anything else. It was like, hey, we got to know what's going on from somebody. I mean, he's a huge name in the sport, you know. And it's like he is, you know. And we we all wanted to know. And and I know it's it's hard sometimes when things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. And and James, I think his personality is he he kind of shuts himself off from the rest of the world mm-hmm. is how I think he deals with it. But I would have just loved if, if someone from the team could have just kind of informed us. So I, I guess, you know, yeah. when you're on TV and things are happening fast, you know, sometimes it just comes out. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we want to see him out there. I think we all feel the same way. He makes racing interesting and mm-hmm. he's a phenomenal rider. Um, uh, I just, you know, even this weekend, we, you know, is it just he, he, he needed a rest or, you know, why he didn't race? You know, I, I know they said dizzy and lightheaded. Was he dehydrated? You know, just maybe a mm-hmm. little more information, yeah. you know, I think would be nice. Yeah, that's kind of his M.O. He's told me that himself. He's told me himself that when things aren't going right, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He does not want to talk to anybody. And I'm, I'm always like, dude, you're James Stewart. It's interesting no matter what you're yes. doing or what you say. And he doesn't subscribe to that. But anyways, hey, um, uh, so we we got a ton of questions about this Kelly uh, Lumgar, 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 South African, so you would know him. Yes. Uh, Kelly Lumgar incident with Ryan Dungey uh, in in the uh, after the first moto. Oh, I, and I know exactly so, what you're talking about. So we just watched it um, during the last commercial break. Me, yeah. Berludi and I, and uh, I mean he bumped Dungey a couple times, and Dungey kind of gave him a look like, "What are you doing, dude? We're live on TV with right. Georgia." Right. But honestly, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't. He was trying to get his bike out. Yeah. You know what? That was one of those things. I think it, it, it could be totally innocent. And, you know, but when you watch, when I saw it, because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Weege and I are in the booth, so we're watching it. And I saw it live. And I looked over at him and I was, you know, I was on the fence. I'm like, was that just, you know, I know sometimes when you got crowds around there's not a lot of time to turn around and get these bikes race prepped you, mm-hmm. you know Mathis you were a mechanic it, and even nowadays the schedule is pretty tight you know I think a lot of it because of TV fitting in the in the, the time slot so you know I don't even he had his back to ride he did he may not even know who was there and he was just trying to get himself some room 
Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't read too much into it. I saw it and, you know, I, yeah. I, I give him the benefit of the doubt is, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, Kelly's a great if guy. If I get a chance, I'm right. going to ask him. He's probably going to say, I was just trying to hustle to get out of there. And, you know, right. I was, you know. Well, Berluti, my weight into people. Berluti, you you do this now. I mean, there's that you got to get the hell out of there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I personally think that if you ask him about, it, he's gonna probably like look at you like I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I I, I kind of think that exactly. If you go back to a couple shows before when Ken you know won the race, you know he's up there too. He's like grabbing his bike, getting it out of the same yeah. thing. It just so happened that Dungey was there and he bumped into Dungey. So yeah. You know, like Grant says, I, I don't think I'd look too far into No, it, you know? it's nothing, yeah. You also, know? I, I know Kelly, uh, you know, he's from South Africa. And, mm. we, you know, we grew up racing together. And, and he's, uh, you know, I know him well enough to say he's a really nice guy. And yeah. I don't, that's why I also don't think there was anything malicious about that. I think it was just purely just yeah. in, in hustle mode and didn't even know what he was Absolutely. doing kind of thing. Uh, hey, GL, as a guy that came on real strong in the second half to steal the championship away from Tim Ferry in 07, <laughs> and you know, and, and obviously your national wins and everything else speak for yourself, should we be worried a bit about Ken Roxon? What's going on here? 14 points. He's not the same guy as he was at Redbud. If you're in his shoes or you're his team manager, are you a little worried? Um. You know, the thing is with Kenny is when you um, see him on TV, he reminds me a little bit of Dungey. I know they're completely different, but they, they have like that poker face. Good, good, bad days. They always try and tell you that they're going to come back faster and stronger. You know, they say mm-hmm. the right thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's – but I get that feeling that, you know, we saw at Redbud, he just outrode everyone. And I was wondering, was that – was that going to mentally defeat Dungey? Is this going to be like if it happens again, you know? And that's why I knew at Millville it would be big because I, I, I felt that Roxon really wanted to win there just to steal the show. Mm-hmm. And Dungey, of course, really wanted to win in front of his home fans. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a pretty important race. And then second moto, you know, when Roxon even sort of admitted that he, he faded. And, um, you know, so it's like, okay, is he... I know he's in good shape, but is he getting burned out at this late part of the season? Uh, is this weekend off, I think, is going to help someone like him? Um, but if it's not a physical thing and it's a mental thing, then 14 points is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think if, it's, if, it, if Kenny doesn't have the mental capacity to go 24 motos, um, you know, we could always say, look at previous you know, series, you know, last year in the outdoors and Supercross this year, that second half was not as good right. as the first half. Um, you know, those are facts. Um, is this a trend or, or was it because of, you know, last year Tomac came on fire like he's doing right now? Mm-hmm. Or is it, uh, you know, and, and, you know, when I watched it, uh, Jason said it as well. He said the best race of the year for Dungy, he stepped his game up. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was pretty huge. Uh, because he he outrode everyone, and uh, I kind of had that feeling that he was. And before the races started, I predicted actually that him him he would win the four fifties, and I said Marvin's going to win the two fifties. Mm-hmm. And Jason said Marvin, huh? And I said, yeah, he's just got a yeah, he's got the confidence, he's got the speed now. This is his kind of track, and I said he looked very comfortable going fast in practice. And uh, I said basically it comes down you got to get the starts, but uh, yeah, you know. Maybe it's just not a 
track for Kenny, you know, but Ryan was on fire. He but, was. Uh, yeah. It, you know, we've kind of, it's like a heavyweight boxing match right now. They both delivered punches. So, uh, I'm curious to see every round I think is going to be interesting because Tomac could steal the show and those guys are scrapping it out for the couple of points because Roxon hasn't lost chunks at all. So 14 points, if he, you know, goes break even mm-hmm. on weekends or just loses two or three, um, it still puts it down to that last race last month. Yeah, moment. yeah. Now it should be interesting yeah, for he sure. He lost ten points this week. I know ten points. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom- Tomax just. I think that's yeah. the most so far. Yeah, for sure. T- Tomax going to be the Tomac, decider. Tomax going to jack everything up. He's going to be the decider. Yeah. Or Trey? I, I haven't counted Trey out. God, you he's know? really slack lately. You can never count Trey out. Yeah, just, he's, he's hot and cold he's though. Close. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's real close. He's he's just a tick off, and then everybody else, I'm not so sure. Hey, uh, Ryan Villapoto, what do you hear? Done? GPs? Going to race again? What do you know, Grant? Um, I don't know, but I've heard some chatter from mm-hmm. people that I think What's your chatter? Know. What's your chatter? What do you hear? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to mention names or places. Of course but, not. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes and races the GPs. Really? Okay. All right. No. I'm just I, hey, and this is just speculation. Yeah. So Yeah, no, I've heard I, I don't want anyone to read too much into it, but I I've heard that he he enjoys it over there and he kind of wants to travel and I and I I think he wants to go and beat Caroli in his prime and sort of put an exclamation point on his career. Now, I've heard the GP thing is off the table, but again, you're a pretty connected guy, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um Hey, I'm a social butterfly. So yeah, you I are. A lot of people. Hey, uh, <laughs> you want to take some calls? Absolutely. As usually, when you're on, you got a lot of a lot of people wanting to talk to you. Greg, you got a question uh, for Grant Langston? Hey guys, uh, Steve Grant. Um, first off, real quick, uh, Berludi, you're my favorite co-host. <laughs> right Thanks on. Doing Thank show, you. Buddy. Keep us coming back. This guy called last week and said Kiefer was his favorite, though. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. All right, Greg. What's up? Uh, yes. Um, Grant, you're uh, you're obviously a uh, few years out of racing. You've got some booth time with Arena Cross, which, by the way, I started to watch because you were involved for the very first time. And, and, and tr- oh, thank you. It was very interesting. Um, but have you... Have you learned something about riding racing uh, in the booth that you wish you had have known when you were when you were in your prime? Good question. Um, that is a good question. Because um, you're always consulting on on the screen, and and yeah. by the way, your 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 analogies just keep coming. Um, uh, it was an all time low at the Indonesia. This last one, but uh, <laughs> good work. He, he kept it well, going. I'll you. let you answer the question. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's, it's that's hard, that's a hard answer, uh, truthfully, and it's, it's a really good question. Um, I mean, I guess because of my knowledge in racing and being around a long a long time, when I watch stuff, sometimes I still get excited when I see guys do little things because I notice it, and even sometimes at commercial breaks, I'll pointed out to Weege and I'm like, watch this, watch this. And then he'll see it. And he's like, Oh, I, I would have never noticed, but, but I understand what the, the thought process behind it is. Um, but I, I think it's more like being in the booth. It's more just trying to learn how to relay uh, what I see on the track to the viewers at home. That's understandable. You know, um, cause 
Sometimes when I'm sitting in the booth, my hands are going wild. I'm giving you hand explanations, <laughs> but no one can see my hand motion. So, uh, but you know, that's just the way I talk. But it's, uh, I, I learn every time I sit down in the chair. You know, whether it's just how how this works, or or you know, which writer I think is 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 going to have a good day, and you know, so you're always learning, I guess. Um, but saying what I wish when I raced, well, you know, when you watch the guys now, it's like, I wish I could have done that. I wish I had that kind of, you know, I watch some of these guys, I'm like, man, I wish I had that natural talent. You know, these guys, <laughs> some of these riders are incredible, you know, and it's, uh, it's to me, it's fun to watch, if, if nothing else. So I, I enjoy being able to, uh, to try and relay the message. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for calling. You make it fun for all this, Greg. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Uh, next call. Uh, is this Guy? Guy, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's going on? What's your question for Grant Langston? Hey, Grant. Uh, I was wondering, like, I heard you used to bang a lot of chicks. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> That's uh, fucked. Uh, Chris. Chris, <laughs> what's up? Chris, hey, what's happening? <laughs> Thanks for calling. What's uh, what's your question for Grant Langston? Hey, uh, first, I'd just like to say... um. So far this year, um, Grant has been his first time um, hosting the Nationals with Jason. He's doing uh, pretty much the best job ever. And um, all right, first, everybody's um, they're getting really sick. I noticed that um, lately that Malcolm he has a um, dehydration issue, mm-hmm. and uh, James had it before he uh, the start of Moto Two. And um, recently, just um, Kyle Chislam he had it over there in the Canadian Nationals. And um, I was just wondering why is um, everybody getting so messed up? What do you think, Grant? What's uh, certainly was around in your day too, as far as making sure you were hydrated and all that. Well, I, I spent a lot of time in Florida in my latter years of racing because I had, you know, basically Villa Poto's property that used to be my place. I built it. He bought it from me, but. Um, when I was down in Florida, man, it is so hot and humid, mm-hmm. and you've been down there, Steve. I mean, you just stand outside, you just you're sweating so much. And what what's hard for me even was staying hydrated. I mean, I used to go, you know, to the doctor during the week to get hydrated because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, banned on the weekend. Right. But that you know, it almost became a ritual to do it on Thursday afternoon after I was done training. Just go to the you know the urgent care and get hydrated, and then get on the flight the next morning and i and i think just you know it's uh these guys are just getting dehydrated and then like because malcolm ended up with kidney stones and that's yeah. because you know you get that sodium build up and that's also just from dehydration not enough fluid so mm-hmm. um you know Carl Chisholm's from uh florida um and uh I, think- I don't know where he's staying or training but you know uh, i just think dehydration is was always my heart that because that leads to burnout so those were you know kind of go hand in hand and this latter part of the season it's tough in 2003 actually i was so dehydrated i i don't even know how i finished the second moto's uh, second moto at millville and uh, it almost cost me a championship because i was so sick after that i ended up mm-hmm. being hospitalized oh wow and it was basically just from dehydration and thank goodness there was the break after that and i was able to kind of just get rehydrated and rest and recoup, but I did nothing, and I came back and rode the last few rounds pretty well. Yeah. Uh, this guy's down at Loretta's. I don't know if it's a question for Grant, but Deagle, you there? Uh, yeah, what's going on? What's up, man? You're at Loretta's right now? 
Yeah, I am uh, actually walking beside the track as we speak. All right, what's happening? What's your question? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, uh, at one of the regionals, there was a guy in the women's class. Yeah, I have heard about this. Yeah. Danielle. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Danielle West, I think, is what his, her name is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, she got DQ'd from what I understood, but then... The rumors are flying around down here, and I actually know somebody who's seen her at sign-up, or him, her, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted I guess she's racing. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they let her race at the regional, and then they decided to disqualify her, but they let her race all the motos, because I don't think they really know what's going to happen. Like, I think there will be lawyers involved, and, well, uh, you know... <laughs> From what I've been told, and I know some people who are actually racing that class say that she's in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, is your question about, like, should she be in? Because oh. I don't really know, man. This is well, a... I just wanted you to weigh in on it, like, what you feel. I feel like MX Sports <laughs> is in for a, uh, a hell of a fun time figuring this out. When a man becomes a woman, um, what happens? They um, made a song about that. They did? No. Oh. Just kidding. Um, I I don't think he, her, has had the surgery yet. Yeah, that's my thing. I did a Racer X podcast, and I said, look, if you have the bits, you're a dude. (laughs) But, you know, if you don't don't have the bits, fine. Then you're hardcore. You you are a woman. But honestly, man, I don't know. Like, how do you figure this out? (laughs) Good luck. Good luck, Davey Coombs. Good luck. Yeah. I'd rather just. (laughs) Plead the fifth on that one, um, <laughs> right? Because I, I, we don't. I don't know all the facts. I, I know bits and pieces of it, and uh, you know, like you said, Steve. I think there's going to be lawyers involved potentially. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, right. hopefully they can just sit down and 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 get a better understanding exactly what's going on. Like you said, you know, um, and then I don't know if it needs to be a vote or how it works. Yeah. <laughs> You know, fair is fair as well. You know, rules are made there for a reason. So um, if there was a disqualification, um, you would hope that they have an explanation for the reason. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just whatever. You know, same thing like what what James is dealing with, you know. It's in, I don't want to say litigation, but it's in that process of however, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they go through it. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a bit of a, a you know people are making a little too much out of it and i don't know yeah i mean I it's it's i don't know what you would do rule, as long if the rules are black and white uh you know you're either you're either legal or you're not you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah that's all i have to say yeah and, and let me let me ask you this is it worse if he she wins or if he she loses <laughs> um yeah i don't know well, what's that's the hard part too because think about it if she now goes and wins, you know, the people are going to go, well, you know, this is not really fair. So, you know, it's going to be one of those <laughs> controversial things, I think, no matter which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there, yeah. There, there will be lawyers at some point or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks, Deagle. I appreciate it, man. All right. You have a good one. Thank you. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, uh, Robbie Renard's at Loretta's again. Yeah, Berlude. of course he is. Uh, Berluti's favorite rider, Langston, is Robbie Renard. Out of all the ones he's worked for, he loves Robbie. Really? Oh, he's, he's worked for... Really? Why not? I like Robbie. Yeah, he's a good guy.
I, I don't know him very well, but right. um, he's always been uh, just really cool. He's, he's like, cool. you know, nice laid back guy. Right. Yeah, he's laid back. Uh, Raining guy. yellow. What's happening? Raining yellow. What's up? Hey, I just got back from Indonesia and uh. I'm. I'm feeling a little dizzy. <laughs> okay, wait. I missed something here. What's going on with this? Well, what? Go ahead, Grant. What? What's happening, Grant? With this? Okay. Well, and uh, <laughs> I actually heard it once before from Daniel Blair at Arena Cross, and, <laughs> Daniel. I, and I laughed. Right? Okay. And I still said, I have to, I, I have to, I have to throw this out one day. So uh, Tomac came off the drop off there before the chicane, and. Uh, Obviously, right when he hit the brakes, he had a big kicker mm-hmm. and it kicked him right up, so he almost endoed. And Jason said, uh, they showed a replay, and he said, Grant, uh, what happened? I said, well, he almost bought himself a one-way ticket to Indonesia. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Hilarious. I found it funny. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I that's, found that's it good. funny as hell. Yeah. I, I want to say, uh, I don't have anything against Jeff Emig, but... Uh, I think Grant's been uh, a breath of fresh air this uh, in the booth. He's, uh, you're doing a great job, personality-wise. You can tell. Um, just he seemed like a good dude. Good dude to drink a beer uh, with. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, as uh, Steve knows. I'm pretty social. I'm known as a social butterfly. <laughs> He'll drink a beer days. with you. Hey, come over. You almost you almost broke my heart though that when you did. Uh, when uh, your son, James Stewart, he started getting on your son. What? Uh, oh, for the for the Millville thing? Yeah, he talked about that a little bit. I know, I know. Oh. So, hey, it's all good. But uh, I got a comment about the, the last conversation with that guy racing the girls' class. Mm-hmm. That's not fair because technically the dude can ride balls out. <laughs> good point. <laughs> good point, Raining Yellow. Uh, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. So, uh, hey, it's going to rain again. <laughs> Uh, well, really, I'm re- coming. This, all good. You know what, Raining Yellow, keep your faith. The number seven is supposed to be on the line at Unadillic. Just keep keep your faith. Hey, let the rain fall. And uh, Berluti, Austin, Grant, uh, Steve, the show's killer. You guys take it easy. Thanks. See ya. See ya, Raining Yellow. Much. Yeah, uh, GL, I think you're doing a great job. And uh, definitely, um, Berluti, what do you think? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, uh, I talked to I like talked to Grant this week. And yeah. I, I think he's hilarious. Comedy in a bottle. Yeah, it's good. It's good, man. Um so hopefully you're enjoying it and you'll be around. I hope like you know you want to keep doing it, you enjoy it, and uh, it's not too much. Of, I mean, you're kind of on the road again, like you were when you raced. But hey, it's still not a bad gig. No, I mean I enjoy it. I mean I'm, I'm glad there's a weekend off. Uh, I, I'm starting to feel a little bit burnt out. It's uh, it gets a little mentally draining after a while because I I get stressed out because I know that if I say anything wrong or if I screw up, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's listening. So. Uh, I do have a, I do uh, stress out a little bit. It's, it's, it's been a little bit stressful as of late, just because, uh, um, I don't know. Also, I've been doing the, the, the truck racing and that, so mm-hmm. quite a bit of traveling and just. Uh, but it's been fun. It's been nice to see all the people again, and and obviously, I really hope uh, I'll be back next year. Um, they haven't said anything, and uh, I'm sure at some point we'll have a conversation about that. But no, I, I enjoy it, and and you know, for me, it, it's it's uh, it's just me kind of being me, I guess. So uh, you know, some people may not like it, but it's just my uh, personality. I get I get fired up when I'm in the booth. Like mm-hmm. my, I get sweaty and uh, my heart rate goes up. And so I know I'm I'm passionate about. It. That's why I, sometimes when I watch it back, I'm like, oh man, you know, mm-hmm. didn't mean to say that, or that came out a little strong, you know. But it's just mm-hmm. kind of I get in that mode and uh, just let it rip. So um, 
no, but I, but I enjoy it. I'm actually looking forward to having this weekend at home, and then <laughs> I'm going to uh, have to try and uh, behave myself because next week I go to Sturgis for the truck racing, oh. and uh, <laughs> I've just heard a ton of stories there. So I actually make they race Tuesday and Wednesday, so I made my flight to Unadilla on Thursday because I didn't even want to leave myself there for a day. Right, to do. right, right. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, hey, thank you guys. Yeah, thank, thanks a lot, and we'll see you at Unadilla. Good luck with the Sturgis thing, and uh, yeah, keep on doing it, man. You're doing a great job. Thanks again. All right, thanks. So you guys, take see it you easy. Grant. All right, All right. G- Grant Langston, everybody, the voice of motocross, NBC Sports. Good interview, good guy. Yeah. He said he was getting texts that we were blowing him out on the show. Oh, or, I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah, you not, do that, Steve? I, no. I wasn't on that show. If we blew him out, I would tell him. I don't even remember. Gibbs, do you remember anything? Gibbs. I really don't. No. I don't I, remember us ever talking crap about Grant. No, I don't think so either. But, I mean, I say a lot of shit. So Steve, for, you get that all the time. No, I do. And, yeah. and you know what? And I do say some super stuff. So maybe no. maybe I did well, say I, some super stuff. I know stuff, you but. do say some stuff jokingly, and a lot of people just do not take it as yeah. jokes. Yeah, they don't get it. Hey, you want to win uh, three pairs of tickets to uh, Unadilla? We are giving away courtesy of Vortex. Email pulp or contest at pulpamexshow.com if you want to win one of three pairs of tickets courtesy of Vortex to Unadilla. Let's take our third and com- last commercial break of the night. We're supposed to have Estonia's own Erki Cairo coming on. He said he would come on, but then he's never confirmed that he is going to come on. So we'll have to see oh. if it works out. Uh, he yeah, said he would do it. Forward to it. We, we set a time. Yeah. We were going to make it happen, but I never – and I finally wrote him back. I wrote him back and said, hey, we're in. Like, this is going to happen. Yeah. And he never wrote back. So Uh-oh. we'll see. Erky okay. Cairo, everybody, may or may not be coming on. And uh, we still got your race tech emails and voicemails and much, much more coming up on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks for listening. See you after this commercial. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Wipe, check. Fly racing.
Fab is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. 
The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Essie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got out of your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freebird. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like arena cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. 
You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I could sing this, Preludi. I could sing this with main event. I could sing this with main event. Everything has changed. Absolutely all things changed. Take my hand. Burn my picture. Steal my t-shirt. It's Pearl Jam. Classic Pearl Jam. Welcome back, everybody. Others want from me. Can't buy what I want because it's free. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Coming up with Erky Cairo. We hope. And the Bassets have come into the studio. The Bassets have come into the studio. Sure, she has. Uh, the the one on, we got the fat one on the chair, Rocky, and the little girl down there. Yeah. Oh, and the Hogan's over there. Hoagie. They're all here. Berlute. Yes. 
When privateers have to choose their suspension company, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest privateers, privateer proven. Lead, Freeze, Blows, Gilmore. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension. Years, dude. Hey, uh, you want a discount at uh, Racetech, uh, 20% off Pulp MX 2014. Berlut, at least if you're listening to this, take it from a top mechanic like Tony Berluti. At least get your oil changed. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I that, guarantee you. I guarantee you. Half. Half of you jerkies listening to this have probably have over gone over a year without changing your suspension fluid. Oh, it's it's more important than even valving, as far as I'm concerned. If you change your your oil more frequently, get them serviced. It's it's just as important as valving. And uh, if you need valving, race race that can do that. If you need springs to suit your weight you or go. riding style, race tech can do that. And uh, race tech's gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottom resistance. Racetech.com. All right, here's some emails. Uh, um, let's do that one again. That's no good. JT's not on the line here. Uh, okay. Uh, Steve, want to say thanks for all the awesome content you and the Pulp team keep churning out. I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of years now, and i got to say it's great how you have all kinds of different co-hosts on the Pulp Show now. They are all great. Kiefer is probably my favorite. Sorry, Berlute. That's all right. This guy likes Kiefer. That's cool. Lame. Um... Your podcasts are on point. I didn't, I didn't get into listening to the Fly Moto 60 show for a while, but then I listened once and realized Weege and Thomas are usually on. So now I listen every week. My wife is Canadian and a fan of your stuff. I'm traveling to Vegas in August from Australia. I've got to try these fish tacos that Pookie likes and In-N-Out Burger. Uh, I have a question. What effect, if any, do tear-offs lying on the track have on traction? I don't think they have any... I don't think so. Either. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it'd be for a split hundredth of a second that it wouldn't be a big deal. Uh, this guy says, "Do they pick the tear offs off the dirt after the races?" I don't think they do. Have you, you ever heard of that? Nah, I know, like just a James grade the track, and you, they're they're in the yeah. track, you know. I know that uh, James Stewart forbids tear offs at his place, at his practice track, because they're because they're laying everywhere. So. Uh, Greg said, uh, Steve, I love your show. I listen to everything you put out and totally agree. The riders need to organize and it needs to start from the top, which we've talked about. You've been also on here talking about that. At Washougal this weekend, I happened to catch two examples of horrible flaggers. Anderson went down. Kennard went down. For 30 years, I've been complaining about untrained flaggers at national races. Everybody can agree that a certain percentage of flaggers at most races are inept and endanger the lives of racers. I don't, I don't go that far. No, that's that a possibility. And endanger the lives of racers. Yeah, that's a possibility, Steve. Um, I think the flagger problem could be improved by making a couple of detailed videos that all flaggers must sign that they have watched. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm down with that. They do get instruction, though. It's not like MX Sports just lets them loose. You know what I mean? I they have get no some, idea what they, happens. Yeah, they get what, some instruction. You, what, what happened with the Canard deal? Because he was down a long time or well, something. Well, because he happened. didn't want to get to his bike because the f- there's no flagger. Uh, I got you. You know, the flagger, first of all, wasn't looking past the jump where he could have been. So he didn't see the crash for a long time. Then when he saw the crash, Kennard was just sort of standing there. Dudes were landing on his bike or coming so close to landing on his bike or almost eating shit. The guy whipped out the yellow flag, but the problem was he was on the left side of the jump. Sure. Kennard's bike was on the right side. Yeah. So him waving a flag on the left side of the jump tells everybody to get the hell over there to the other side. Have you ever flagged before? I have. Yeah, I have too. When I was little, though. You know, when I was Wygant young, too. Used to, Wygant used to flag at English Town. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It's... 
it sounds like an easy job, but you, you got a lot going on sometimes. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's not that turnkey easy. You know? No, it's not. You know what Wygant told us on the Racer X podcast today was uh, that uh, the, the hardest thing is like you have to realize and look behind you, uh, past you, and that's a, not a natural instinct when Absolutely. you're watching the races. Sure. So, um, Brennan says he's starting a Project 94 YZ250. Yeah. In honor of my Project 90. So uh, he likes using the Maxima SC1 or Mathis in a can, as it's called. <laughs> um, uh, he has one question for me. The only thing I, he's lacking in, on his pipe, on his bike is an FMF uh, pipe and silencer. He's running out of money to invest in this bike. Is there anything we can do to hook him up? And thanks for the awesome show. And he'll look, keep an eye out for us at JT and JT at the Utah National uh, if he can see us through the dust. Um, I'm going to try to see if Donnie at, and FMF can do something for Brandon. We'll see. Yeah. First Project 94. Awesome. So yeah. I would have got an FMF pipe for my Project 90. They are a big part of the, the show, FMF is. But I wanted to keep it uh, relevant to the current era, which they ran Pro Circuit in 90. And Pro Circuit does sponsor my post-race pulpcast and things like that. So I went for the Pro Circuit Wow. on the 90. Okay. That's all. So I uh, can't wait for you to get that thing done. Well, neither can I, Berlou. You're sort of holding things up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not you. I am. Bring me the cylinder. I'm I know. Ready. I'm working I'm on it. Go. I know. The chassis's done, bro. I haven't put the radiators on. I know. I've on. seen it. Right. It's, it's cool. You're, I looking, put the, you're doing a good job. I haven't it. put the radiators on because it just seems like a. Um, or what, I think the motor gets in. It'll be better. Yeah. There you, you know? go. Two stroke. It's easy. What's that noise? I don't hear nothing. Thunder and lightning? Uh, wait. What? Huh? I kind of hear something. It sounds like someone's talking in the background. It like could be could like TV. DJs. Maybe TV. Yeah. I never right. heard nothing. I don't know. Okay. Hey, let's move on. Let's try to get Erky. Yeah. Can we try to get Erky from Estonia? Erky! One second, Steve. Uh, Will, what's up, man? You want to ask uh, Berludi a question? Will? Yes, sir. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Yeah, I was watching the uh, MXGPs over the weekend. I think they showed it on Sunday. And uh, what is it, uh, Van Horbeck? Van Horbeck that yeah. won uh, MX One. Yeah. yeah, Jeremy Van Horbeck. I, I know. I noticed when he uh, when they went to interview him, like he uh, like the bike was off, and like he hit a button, like it, uh, almost his bike had an electric start. Have you ever seen that or know anything about that? I did not know if their bikes have electric start, but they, I wouldn't doubt it. They're Rinaldi, Yamahas, um, a lot of trick stuff on them. They had EFI before when the bike still had carburetors. Rinaldi always kind of does some cool shit, so um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it looked pretty trick, you know. I mean, the bike was off, and then uh, yeah. like he pushed the button on the right side, you know, kind of like a KTM, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, probably I, th- they would make it work. They like w- Steve said, you know that 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 team has always got the best stuff for Yamaha, yeah. for sure. Yeah, trick so stuff. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what, um, uh, Will, I'm gonna send an email to my buddy in Europe and find out if they do. So. Yeah, look, look, maybe something that the uh, Yamaha may incorporate in the future. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. All right, man. Right they on. all need Thanks. to. Thank you. I'm going to look into that uh, and see see what yeah, they do. Yeah, it's interesting. What 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 where do they show it? Um, on the GPS. Yeah, what, CBS what? Sports. Really? Yeah, I, I, my DVR picks them all up. Oh wow! Speaking of GPS, let's welcome our next guest on. Yeah, he's not doing the GPS, but he was in Finland or something. But he did some AMA Nationals also. Yeah. Erky Caro. Yeah, hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, really appreciate it. Uh, 
the the we uh, we we'd like you to have it on. It's seven thirty in the morning in Estonia, right? Uh, yeah, it's early. Yeah, it's seven thirty in the morning. Oh. Do you have coffee with you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Hey. Uh. First of all, Tony Berluti is here in studio. He's Weston Pike's mechanic on the RCH team, and he okay. was. He said he was talking. To, do you have you? Do, do you have a girlfriend with you that was at the at the Nationals? Yeah, I had my girlfriend with me there. Oh, okay. So it was his girlfriend, Berlude. Yeah, yeah. Really? Be- she's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he was uh, very <laughs> impressed with her, and she was cheering you on. Yeah, what it was was uh, when, when Weston got hurt uh, at uh, Red Bud, um, I went out there because I, I love watching racing, obviously. So then I was watching the race, and uh, – she was telling me, well, I she was cheering for you, and then I just kind of looked up and said, who are you cheering for? And then she proceeded to tell me who she was cheering for, so I thought that was really cool. Um, hey, so I hear you raced in Finland on the weekend. Yeah, I did uh, I did their championship round, which was a, a 450 race. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good, you know, but the track was really, I think it was a little bit unprepared. Like, uh, it was really, like, hard pack, and then, Dusty at places, and then for the se- because we all complained about the safety, mm-hmm. and then in the second race they just flooded all the track, like with the water <laughs> on a concrete base, so it oh. got really slippery. And and then like I won the first race, and then in the second race I just got the dust cloud into my face after the start, <laughs> and then the next thing I know I slid out and just crashed. Oh. and then and the rear fender got like damaged, and then in the I climbed up pretty good in the halfway mark i think it was around 10th place and mm-hmm. then my rear fender broke and it started to kick my back so hard that i had to pull off <laughs> jeez wow okay that's weird so, yeah, stuck what stuck like stuck straight up we can still like in the first race uh, i just got like pretty good lead and then finished it off pretty good so oh that's cool uh 702-586-757 you got a question for estonia's own erky Kauro. hey uh you rode the destinations for estonia last year are you gonna go back this year I'm not sure yet, but hope so. It's a, it's a pretty cool track, and it's like four or five hours from my house, so I hope right. to be on the team and go back. Yeah, I, I've already got my ticket booked, so I'm looking forward to seeing you there. You'll be on 250s? Yeah, probably on 250. Yeah. Um, hey, what made you decide to come to America and race? How did that happen? And by the way, congrats on the Millville finish. You got in the top 20. You've been a right borderline top 20 guy at the three races you were at, and uh, Millville, you did well. But what made you decide to come to America and try it out? Uh, I mean, like, when I was growing up here and I had all these videos and DVDs and everything and saw the racing over there and see how the whole thing worked there, it was always like, I thought it's it's cooler than the GPs and everything. So I just always had, like, a dream to come over. I, I started to think about couple of years ago already but then i had uh, like when i was 16 i had pretty bad injury with my shoulder mm-hmm. and then it slowed down the blends and everything but then last year i had the plan again and then made it happen like organized and then i have a friend uh, fred sassy in chicago and he helped me out a lot <laughs> to organize all the things over there and then and then mm-hmm. last year i finally made it happen and came over at Shoutwick. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, and I know I saw your name in the results, and I'm like, wow, guy from Estonia. And your buddy in Chicago, Sass- the Sassinator van or whatever that thing is, <laughs> yeah. uh, is really funny. It, it, it's a white van, and it just has in spray paint, Sassinator. <laughs> I don't I, – Yeah, it, 
Yeah, it's a cool man. Uh, they rented out to me, and they've been really good to me. Like uh, last year and also this year, I got to live at their house, and then they rented me the van and everything. And they helped me out a lot with the whole family. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Um, so you, um, uh, um, why'd you go back after Millville, or did you have to, or did you was your was your ninety day thing up, or did you want to stay, or how that? Why'd you go back? I mean, I just planned at the beginning the two to three races because I don't have house or anything there or the stage just, you know, mm -hmm. to leave at the other's house and then uh, to be on the road with the van. I just thought, like, do the three rounds and see how it goes and mm -hmm. hopefully maybe next year I can do, like, a full circuit there. Yeah, yeah, no doubt just, about it. Just to see, like, uh, where I'm at and, and everything like that, you know. I think it's cool. We got, you know, we got Mikhailov from Russia. He's been yeah. racing for a few years now. He's doing better and better. He is. He's doing yeah. better. Of course, Freddie Norn, Sweden. Yeah. He's kick, kicking ass right now. And yeah. Erky comes over from Estonia. It's like you guys are all like, you know what? The GPs, and eh, rather go to America. I think yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, they don't even pay those guys over last there. Year I did one GP, and, and it's almost the same cost, even though it was in Finland, like yeah. 100, uh, 100 miles from my house, and <laughs> it's almost the same cost. Uh, to, to, because, you know, the entrance fee is so high. Yeah. yeah, and there's no purse money. I mean, there's not much in the Nationals, but at least it's more than GPs. Yeah. Um, uh, so what was the biggest uh, – what's the number one thing that you you were surprised at in racing the Nationals? Like, what what do you need to get better at, or what were you surprised at when you uh, when you showed up? I think, first off, the uh, track, tracks were so deep. You know, where, where I race in Estonia and around politics, it's all like they just – uh, do it with the tractor and leave it like even uh, either hard based or just sand and and over there it was just ripped and uh, now the ruts everywhere and everything like that that was one thing and then the other thing I think is um, the racing just from the drop of the gate like mm -hmm. I qualified like 20 around 20th but even like the 40th place guy could go faster at least one lap in the in the beginning of the race right. and everyone was just going really fast right out of the gate that was something like over here we always just take the start and settle in for a couple of laps and then start to race. But over there, it was just from the drop of the gate. And that was one of the hardest things for me, I think. You know, that's what, uh, remember Strybos and DeSalle came over last year for a couple of races? I know Strybos, but yeah, I know DeSalle did, did, yeah. And talking to Strybos, uh, he said the same thing. He's like, the American, in GPs, it's like t the first 10 minutes are like, hey, figure things out, get the lines, like, like let's, let's, you know, get our pace going. And he said, in America, it is like go time from the right. gate drop. Right. So, sort of what you found out yeah, too. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. You got everyone one, is just going everywhere. You got one free lap. No, I'm, I'm in the motos. In the motos. Oh, in the motos. Yeah, in the motos. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so Erky, what uh, what's life like in Estonia? You know, what's talk talk to us about it. Where do you live in Estonia? I live in the northern northern part of Estonia. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, there's not a lot of tracks around here. Most of the tracks are uh, in the south side, but um, I have a couple of tracks around here and just race all over the Baltics. And uh, last year I did the first time ever Finnish championship. Okay. And it's pretty good, but it's still small, you know. Mm -hmm. and do you have a? Is it? Do you get a paid ride for that Finnish championship? Is that why you did it? Somebody paid you to to race for them? I mean, uh, I have some of my sponsors, personal sponsors from there. Mm-hmm. And they wanted me to do it, and and it's um, a little bit higher level uh, there than uh, here in Estonia. So right. I just tried tried that one, and and it was pretty good. Do you you don't go back and forth though from Finland to Estonia, do you? In between? Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I thought that was pretty far. I, I need to look at a map. 
Well, it's, it's close. Like, it's two hours with the boat, and then yep. sometimes if it's, like, in northern part of Finland, then it's quite far, like... Mm-hmm. But, oh. uh, normally, it's just to travel two hours with the boats and then just a couple hours with the land. Can you make any money doing Estonia National Championships, or is that is it sort of like... Is, I imagine it's maybe a little bit like Canada, where I'm from. Can't really make a great living. Uh, no, it's 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 a small prize money, but you know, I think you still spend more. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> uh hey, what about uh do you remember our own we have a guy he's not on the air right now, but Jason Thomas, you heard of him, right? Um Yeah, but he went to Estonia like two years ago. Did you race him? I don't actually remember. I don't know what race he did. Oh, I don't know either. It was just some big Estonian race. I don't I guess I guess I guess that's like me saying How many dude, years ago it was? I think it was like two years ago. Three two, three years ago. I know there was some some American guys uh, doing a couple rounds of Estonian championship a few years ago, but I don't know if it was him or yeah, somebody else. I think there was three guys. That would have been him. He was one of those guys. Um <laughs> Hey, uh another Estonian that I know that I got to know pretty well when he was here was Juice Lansu. The juice is loose. Uh, how's he doing? <laughs> Do you know him? How's he doing? Yeah, I know him well. Uh, he's doing he's doing pretty good. Uh, he just finished his career. He was racing uh, last year. It was pretty good in Estonia, and he was riding 450s. And he was just racing locally. He mm-hmm. did uh, he did one GP last year as well, the same one in Finland that I did. Oh, okay. And he he got pretty decent finishes and stuff. But now he had some um, uh, quite big crash, and I think it was about a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. And then he hurt his ribs and back, so he. He he decided to finish it now. Juice used to come in into the Moto Triple when he rode for Moto Triple X. Berludi, he wasn't a very good Supercross rider. No, that's putting it lightly. Yeah, um, and he would come in and he would he would be so mad at himself. He would throw his helmet and just start punching the wall <laughs> and just be like fuck 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 fuck. <laughs> and we're like, geez, Juice, calm down, like. He rode good outdoors. He did. Huh? He had some good yeah. outdoor rides. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys, there's a lot of good riders from that because you, you guys, it's a small, it's a small country, right? Yeah, it's it's really small. Yeah, but you have um, but a, I, good. I riders. think I understand because like uh, we don't have anything like supercross or even not arena cross or anything. All the tracks here are like pretty easy. I mean, even the jumps that I jumped at nationals were like way bigger than every, anything we have here, and so oh yeah, it's like. Tracks are quite small and easy over here. Yeah. How many how many riders do you get for a uh, for a national? Like, do you get a lot or? Uh, I think we don't have like many guys uh, have to qualify. I think around thirty to forty, but normally there's no guys that we left out. Um, but yeah. in in Finland we do have like sometimes it's fifty guys, sometimes it's forty five. It depends, but still the level is you know like top ten goes pretty good, but mm-hmm. it drops down. Uh, like the speed drops down a lot more than in nationals or or in GPs or anywhere. You know who's Estonian, uh, Berludi? Who's that? Tano Leok. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's, 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 a, there's there's a family four, of them. There's yeah. five or six Leoks, but only yeah. Tano is racing now, right? Right, Erky? Uh I think the other Leok, uh, his um, his father's um, uh, brother son is doing the Enduro World Championship right now. Igor Leok. Oh, okay. And then Gert he used to race also got years back. He did pretty good too yeah. in GPs. And Tannel Tannel's got some speed. I remember seeing him at a few GPs where he's like a six or seven guy. He was on the uh, TM for a while and doing pretty good. He was on Factory Cowie yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah, he was on Factory Cowie. But he's getting old now, huh? Yeah, yeah. How old is Tannel? I think he's around. 
I'm not sure, but I think it's uh, somewhere in the uh, late 20s. Oh, okay. How old are you? I'm 21. 21. And then Gert Kestnikov, or Kurt Kester. I thought you used to think it was Russian. I don't know. How do you say his name? No, it's just standing. Yeah, how do you say his name? Gert Kestinov? Uh, yeah, Gert Kestinov. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to think he was Russian for a long time. Oh, he rides a 250 class. Uh, no, 450s. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Here's the thing that pisses me off, Erky. How many people live in Estonia? Would you say uh, total? It's 1.4 million, I think. 1.4 million people in Estonia. Yeah. Okay. So they get you guys get top ten in the donations a lot of times, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. So they I get the top. Best finish ever is fourth, and we died with France in two thousand four. It was for third, but got fourth place. Yeah. yeah. Which is gnarly. Great ride. Okay. Yeah. Now my country, Canada. <laughs> okay, we can't even make the fucking A main. No. <laughs> we have more people than Estonia. We have Supercross guys. We have good riders, and this Estonia country shows up. And literally wipes their asses of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? I don't know what to tell you, yeah, Steve. Yeah, the nation's been good. I know, like, Tanner Leo has, he has had really good speed always, like, in this nations. I think he's almost won a moto back in England, like, 2006 or something. And then yeah. last year, even in the qualifying race, he ran, like, third the whole race and qualified us really good. And Yeah. and It's and, been good. This nation's been always good for Estonia. Hold on. I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google. I'm paying this phone bill, so it doesn't matter. What okay. about rollerball? Did you guys ever do anything with rollerball? Yeah, rollerball did pretty good. They, we got seventh or ninth one time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Google population of Canada here because I need to know. So 1.4 million in Estonia. Okay, Canada has yeah, about Canada has 35 million people. Yeah. <laughs> 35. Yeah. And Estonia has one. And they, I mean, they don't just beat us in the motocross nations. We can't even make the A main, Berluti. I'm telling you, Estonia is, they're serious in their motocross. Uh, yeah, you guys I'm getting are, mad good. now. Now I'm getting upset. But. Our motorcycle's really expensive over there, I'm sure, huh? Yeah, I don't think it's too much, but it's, it's a little bit more expensive than in America, yeah. Yeah. Do you get, a, like, support from a, a KTM dealership where you live, or how's that work, like an importer? Or uh, yeah, actually, actually, this year, I was supposed to, in the beginning of the season, I did arena crossover in the uh, U.K., and then I was supposed to ride for LP Kawasaki the same evening that, that Kurt Kristinov is on his racing in England, too. Mm-hmm. But then the 250 that I was supposed to run in the Nationals, like outdoors, uh, didn't work very good, and then we ended up finishing with that team, and then I came back to Estonia, and... And got pretty good too with the Husky dealer in Estonia, so I'm riding the Husqvarna's now. Oh, nice! Hey, where do you, you get your English? You guys all get taught English? Contender here and uh, like that, you can get support for the bikes and everything. That's okay. That's like good part here. Oh, that's good. How do you learn your English? You got really good English. Uh, it started off in the school, and then just watching all the videos and stuff on the internet, and and just all that. Wow, you did, did you? great. 35 million to 1 million. Jeez. 35 Steve, million to 1. You should be ashamed. At least you play hockey. Well, hey, does Estonia play hockey? Estonia plays hockey. We got yeah. them covered in hockey, okay, though. Okay. Yeah, suck it, Erky. Canada's better at hockey. Yeah, we, we don't do good in hockey. Our neighbor countries, Latvia and Finland, do really good, but I don't know why we don't do good. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah, well, suck it, bro. Um, hey, did you. Did you have any like? Uh, did you meet any top American riders, or did you have any like interaction with some of the some of the stars of the sport over here, or anything like that? 
while you were here? Not really with the, with the stars of the sport. I don't think so. But uh, I met um, a guy named Cody Cam. Oh yeah, yeah. And we're, yeah, we're pretty good friends. I trained a couple of times at his track, and then we used to hang around in the US. Pretty good. He showed me around, and cool. it was a good time with him. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's 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 really like uh, I mean, I got a lot of friends who are privateers and. Everyone kind of wants to help each other out and, and do well. And, you know, if you need a part, you can ask somebody else or whatever, right? Like, it's kind of a... Yeah, that's what I really liked over there. You know, everyone was friendly and, and, and like, uh, chilled out at the race. I think over here in the cheap business, it's more like everyone is on their own. But mm-hmm. I think over there, it was really good atmosphere overall. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Estonia. Yeah, Always awesome. in the top 10. Tanalia, great. Erky's awesome. And good job, Canada. Hey, so all the girls are blonde over there or what? Uh, most of them, yeah. Yeah, beautiful blonde girls. Erky, do you have um, do you have a uh, a Twitter account? Uh, no, I don't actually. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if people want to see your girlfriend that Berluti keeps talking no, about. Oh, dude. No, come I'm on. just saying. I you could said be your dad three times. <laughs> you but said I'm she just was. Saying she was. Yeah, beautiful. she was beautiful, and you said she was really cool and nice. Yeah, and she really was cheering nice. on Erky. Very right. nice. Yeah. Hey, Erky, what what part of America did you like? Like, what did you think outside of the racing? Like, what was cool to you? What was neat? The freeways or the i mean the food or like what 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 kind of things did you think america was awesome about america um i think just the people were so friendly i think that was like the coolest part i think even if you go to practice checks or wherever i've been a couple of years ago i've been Mm -hmm. over in california also like for training camp Mm -hmm. and it's been just cool like to go to the tracks and see all the people come up to you and say you did pretty good on the track and all that stuff like oh good and i think that's the coolest part and and then, but mainly I was just so focused on the racing. I think it was just so big for me. So I think I just thought on racing all the time and the AMA thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, by the way, congrats. Uh, Pulp MX, we do the privateer poll. Uh, I owe you 500 bucks. You won. I don't know. Did you get all of Estonia to vote for you? I don't know where you got all these votes from, but people people voted you as the the, the one guy to get the 500 bucks. Yeah, I saw it. It was awesome. I mean, um, uh, when you told me you booted me up on there, I just shared on my Facebook fan page, and then they just took off from there. Oh, so yeah. It was really good. Yeah, they dig it. I don't know how I'm going to pay you this 500 bucks. You got a PayPal account? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have PayPal? Do you know what that is? Yeah, I have a PayPal. Okay, well, then that's how I'll get you the money. I'll PayPal you the money. Because, yeah. well, or, you know what? I can bring it to Disney Nations. I can, <laughs> I can bring you 500. Yeah, you should. You should always uh, visit like Estonia too. They are all really close, Finland, Estonia, Latvia. So. Okay. Um, do I have to pay you in Estonian dollars or American euros, dollars? Euros, maybe. <laughs> are you yeah, euros? Yeah, but I, I don't care. It's whatever. Euros, you know, euros would cost me more money. Yeah. yeah euros are one point four or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you guys use euros in Estonia? Yes, we do. We got them a couple years ago. Okay. Hey, you're right next to Russia, right? Estonia. Yeah, yes. That's scary stuff with Russia yeah, right now. That's, that's not that's, really good, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> in the past, we had a lot of problems with them, so it's not really good. And uh, people are over here are saying, for the destinations, going to Latvia, they're like, oh, we're going to fly over Ukraine. I'm like, they're not going to go over Ukraine. You're not going to get shot down. You're going to Frankfurt. No, no. You're going to Frankfurt, or you're going to London, and then you go to Riga from there, you know? Yeah, no, that's all good. I don't think that's a problem for these nations. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, Erky, thank you for coming on. It's 7.30 in the morning on Tuesday. By the way, how's Tuesday looked? Should I should I get out of bed on Tuesday? How's the weather? Do I need to get out of It's a joke. Oh. oh. Sorry, brother. I, I didn't get it either. Okay. Maybe it was a bad joke. I don't, think, I don't think he got it. No. 
Um, you got up Tuesday morning at 7.30 in Estonia to do this show. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and thank I, you. I get it. Thanks, Erky. Yeah, thanks, guys. Erky, yeah, that was great. Um, um, good luck with everything. Uh, so we won't see you over here for the last three, right? Just as nations and maybe next year? I was thinking about doing Indiana, but I'm not sure yet. I need to see a little bit uh, how the things will uh, mm-hmm. go from here, and then maybe. But I don't, I don't really think so right now. If you need a mechanic, you know, I was a mechanic for 11 years for some of the best riders in the sport. And you'll be at Indiana. I'll be at Indiana. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know if I come. Okay, <laughs> that's you, awesome. You could, okay, so you know, you might need a mechanic at Indiana if you come. Yeah, probably. Oh, there we go. I'm going to take you to the top, Erky. Like I, like I did with Nick Way, Tim Ferry, Ty Birdwell, all these guys. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. for Congratulations on the poll. I'll get you some money. I'll email you, and we'll figure things out. I'll see you at those nations, hopefully. And thanks for coming on the Pulp of Mech Show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was a good time. And then... I just want to say thanks to all the guys that helped me out in America, too, like uh, everywhere. They were all friendly, and to the Sassy family, and, and also the Jim Holly, he's helped me through the years over there, and just awesome. everyone that helped me organize all the things over there. It was awesome time. Oh, good. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's a good guy. He's a good friend of mine. So nice, nice guy. Yeah. He's oh. a nice guy, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Erky. Thank you. All right. Bye. See you. Erky Cairo from Estonia. Nice guy, huh? That's what we do. That's what you do, Steve. You only get the good guys on your show. 35 million people to one. <sighs> can't beat Estonia. I mean, can't even make the A-Main. Estonia, is, Estonia may as well be uh, uh, Ricky Carmichael to uh, Devin Gibbs. Dude, quality. Fasciati is a good rider. He is a great rider. Yeah. Something happens at Motocross the Nations. Yeah. Steve, you don't know how fast I am. Uh, you're not faster than RC. <laughs> That's the gap. I mean, so we, as Canada, we can't even make the AMA, never mind touch Estonia. Estonia may as well be ridiculous. Yeah. I wish JT would have been online. You'd probably get beat by Brazil, huh? No, I think we got Brazil covered. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get get Brazil covered, I think. Mexico we have covered. (laughs) Mm, Iceland. How about China? (laughs) China we have covered. Hey, that's one thing about the motocross nations people don't realize. Oh, shit. It's a cool race. But in a way, it's a bit of a shit show because on Saturday, in those qualifiers, the Americans are lapping on lap two. Yeah. There's guys who are 45 <laughs> to a minute but a lap slower. 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 45 seconds a yes, lap. China. Yes. China. Yeah. Mongolia. Oh, the Mongolians. They can't seem to ever field a good team. One of these years. So, I mean... Oh, we have. So don't feel too bad, we Steve. Have, you guys aren't that far. No, off. no, no. We can beat Mongolia because remember on Saturday they drop. On Saturday they drop the the last four or whatever that don't even make the B main. Yeah. So like you literally pay all that money and you show up and you get one twenty lap uh, or twenty minute qualifying race on Saturday and then your weekend is over. Yeah. They don't even want you in the B main. So. Funny times. Uh, people don't understand that uh, the disparity is uh, is pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, Chris, what's happening? Hello. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up? Um, well, I got a question about um, what I don't know. Would it be possible um, if I could probably be um, a special guest with you one week or uh, for a whole show, or if it's possible? I don't know. We don't do a lot of that, Chris, because. Really? I don't know. I mean, we tried to do some people who donate money to Bassett Rescue. 
You know? Yeah. I've just been trying to um, get my name out in the um in oh, the industry were... because I go to the I go to a lot of the races and um I I really don't have like a lot of people to talk to about it. Just um try to get my name out and see where I'm going. And um You were I'm the announcer guy. For, uh, you were the my next year. Uh, for a motorcycle technician, so I guess that that'll probably help me a little bit. Oh, too. for sure. Hey, you were the announcer guy, didn't we get you to announce? Sir. No, we didn't. Sir. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear. You. Weren't you the announcer guy? Yeah, yeah, that was me. That's right. You did a pretty good job. wasn't bad. We threw you on the spot. Yeah, well, wasn't bad. <laughs> um, I don't know, Chris. Just get get in contact with me. Maybe we'll we'll do some stuff and we can get people in here to. If you want to make donations or we want to help out, if you want to need a job as a mechanic, you can call in too. We can try to see what we can do. So, all right, thank you. Um, I'll call in next week. All right, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. See you. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're wrapping this thing up. Paul Mike Show presented by BTLSports.com. Uh, voicemails. You can call anytime and leave a voicemail. And we had twenty seven voicemails this week, and I got it down to this five or six. And here we go. Hey, guys, great show. Just want to make a comment on Grant Langston, a pro and a con. I think he does an unbelievable job announcing, gives us a lot of insight from a writer's perspective, and it's just really fun to listen to. However, an opportunity, the pre-race show showed Grant and Weed standing there and, and talking about the upcoming race. It looked like uh, Grant had just woken up from being hungover, didn't brush his hair or shaved. <laughs> We're trying to make this a national sport and help the, the, the sport grow. Uh, I really believe he should be clean cut, brush his hair, and look like he's ready for business. He, Great show, guys. Keep it up. He admitted that. He admitted that. He looked rough at Red Bud Saturday morning. Oh. And he admitted that, and he has put himself in Friday night timeouts. <laughs> yeah, that's so what he said. So it's good, good of, uh, good of no, Grant. No more B-Lot. Yeah, yeah, no more B-Lot for him. Um, all right, let's get, let's go. Hey, Steve, this is uh, Gib Gavin. I've uh, called in quite a few times for time. Um, just kind of chiming into something I read on Twitter. Uh, Dan Lamb or Dan Dunes, whatever, guy works for, obviously, Moto X Addicts. Uh, good guy, great site. Um, I guess he tuned into the Canadian uh, MX audio stream this weekend, and uh, he's pretty pissed off with the obviously biased against Alessi. Um my remarks to that, I just want to kind of clarify that um, people have to understand when he calls. He's calling Colt like our golden boy, but it, it's not that way. He's just a Canadian. We love him. He's been in the series a long time. And it's like other Americans, Bobby Kay or, or other Americans that have been in the series for numerous years. The Canadians announcers adopt them, and they cheer for them. Uh, it's kind of a form of respect. If Mike Lessie's been in this series two, three years, you're going to hear the announcers cheering for him. But as it stands right now, the guy's up here for one year just to win a title and maybe take off, you know. Yeah, I know they say they want to say, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen, you know. So it's a form of respect, and you'll get respect from these announcers when you've been in the series a while and you've uh, shown it. So uh, that's where it kind of comes down to, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's... That's pretty much it. But, yeah, you could say it's not very professional, but it's Canada, man. Like, it's too fucking bad. You know, they could say, oh, people, Americans are tuning out because of these uh, guys. But but Canada doesn't care. It's the Canadian Nationals. It's for Canadians. They, 
They're not. They're not into getting this on any kind of world stage. All right. So uh, just remember that. that yeah. Alexi's got to earn his respect up here. And don't get me wrong. Now just maybe aren't showing it, but that's the way it's always been done. Welcome to fucking Canada. Eh? Hey. I mean, unless he's got to earn his respect. I mean, the guy's a world class outdoor rider. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Like. The Canadian announcer guys are clearly cheering for Colton. So I guess, okay, I get it. But if Wygant was clearly cheering for an American over a foreigner, sweet Jesus, would you get, you know, would you come under fury for yeah, that? Big time. Yeah. And to say it's just Canada and that's the way it is, I don't know if that's, an, that's, that's a good reason. Welcome to Canada. It's the way it fucking is. <laughs> I mean, really? That's what you do? Uh, whatever, though. Well, he makes you know? it sound like if he's up there next year, then they probably might embrace him or something. I don't know. Nah, I, One year at a time. I, I bet you I bet you last year that they probably embraced uh, uh, Metcalf, right? Yeah. Do you think they get, Do you think they didn't give him any, you know? I, I think they liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, he's not even American. Sinjin. Hey. Uh, uh, fuck. Oh, first of all, that Chris dude, like, if he has something wrong with him, I feel bad. But otherwise, holy shit, what's wrong with him? What do you mean? What? Do you, what why? What, what are you talking about? I, I feel like he's called in multiple times. And, like, he asked Kennard to come to his track one time when Kennard called. And last time he talked about how he's an announcer. Some It seems like some screws loose in his head. Uh, come on, Sinjin. What, because he doesn't swear and, 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 and want to blow no, Jimmy no, no, Albertson? No, no. I mean, what? I, I, I just, I just, that guy is just, I don't know, something's wrong with him. I don't, nothing's wrong with him, Sinjin. He's different. Get, he, all right, whatever, okay, whatever, yeah, right. he's different from you, so there's some, something wrong with him? I mean, come on. Yeah, everyone's got to be like me. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so my question is, I, I, was, I haven't been listening to the show, I don't think you cover it, but um, I was listening to the podcast um, about IVs. Um, yeah. I, as someone like that is, you know, not in the loop like you, uh, what is like? How many guys are really using IVs? Like, I, I really you could you could tell me ten, you could tell me two, and I believe it. You know, like yeah. I really don't know. Well, I don't know either, but I, I've get, I've long talked about it. I know you're a listener of of all the shows. You know, I've been going on and on about this over the years. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I mean, everybody. I mean, not to paint everybody with the same brush, but like I said in that podcast, if you have a motorhome, you're a top rider you should be checked and seen what's going on in there. Because an IV helps you a shit ton. And anybody who has a motorhome and it's hot as balls at a national, you could be getting one. It's not rocket science to, to deliver one, to know how to give one. You know, yeah, of course not. So I would say, I, I mean, how many guys have motorhomes? 10, 15? All of them. I mean, I would suspect all of them should be checked. Does Villo, I mean, this, this is just curious. Does Villo have a, a motorhome? He seems like one of the top guys that doesn't have one. No, he's got a motorhome, of course. Yeah. Well, so, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. Well, Jesus him. Christ, Sinjin. I mean, the guy's a bajillionaire. He's the best rider in the sport. Of course, he's well, got I don't a motorhome. Know. Maybe he's just, you know, like a Jimmy. Like, too, he's too cool for a motorhome, you know? Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, dude. Why? Man, he really needs to pick it up. His, his uncle drives his motorhome. Oh, really? Oh, Villos? Yeah. That's kind of cool, but God, don't, didn't you think Jimmy was going to do a little bit better this season? Like, I feel like things just aren't coming together. Maybe you need to go to the races and, and help him out. And I'm pissed about Moser. Why? Fuck Moser. Quit oh, drinking or what? He's trying to steal my guy. No, he's trying to steal my guy. Oh, yeah, the Albertson stayed at Moser's house before Washougal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So after you race PIR I'm or something. I'm for short. Short's on my list. I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep with short. I'm doing everything with oh short. Oh my god. Oh, things are getting weird. Thanks, Injun. All right, there you go. Bye. Uh, Chris, what's up, man? Oh, Canada. And all our sons come in. Chris. What's up, Steve? What up, man? Oh, nothing much. You? Just doing a show. It's Monday night. Yeah, right on. All right, see you, Chris. All right, let's do the voicemails again. Do you know that guy? No, hey, but... Steve. Great show. He definitely calls in quite often. If you're going to call in, don't, like, drop the phone and drop it. Be ready. Be ready to talk. <laughs> yeah, right? You know? Be, I let him go with an anthem, but <laughs> I can't hear the uh, – I can't do the – Oh, you hate that. I can't do that. Oh, you hated yeah. Kenny when he – Right. Like, <laughs> be ready. Be ready. That's all I got to say. All right. Show. Been loving a Kiefer, Ding, for Rudy. Loving the show. Got a question about Yamaha. Uh, I was just wondering why – why they're so bulletproof? What makes them different from other manufacturers? What keeps them on top as far as reliability? And why can't these other manufacturers, you know, catch up with Yamaha with what they're doing? Good work. Thanks. Uh, I don't know if, um, if the other manufacturers are less reliable than Yamaha. I mean, I feel like the I feel like the quality of a Cowie or Suzuki maybe isn't on a Honda or um, Yamaha level, but I don't know about reliability. I don't think I do enough uh, of a you know, I don't know enough about these bikes and what's going on. I mean, obviously, at your level, everything's getting changed up. I do know, if you look at Yamaha's history, they went with five valves for reliability. They put the oil, they had a, a dry sump forever, oil in the frame to get maximum oil life in the bike. And, you know, they didn't care about weight. The five valves was a tame approach. You couldn't do much to it. They care a lot about reliability, Yamaha did. I know that from talking to the guys at R&D, the, uh, Steve Butler and those guys. If... If it the part didn't meet certain standards, they weren't going to do. It. They prided themselves on making reliable motorcycles, and they do. They do. So um, that was one of one of their big things. Any thoughts on that? No, I I, I agree. I mean, their their engines are definitely reliable for sure. Yeah, yeah they always yeah. have been. So yeah. and good quality bolts. They use good quality bolts and fasteners and stuff like that. So. The stock stuff. Yeah, the stock yeah. stuff's really good. So uh, all right, let's get to let's get to the voicemails here. Yeah, I was just calling about uh, Musquin. Man, he is—he was a badass this weekend. And uh, the crown molding thing, that got brought up like 14, 50 times. I think that um, you should have Grant. He was, he was even using one. I think uh, you should have him have a word that he says. We could have two people getting in different words. And does, uh, does Langton know about that whole thing? Uh, maybe Weege can answer that later. Uh, of course, Langston knew about that. Sure you know, does. of course he knew about that. Yeah. Everybody knew about. That. I feel like this word of the day is getting out of hand. You know, so. you, par- you partly started that, dude. Yeah, I know. I don't think that's a good thing, though. So you know, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Chupacabras. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, uh, we don't need to cold call the guy. He's on the phone, Watson. Baludi, Baludi, Factory Suzuki. <laughs> He's Weston Pike's groupie. Yeah, Baludi. He was getting pissed. I just kept yelling it all day at the truck. He just kept shaking his head. Hey, K-Dub, he's going to have you on as a special guest next week. 
That's what he's telling me. But I don't know if I'm coming in town now, so I won't. Uh, Watson. First of all, it was supposed to be a surprise. Both of you just oh, blew it. Oh, I'm s- fuck. And second I'm of all, sorry. second of all, I, yeah, I don't. I, 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 yeah, I, you got to pay me to go. I got to pay you to go. Yeah, if you want me to go to Vegas, I ain't gonna fly and pay the driver fly up there. Why would I do that when you pay everybody else? Do you think I'm just going to do it because I'm nice? Yeah, because you like you want to be on the Pulp Mech show, bro, like old times. Hey, I bet you haven't heard this in a while. Suck it. <laughs> you probably hey, actually you may have told me question, that on Saturday. What? Question. What? Dude, what's going on with this whole Stewie thing? Is it is it all bullshit? Because like I'm hearing all kinds of crap, and if anyone knows, you know. Hart told me you told him what was up, and that you had a pretty good source that told you. Is that is this really like? True or what? I mean the 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 Stewart IV thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we talked about it on our podcast. We talked about it on tonight's show. Yeah. I, absolutely, it's true. So what's going to happen? Just like everything well, else, supposedly to sweep him under the rug. Well, good. Okay, they didn't catch him red-handed, and so they have no proof that he was doing it between motos. Of course, you and I both know that he he most likely was. So, but what do you do? How do you can how do you suspend somebody or find them for you know when you don't have no. any proof? You don't. I know. So nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I feel uh, bad for the dude, man. I, I just. Really, I mean, I don't. I feel. I feel bad for him, man. It's just one thing after the next. I mean, if that is true and he did get caught, it's like him. It's like James robbed a bank and then he got out on bail and he went out and stole the car and got oh. caught. Like, <laughs> dude, it's like that's the way I look at it. Like two things happen to him like that. You know what I mean? But thank God it's not proof. You know what I mean? I, I just feel bad for him, man. Well. I mean, I would tell him straight up. I mean, I, I'm not. We're not friends, uh, Kenny. I know this is a tense, sensitive subject with you, but we're not friends. But I would be like, "What are you doing, dude? What are you doing?" Like, uh, we all know this kind of goes on, Kenny. You and I have talked about this in the, on this show. Uh, the guys in the motorhomes doing IVs. We've known it's gone on over the years. James is certainly not the only guy to do it. But like, really, you're really going to do that? You're going to get caught like that? Like, come on, man. Yeah, I just. I just don't believe, like, uh, you know, the circumstances, like, if you were having someone come to the track and do that, I mean, are they really that ignorant to tell them, oh, yeah, I give IVs. <laughs> if you're going to do it, don't you say, hey, I'm not, I, we got to keep this on the DL. No one's going to know about it. I, I guess you, you, I would think you would, but maybe if you're a nurse and you're, You've taken the Hippocratic oath. You have to. You can't be. You know. You can't do something that would jeopardize your job. I don't know. Just saying. The Hippocratic. The Hippocratic oath. I never heard that one before. <laughs> it's it's it's, uh, it's something the doctors take and nurses. I would, may, I would imagine. Maybe not. I don't even know. But oh, so they teach them that in medical school on the hip the hypocritical oath. Okay, that's it. I'm going to Google it right now. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Again. No, Google it. You're probably right. I'm wrong as usual. Uh, Dub, what's happening? How you doing, Berlin? How is it going in there? Yeah, it's good. He's got AC this week. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah. When did you get out of? Uh, when did you get done with your build? Um, I got done yesterday, last night, and then uh, I left uh, Portland about ten this morning, ten thirty. Yeah, Hippocratic right. Oath. Exactly Hippocratic? right. Hippocratic. Hippocratic Oath is an oral his is an oral agreement taken by physicians and other healthcare professionals. It is one of the most widely known of Greek medical texts. It requires a new physician to swear upon a number of healing gods to uphold specific ethical standards. Wow. Okay, so now we're talking about a healing god, which is an IV bag. 
Well, I, I'm just it. saying all physicians. I don't know if nurses have to take this, but I'm just saying because I'm with you. Why wouldn't you tell this nurse, hey, do not tell anybody? Uh, yeah. or just I'm paying you. I'm paying your expenses. I'm paying you. Do not tell or anybody. If, or if the nurse forgot her pass, why don't you call your – why doesn't she call – your people yeah i forgot my pass i need to get a pass instead of going up to the world sounds a little fuzzy right but i'm telling you this happened i'm telling you so yeah wow it's it's some good investigating reporting you got going on there buddy (laughs) hey you know what it could end up costing me my relationship with james stewart did it it could it could. Worth it, though, scoops. It could. No, it's not. I'm not making any money off this, but I got it. I mean, this is something we got to talk about. This is something where I'm going. What? What the hell's going on? You know? Yeah, I feel bad for. I mean, dude, it's just ridiculous. So all, all in all, you know, James is a human being and he's a man, and he's. If it's him or people in his camp that made some really poor decisions, and you know what, it's, it's going to be bad if it if it really goes out like this. You know? Okay. He's, at the end of the day, he's a good dude. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. And, Here's yeah. Kenny. So I have money out with a few people in the pits that this whole um, uh, FIM provisional suspension, I have money that this is not going to cause him to miss any races. He'll get fined, docked points, whatever. Am I going to lose? Yes. Damn it. That's what I think. I've heard, I've I think heard, so I've heard from a pretty good source that someone that was in Europe the last couple of weeks and was around some FIM people saying they are taking it very serious. And as of now, he's suspended. Yeah. They haven't said how long, but they said he's suspended as the, as the rules say. Mm-hmm. That's all they're saying. So whatever the rules say, if it's suspension for a year or two years, they're saying he's right. He's suspended mm-hmm. until the band is lifted. So yeah. I, I personally think that they will do it. I don't know. He could. Has he? Uh, has he protested or do whatever he had to do? Well, I imagine he's, he's filed his appeal. I'm sure. I don't know how that's gone. I've heard it failed, but I don't know. I heard it failed, but not from anybody that would know. Just like I, I heard agree. Cooper Webb tested positive, but not from anybody that would know, and it turned out to be false. But yeah. um, um, that whole uh, thing sucks. Man. It I does suck. For, I feel bad. I feel bad for. Just not James, but for you know his guys, Renee and Marcus and Gil and everybody else that's worked their asses off to, to yeah. you know, that's worked their butts off and you know for for that whole program and it's just I, I mean you know we've we've all had our disagreements with other teams and people in the pits throughout the years, but you don't ever want to see someone go out like that, man. Yeah. That's that's bad. But that's just a bad deal. My reasoning for putting money on this is Berluti, you have thirty years of experience. I've got. Almost twenty, Watson. You've got twenty years' experience going to the Supercross, Motocross races. No one's done anything ever, punishment-wise. But, no. Yeah, so but we've never had. A, no, I know. An outside organization. I know. Take responsibility in saying we are going to deal with this. I know, but I'm just like that's my like until I see it. You know what I mean? I won't believe I, it. I, dude, so. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, right. I'm kind of on the fence on the whole deal myself. Yeah. I wouldn't bet money. I wouldn't bet money, but I'm on the fence. Put it this way: If they said oh, it's pushed under the rug, it wouldn't surprise me. Right, right, Berlu. Well, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like he's going to get a slap on the wrist, and then we'll just all go on with our lives. Well, if FIM is Supercross, and I mean, how can you do that? How can you ignore something like that? I mean, the public knows about it. Uh, teams know about it. Well, uh, Red Bull, Suzuki, everybody knows. I'm not about saying it. they're going to ignore it. They're going to give him a fine and a slap on the wrist. Don't do that again. How can you ignore a rule? I don't. I think know. there's going to be a lot more problems 
with other teams if they don't do anything. You know, yeah. with, you know, I, I think you know other manufacturers and other OEMs are going to be heated going like, okay, so now what? So if they don't do anything to James, why why would they do something to somebody else? Mm-hmm. If they got caught. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Um, Kenny, uh, who's going to be the second guy on RCH next year? No one listens to this show, so if you just want to tell us now. Uh, this dude, this new guy, um, he's riding in Loretta's this week. Um, and his name, his his number is 994, and his name is Nunya, last name, business. <laughs> okay, all right. Fantastic. Can't wait to I'll keep my eye on Nunya business this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't, we, we don't know what we're doing yet. We're just... Uh, we're we're just concentrating on what we're doing right now, and uh, there's enough guys out there that are decent, and oh, uh, and we'll we'll figure it out when we when we're ready. All of us so ex- all of us experts in the media. Uh, there's Weimer, Tickle, Pike, Brayton. Well, no, Brayton's done. Uh, Will Hahn. Um, I'm got to be missing somebody in there, but some good guys to choose from. Some real good guys. So maybe we should just do it a, a pulp. MX poll, whoever wins the poll. Right. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Well, hey, what about hiring a triple? Why don't you, why don't you hire one of my triples? I'll give you a list. Because your triples aren't triples anymore. They're, they're barely hitting singles. Oh, that, was hurt. that hurts, Kenny. Who's your triple? Who's your triple this year? That's so great. I, Albertson and I know. Nicoletti. I, you you and, got me. I know. I know. I got You got me. So <laughs> I, I, don't have much, I don't have a great comeback to any of that. Yeah, it's about first. It's the first for everything, huh? Let's talk about. Uh, we we touched on it earlier in the show with Berluti, but Ivan Tedesco. I don't know who loves Ivan more, Kenny, you or or Berlute? Probably Kenny. Kenny loves Ivan. Yeah, for sure. For more than you, Berlute. But uh, Ivan Tedesco hung it up uh, this week. Talk about that a little bit. Um, are you happy? Are you sad? Do you realize it's time? Uh, now you understand too. My when Timmy when Timmy retired, you understand my loss. And the well, way I, I understand you know. it, but I'm happy for him because I don't think he was having fun at what he was doing. And I'm, I come from the school. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, you don't yeah. need to be doing it. And I think he's at a point in his life where you know he's has a family, and the risk for reward is just too high. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not. He wasn't enjoying himself racing. He just he just kept having terrible luck, one thing after the next, and. Uh, I think he just really, he had a moment of clarity where it was just like, okay, it's time. And, you know, I wish that that time didn't come until the end of the season. He could have wrote it out. But, mm-hmm. you know, mother time catches you, just like with Wyndham. You know, you just don't ever know. And yeah. it was time. So, uh, you know, I know it was a very difficult decision for him. But, you know, he I think he made the right decision. And, you know, at least he has some things to fall back. And he did it on his terms this time. I mean, last time he... Everyone thought he retired, but he yeah. never retired. He just didn't have a job. Yep, yep. So he uh, he hung in there, and, and, you know, he walked away from a good job. And he just didn't feel, you know, comfortable doing what he was doing. And, you know, he has nothing to be ashamed of. He did one, two, you know, regional Supercross series and an outdoor national championship. He was part of three donations, you know, championship teams. And, mm-hmm. you know, won some motos in the 450 class, won some overall. So, He's uh he's had a good career, man. He's made a good good life for himself. So he uh you know, he, he needs to think about the positive things, not the negative things in his career, and I think he's doing that. I know you're gonna go through what I went through when Timmy retired. There'll be anger and denial, acceptance. Let me yeah. know. I'll talk I'll talk you through the steps. 
Also, too, also too, on top of everything, a, a good guy, a nice guy. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like a like if you had him on your team, he talked to fans, he signed autographs, he was cool with people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, really good guy. Like one of those deals too. So yeah, you know it's crazy. I I I had to come to Sacramento after Hangtown. I mean after uh, Washougal, and I sat next to Chad Lanza on the plane, and we were talking about Ivan and. He's saying over every guy he ever had on the team, Ivan was the most professional mm-hmm. rider he had and the best rider he had. You know, he would go to dealer signings. He would stay for two to three hours. He would, you know, always be there, always the first guy out to sign, the last guy to leave, mm-hmm. you know, always be there at the test on time. And he never had to worry about Ivan. And, you know, yeah. that goes a long ways when, you know, just not with results, but just to be yeah. a good you know, mentor for guys on the team, like, this is the way it's done. And, you know, Ivan, no matter what, has always been a true professional. If he hates the team or hates the motorcycle or does whatever he has to do, he still, you know, suits up and shows up to work every day and, and does his deal. So uh, any you know. any replacement guy for the last three or, or no? No. 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 Okay. No, we're, we're done. We don't, you know, there's so much crap going on. People going, oh, you should take somebody I amateur out of Loretta's. You need to pick up, you know, this. no, we don't need to do stuff. We got... You know, we're loose guy, and we're, you know, he's only nine points out of fifth, believe it or not. Yeah. You know, we know that, you know, Eli's riding awesome, and he's coming. And, you know, we're just going to focus on one race at a time and, and try to finish, you know, you know, Wesson, the best you know, overall we could get him. And, you know, hopefully we could, you know, keep him. If not, we've done our, our job to, to show to him and other people that we're a legit team and we could help people, you know, improve. Yeah, I had an agent tell me that – uh that uh, Weston was going to go to JGR. His client was told, hey, we got our guy. It's Weston Pike. We're not interested in your guy anymore. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I don't I, – I know they're talking to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we're in the loop. And, right. You know, I, I support that deal. I mean, I think JGR is a great team, and we're not ready to make a move right now. So, you know, I, I want to see Weston succeed. That was our whole deal when we signed him. And uh, they wanted a, a – you know, an a ride for next year, and we mm-hmm. told them, you know, we don't know what we're doing yet, and we can't commit to that, but we could commit to you for the outdoor series, and we'll give you 150%. Right. And I believe that we've given him 200%. We worked our asses off for the guy, and he's definitely a hard worker. You can ask for loot. I mean, you know that that guy ain't leaving nothing on the track. That guy gets 100%. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? And you, you can't ask for more. And I know that guy. He's uh I think he has a lot left in his tank, you know what I mean? I think he hasn't even shown to his full potential yet. Hey, Kenny, uh, this is Devin. Hey, I had a question for you. Hey, are you guys still helping out your amateur, uh, Jamie Garner? Uh, we are. He's He's been suspended. He's not racing until uh, – he can't race any AMA races until after Loretta's. So um, hmm. he's, you know, just training and riding, getting ready for Monster Cup. Hmm. Very cool. Um yeah, but uh, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, I forgot. Hey, how was Moser this weekend, dude? Yeah, he was good. Uh, did you meet any Paul fans this weekend? Like besides uh, Moser? Did I? Not really. Your wife did though. She was standing behind my truck, handing out stickers, and I let everybody know. I who know. She was. And then she grabbed. She took your sunglasses. I heard right off your head. No, I gave her the sunglasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pookie yeah, was I, at the Pookie was at the didn't Nationals. Have any bro. glasses on, so I go, "Hey, you need some sunglasses?" And she's like, "Sure." And then as soon as I give them to her, she goes, I think you gave me these, too. And I'm like, I thought you needed sunglasses. She goes, well, you asked me if I wanted a pair of sunglasses. So I'm not going to say no. <laughs> Dude, chicks aren't going to say no. The purses, sunglasses, shoes, they're not going to say no. no. 
No, um, then I saw you with the same exact pair of sunglasses. And I'm like, wait, I gave them to your no, wife. No, they were different. They were different. Mine were for core athletes and things like that. Like, not, <laughs> oh, yeah. They weren't for just, you know, guys who just looking good. They, uh, they served a purpose. And you must have stole them from the core athletes because they wouldn't give to you. Oh, please. Uh, when are you coming back on the show full time and moving to Vegas and all that? Uh, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing it real soon, man. Yeah, yeah, you miss it, yeah. don't you? If I want to just throw my my career away and 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 not take be responsible and take care of my kid, I guess that's an option for me. Well, the pays but the pays probably better than your I, RCH pay. Yeah, probably, but you know what? The, the pay that the joy and the my daughter gives me can never be replaced from a radio show. I'll tell you that. Bullshit. Not, no. Bullshit. I'm not leaving for that. I give you joy. <laughs> I give you joy. Uh, you, you hey, do. you give me tons of joy, my friend. Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm there, Steve. Chris, you got to be ready to talk. You can't be banging the, the phone around. Okay, sorry about last time. Okay, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, waiting for the Walton Transcan in a couple weeks here in Canada. You know? Yeah, yeah. Where you? Where do you live in Canada? Uh, near Walton. I called in. Uh, uh, a month ago or so, I'm the the flagger that got fucking taken out by a dirt bike. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. that's cool. Do you have anything you want to talk about, or you just want to kind of just bullshit like usual? Uh, like usual. Is that cool, or do you just gonna hang up on me, hey, Mathis, man? Or? Mathis, I'm off the phone, dude. I don't want to listen to this idiot. Canada. I'll talk to you later. All right, hey, see you, Kenny. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Okay, bud. All right, All right later, guys. See, see you, ya. Watson. Thank you, Kenny Watson, uh, calling in and. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Uh, wait. All right, there we go. Chris. Yeah. Um, thanks for calling in. Can I talk a bit more, or do you got to go, or what? What do you want to talk about? Let's let's see. What's up? Oh, first of all, uh, how's it going, Brulute? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I met you up at Toronto. Like, you're legit one of the, the friendliest people I've ever met in my entire life, along with Mathis. Yeah, do you need me to send you a jersey or anything? Uh, no, I'm joking with I, you. Most guys, but I, I appreciate it. If, you, if you're sincere, thank you very much. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I'm legit being serious. But also, I was talking to uh, to Tickle at Toronto about a jersey before, right before he got uh, hurt in practice. Oh, that and, was you, huh? Okay, that's Yeah, funny. do you remember me? Yeah, I do now that you mention it, yeah. Um, do you, like, how often do you see him now that he's injured? Not very often, eh? No. I, well, he was a red bud. It was the last time, but I text him back and forth every now and again to, to see how his progress if, is doing. Uh, if I was to give Steve my email and to pass it on to you, would you be able to give it to, to Brock? No, or? he's not He's not going to send you a jersey, bro. So, okay, well, I, mean, I, I just thought I'd ask because he said he would give me one and then yeah, he ended up getting hurt in Toronto. And, I know, and, and you know what? Brock's a good guy. And he would have gave you one. But he would have gave you one, deal. but I'm telling you right now, if you sent your email with your address, there's no rider that is going to sign it, box it up, go to the post. Like, it's just not going to happen. It'll, I mean, I hate to burst your dreams. And like I said, Brock Tickle's a good dude. None of these guys would do that, you know? Uh, you, even if I paid them? Yeah, Brock Tickle doesn't need any money. He's, the guy's loaded. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, also, Steve, uh, I just thought I'd let you know I'm a big BTO supporter. Nice, uh, thank you. That might make you happy. No, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money at btosports.com.
Yeah, I spent 300 bucks there a couple weeks ago, and then uh, oh, sure. at my surprise, when it came to my door, I got like a $50 fucking border fee from the yeah, that's, government. But. Yeah, you, what you got to do, bro, you can never send UPS to Canada. They just rip you off. You got to go oh, USPS. It was, it, was, it was the mail, too. It wasn't even like a huh. UPS or anything. I send everything USPS when I go up there, and I never have any problems. So. Well, that's that's how the BTO sent it to me, and I still had problems, but, oh, well, what can you do? No, you can't do much. Get a U.S. shipping address, bro. Yeah, funny. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, now that uh, you guys were talking about uh, Alessi before I got on there, uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, there's a, a potential fight brought on at uh, Gopher Dunes. Mm, I don't think so. I heard anything about that. That doesn't surprise me, but what what was going on? Oh, okay. Oh, I just thought I'd let you know because these uh, drunk, drug addict uh, teenagers, they were uh, chirping Michael Lassie, uh, as you may know, because mm-hmm. not very many people like him, but I am a fan of Mike. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so Tony went over and talked to them, and then, uh, and then Mike Genova asked them to fight, and, uh, yeah, and it, it was just a this big, was on, uh, I, I couldn't stop laughing. This was so, on race day, or when was this? What's that? On race day, or when was this? Yeah, Gopher Dunes, uh, two weekends ago. Yeah, I'm aware, but on race day or Friday, uh, the day after? Uh, yeah, race day. This oh, okay. was on the line, second uh, oh. 50 moto. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? Hey, if you're a fan, like, uh, remember Ber- Berluti, the old Southwick, the fence was right there when yeah. you were lining up. Yeah, the starting line. There was fans yelling and screaming, oh, yeah. um, you know. Um, Dowdy fans, and if they didn't like you, they'd be cussing. Yeah, I mean, what can just, you really do? I guess if it, if it crosses the line, Genova shouldn't. I mean, I didn't hear this. I'm just listening to Chris. Profanities. But, uh, yeah, it's you know. terrible. I, I just thought it was kind of weird, though. You know, in Canada, how everything's so relaxed and everything. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't seem like Canadians. Usually, they'd be like, "Hey, Mike, excuse me. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I don't really like you that much. Uh, thank you." That's well, like yeah. We just yeah? like the kids are like Michael Wesley sucks dick. So then, obviously, Tony's standing right there, so he goes talks to them. And then uh, and then Mike Genova's like, he's like, how about, how about you and your buddy meet me here after the race? And uh, Yeah, see, that's, I mean, I can't verify that that happened, but if it did, that's really shitty of Genova to do that. I, I can verify it. I was standing right there. I mean, it was actually you, quite entertaining. You have to be composed and maintain, be professional and, and all that. You that's, can't. You yeah, know. that's what I thought. But then again, nothing obviously escalated out of it. So no, that's yeah, a exactly. Good thing, I but. mean. Again, at Southwick, when I we were next to RC and Dowdy was there, they're calling RC all sorts of names. I remember him with his back to the fans, just going like this with the middle finger. Oh yeah, to the fans behind the fence, and they loved it. You know, you but you Can can't you speak up a bit, Mathis. I just can't hear you very well. All right, we're done. See you, Chris. All right, keep keep going with the voicemails. <laughs> all right, hold on. Let me see if I can refine them. Yeah, uh, how about, did you ever see that picture of that one guy leaning over the fence flipping off Stewie? Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah, that was jacked up. I think your behavior towards your husband is not acceptable. I would not stay away for so long like that. And certainly, I would not stay away so long in a place like Las Vegas. I really think you should think about this. From the appearance on the outside, it definitively does not look good for you. I just fail to understand. Why so many women in America have these distasteful ideas on how a woman and wife should behave? Shameful. Really? <laughs> Steve Mathis. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's funny. We had a guy we had a guy call in with one of those things a couple weeks ago. It was really funny. With the voice. He said it was, but I think it's a computer program. No, I was I was here. Oh, for okay, that yeah, one. that yeah, guy. Yeah. The same kind of deal there. Yeah, okay. So. 
Sound like full English, gal. Yeah. It's uh, Nature's Greatest Miracle, a.k.a. Team 49, a.k.a. The Lunch Guy, calling in about last week's show. Just had a couple of things to discuss. First, everybody's super fired up to listen to your show. You got the Martin Brothers on, Trey Kennard, got the music blaring. Yeah, we're rocking. And then out of nowhere, hey, Steve, it's cheap smoked. It ruins everything. It's a huge buzzkill. I'm sure your mom's a nice lady, but we just don't want to hear about her cabin up in Canada, man. The second thing is, I got a... I got... I had my mom on the show last week. Okay. I got a lot of compliments about my mom being on the show. Mm. This guy's the only negative guy. So, I mean, I understand everyone has their own opinion and everything else, but I... called in before. Yeah. I've heard her before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I called Debbie up to get her take on the racing. I thought it'd be funny. She wasn't... She was pretty good. She wasn't... Right? Gibbs, good. good. So, this is the only negative guy I've ever gotten. Okay, we got more, way more positive. We're gonna have Debbie back on. At some point, we'll have I Debbie got, back on. I gotta agree with Watson on this. That you are the most one-sided person on the face of the planet. Now, obviously, you're not gonna agree with that because you're one-sided. But flipping around in my scenario, what if I took you out to lunch and you were a huge douchebag, and I'm the one that gets stuck with the bill? What do you think of that, Steve? That doesn't work either. So. I think at this point, the author offer has got to be rescinded, and uh, we're just going to have to kind of part ways on the whole lunch experience. But I will continue to call in and make valuable contributions to your show. Um, okay, bye. Good. I'm glad the offer for lunch is rescinded, that, he, this, that it's possible that I could be a douchebag. So, you know, I mean, I... Who's this cat? Do I don't know. know. I, 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 I was... I was telling people on a show a couple weeks ago, like, I get these offers. People want to take me for lunch or whatever. Oh, okay. in town, or they come to town in Vegas. Yeah. Hey, I'm here on vacation. I want to meet up for lunch, dinner. Oh, okay. And I feel like it's a bit weird. Um, what, if I, what if I don't like the guy? I said, what if the guy's a douchebag? I mean, I'm not right. saying that guy is. Okay, I got like, you. I, I don't really just meet a stranger nah, for lunch. Or, it's a little weird. That that's, is weird. That's all I'd I say, said. I thank you very much, but uh, no thanks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, nothing against you. You're probably cool, and thank you for listening. But I just think it's weird, and I—that is—that's creepy. So, but now bit. that guy's going to rescind his offer because it could oh, be because I could be a douchebag. Bummer. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Super bummer. That's it. Oh, all right, TJ. TJ. Yeah. Yo, what's up, TJ? Hey, what's happening? Well, not much. Just Paul Mech show Monday night. You know. I got a question for you. Sure. How come? They don't have an AMA national at Loretta Lynn, say, the week before or the week after the amateur national. Uh, I don't think it's a good enough track for an AMA national. Never been there. You don't think? Mm, pretty narrow. I don't think it's a good enough track. Maybe, though. I, or maybe I mean, I, like maybe there's a problem with getting the ranch, you know, uh, yeah. uh, renting the ranch for another national one of the things that Loretta loves to do, obviously, is it's a brand new track every year. You know, they do have a GNCC that goes on some. Oh, they of it, mix it up every year. What it's do you a mean, brand new track every year? Well, I mean, no, not touched. It's just grass grown. Oh, I they got only you. race on it one time gotcha. a year. You know, you see all the sand they brought in. This yeah. Year? yeah, yeah, sand to it. Well, imagine that sand. Every national track is from yeah. when you started there going to the go. nationals early in '88 to now. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's a national quality track, TJ. I could be wrong. I haven't been there for a long time. They got enough parking. Good. I mean, all the pictures yeah. and clips on the internet of 
you know, them ripping it up and stuff. I figured that all the guys on the on the AMA circuit, they you know, they kind of get amped up and look forward to that every year. From yeah, you know, maybe the parking, younger years. Maybe there's no good parking. I don't know. They'd have to expand it too. It's kind of short lap times. It gets down to a couple minutes. Yeah, it gets down below two minutes, don't it? One, it depends on what they do. Yeah. Tim Ferry was, you know, like at 125s or something, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. When he was beating Renard? <laughs> Absolutely. When no, he beat, it, when they, he, when he beat Robbie? Laptop. Yeah, that yeah. one. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Anything else, TJ? No, that's it. Just All love right. the show. First time calling in, so I appreciate it. Keep yeah, thanks for work. listening, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. God, these Pulp fans, man. They're everywhere. Me that guy him. was from New Hampshire. New Hampshire? Yeah, he's dedicated. That's like. Two o'clock in the morning right, right now. Yeah, I've been. Oh, shit, yeah, man. I've been in New Hampshire. I went by that. Drove by that speedway where the NASCAR series is. Yeah, up there. Yeah. So, um, that's a wrap. Langston, Daniel Blair, uh, Marvin Muskan, and Erky Cairo. Uh, that's that's cool. Yeah, I can believe his English. Yeah, thanks to Erky, man, and Watson. Thanks to Watson for uh, calling in, and uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. I think we're off next week because my surprise guest was blown. Oh, well, sorry, Steve. I just, I, you know, I guessed it, and Jerk. I just threw it out there. I don't know. I, I didn't know it was a super surprise. I think we're off next week. Oh, cool. We've been doing it for a long time. Let me know. We've done a bunch of shows in a row. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody. Thanks for our sponsors, btosports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, Guts Racing, official seat film of Pro Circuit, Monster Pro Circuit, save uh, 30%, Um Berluti, thank you, as always. Appreciate it, man. You got a weekend off yeah. this weekend, so you've earned it, no doubt, um, with the work that you've been doing. With Thanks Wesson for having Pike. me on, Steve. Yeah, always fun, man. I, I appreciate you coming by. And uh, sponsor deals. Check out the sponsor deals to save with everybody that uh, that we have. And uh, again, thanks everybody for listening, man. The response is going great. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Jason Thomas too. Oh, by the way, thanks to Swisscore for all he does for the show. Thanks to Moser for the X Band questions. Uh, Devin Gibbs, thanks, bud. Appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure. Thanks, man. And uh, we will see you guys in a couple weeks. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. That's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.